Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. Hey, Hello and welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. You're listening to Dulcet Tones of myself, Mafu. The lovely Jack and the magnificent Ross. Hello, Matthew, you average bastard. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hot start. <laughs> I'm going to see you too. <laughs> First of all, Jack, how are you doing? Oh, I feel bad today. Why is um, that? As I was saying off camera, I'm joining Ross and the lads for um, football, five aside after work. And it's the first time I've played football since 2016. It was with you last time I played. It's probably yeah. 2016. Six years. And I ate so much Greg's this morning to, um, under the excuse of carb loading, <laughs> but I just feel crap. So yeah, I'm not bad though. How are How you? How many Greg's have you I eaten? I had three items in the Greg's. Three items? Oh, I. I was very hungry. I can tell. But uh, now I'm not. Um, and, and, and a coffee, because it was like the bake and coffee deal. Uh-huh. But I don't normally drink coffee really that much. So now I'm just all over the place. So I don't know what's going on. Awesome. I'm going to fall asleep in the center circle. Well, don't worry if you do fall asleep during this podcast. Uh, uh, I think we'll have some of that uh, delicious super sour IPA from last week. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'll wake you up. We'll help, we'll help you play football anyway, but, no. uh, but we'll keep you alive. <laughs> I can't wait to see you play football later on tonight. Ross, well, you how are you going to be watching that? No, I said in a way that made it look like it's going to be streamed <laughs> or something. But uh, no, it's one of the few things we're not covering. Yeah, no. like, I think so. And that's for the best. Yes. Yeah. So it's not, not flattering for any, anybody involved. Uh, no matter what their fitness level is, Owen oh, Nelly passed out last time. Even though he's he is, the fittest one, he's like the Liverpoolian Mo Farah. That man, mm. he nearly passed out. Anyway, I'm all right. I'm waiting for the sponsorship from Tiny Rebel because two people have tweeted me this week saying they got that sour beer mm. because of what we did on the podcast last week. So Tiny Rebel, if you're watching, holla holla. <laughs> Apart from that, I'm fine. I had a I had most of the week off. I went shopping. I went home and sorted my wardrobes out, chopped oh. out all my clothes, done to the charity shop. Oh. Had a great time. Which clothes? Like the drip drip clothes? Or? No, no, no. Just, you know, when you, at my mum's house, my mum's oh, okay. home, uh, just full of things and family. Jeff Jarrett guitar from the house show in 2000. I know, mm, I've got my box of wrestling figures out. It's out there. I'm going to do a video soonish. Oh. About all my wrestling figures. I've got two brawling buddies. Was it called brawling buddies as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ho- I've got Hollywood Hogan and Goldberg. The Goldberg appears to have blood on the back of it. Like the real Goldberg. It's <laughs> made his entrance. I don't know whose blood it is, but I just, I've, I've, I've done that. I took a boxer for a walk. Been a good week. Oh, what <laughs> was his name? Imagine, I know. Oh, yeah. Tyson Fury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Back to work yesterday. Here we are today. Come on, Chris. You get a microwave after this. <laughs> Grand. Lovely. Fantastic. What about you? All right. Mm. Pretty okay. Um, I did some exercises yesterday. Oh, yeah. I hadn't done them in way longer than I thought. You know, it's, it, I forgot how easy it is to just lose track of something or yeah. just stop doing yeah. something. And I 
done some a few days earlier, and I'm like, oh, I'm actually like just not in shape at all. I'm a gutted. You probably so you know you know that actually that you were making progress because I've made no progress now back then. So I was like, oh, okay, that's true. But then I did some proper exercise, and I feel mint today. I'm like, oh, that's right. That's what I'll be missing out. You Good, dumb, dumb. You have the appearance of the Bishop Auckland, Steve Cram. So it's shocking to hear that you think you've let yourself go. <laughs> the Bishop Auckland, Steve Cram. Yeah. More persona at the moment, Steve Cram. Lives in Tramwell Woods. Oh. Jarrow's originally. Was he? Yeah. So there's a connection. What about Bishop Auckland? Was he from there? We've mentioned both of our hometowns. Come on. Well, you're the you're this Bishop Auckland, Steve Cram. Right? <laughs> yes. Okay. I went to school with his son. His Did son, you? Yeah. His son was in the air below. I believe his name was Marcus. Um, he was five foot. No, I'm not going to go down that route. But he was a, a handsome man. Was he? Devilishly so. Aww. A lovely tan, which I assume he got from his father always being outside running. <laughs> <laughs> I went to school with um, Jonathan Edwards' son, the triple jumper. Oh. Oh, I. It was crap in English when we had to do a presentation because he just brought in one of his dad's Olympic gold medals. And we were no. like, well, I know. Oh, just take a hammer to it. <laughs> do you know what yours was? I like can't remember. No. Here's me pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like Here's that. a stick I found on the way to class. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But I mean, fair play. I mean, I can't blame him. Yeah, why would you not? He had a lot to talk about because it was yeah. a, literally an Olympic gold medal. So, yeah. I remember when he was on Blue Peter and he, they showed how uh, how far he jumped, demonstrating it via car lengths. Okay. That all these cars lined up. He went, yeah, I did that. Because that's how you accurately show measurement. <laughs> Did he come out of the womb with grey hair, Jonathan Edwards? I think so, yeah. Suited him, really, yeah. yeah. His son didn't. It's like how Arn Anderson like was born 30, yeah. 34. Yeah. yeah. Incredible. Anyway, it's been a crap week in wrestling, hasn't it? Oh, no, we're doing that little happy bit there. We all got a bit of negative news. Then obviously we carry on usual and silly bullocks that we always do. But yeah, the big news this week is sadly the passing away of Scott Hall. Uh, passed away at 63 years old a few days ago. Emerging of the weekend that Hall was on life support after suffering three heart attacks on Saturday. The bad guy underwent hip surgery last week, but post-surgery complications resulted in a blood clot getting loose. Hall's friend and former tag team partner Kevin Nash announced earlier that day that life support would be discontinued once his family were in place. I mean, he leaves a hell of a legacy. Mm. Like I said, we've seen a lot of negative wrestling news of the past two years, to say the least. So when something like this happens and it's just this outpouring support and memories and all the influence he's had on all the positive things how people to say about him on the effect he had on people's careers obviously from the early days of uh cwa awa when he was doing the crocodile hunter gimmick <laughs> or whatever gimmick that was well, forget that no one cares about that the eventually making his way to wcw to be the diamond stud he had stood on his ass that's how you knew he was a stud and then going on to wwf for a razor a lot of success Helped by the fact that Vince McMahon hadn't seen Scarface. Yes. And there is that alleged story, I think Scott Hall said it, that apparently Al Pacino was being interviewed by someone. He saw a picture of Razor Ramon on the wall and said something in the interview like, he does me better than me. Uh. <laughs> Allegedly. I hope that story's true. But um, there, onto that, Razor Ramon, hugely successful character. Just amazing gimmick. All those pre-vignette stuff alone would have made him a value player, but just one of the most over... Mid card guys, because for some reason he just wasn't pushed at the top at the end of the card when he probably should have been yeah, over the yeah. King Mabel or whatever. Yeah. And then didn't really fancy the idea of uh, having explained to his son what Goldust was and what <laughs> that man was doing, that other man. So he went, you know what? Uh, bye, Vince. Uh, we've got WCW. That's all right with you. Little known career change from your direction. Didn't really have much of an impact in the business or anything like that. Just shows up interrupting, interrupting a Steve Doll match 
I watched Nitro. it the other day and I just didn't recognize who was in the ring at all. But doesn't matter. Steve Doll. All that matters is the so Mike Venom. Enos is the one, maybe. Oh, Mike just... Enos. No. What an unfortunate name that is. Hey, that's besides the point, though. It could have been Paul Enos and <laughs> whatever. Mike Enos. Yeah. And uh, Enos. Yeah. Enos. Oh, sure. We'll move on. And uh, yeah, shows up when the Canadian tuxedo, the double jean, the double denim, and shows, hey, you want a war? We'll give you a war. Where? Is billionaire Ted and all the rest, all these iconic moments, leading us to the NWO. And people keep telling people, obviously in lockdown, if you're wanting something to watch, just to, on a weekly basis, because you're sick of modern wrestling, go back and watch everything from that episode onwards of WCW. Some of the best TV we'd ever see in normal wrestling. And yeah, we'll probably talk, probably lots of people have done in the past week, about all the great things he did in the, the business and his career, from the ladder matches, mm. the tight theme stylings, to just talking and looking dapper. And yeah, he had that thing, mid- didn't he? Just being cool. Yeah. Yeah. Effortless. No matter how what age he was, I was watching that yeah. he did with Kevin Nash in Japan. Like 2004, was that something like that? For oh, some for event? Hustle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, like, looked like a WrestleMania sort yeah. of set. And they came out of the Fujis. That's another thing as yeah. well, that ECW. Oh, that's was. been shared a lot. That was yeah. that, I forgot yeah. how good that was. Yeah. yeah. It's just even when he's walking down with his grey hair, he's still doing the old Chico stuff. Mm. Just had that innate coolness about him, didn't he? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And he'll, I think he proves as well that, like, Everyone talks about how there's no characters in wrestling and stuff, but Scott Hall proved like to be a character doesn't necessarily mean you've got to be spooky or have a job like a profession gimmick. Right. He was he'll go down as one of the most iconic characters in wrestling history, and and also people never talk about how good he was, but he was very good in the ring as well. Mm. The ladder match, as you said, so yeah, it's it's a really sad one. Yeah, it's not even just what he did during his career; it was afterwards as well. He had, a, yeah. I think, it was a, a sort of pacemaker fitted to his heart in 2010 or something. Obviously, all the troubles he had and and bouncing back with DDP and Jake the Snake and all that sort of stuff. And then just for this to come, I only found out like through looking at, at Instagram and seeing Kevin Nash's post. Oh, you were off. It yeah. just it came out of nowhere. Mm. Um, just the hip surgery. And then, well, we, we learned he went into hip surgery was it a week or so ago, maybe Something a bit like more. That, yeah. And this latest bit was just out of nowhere. So yeah, just, it hit me. I don't know about you two. I don't know what it was. It felt really, this sounds stupid, but it felt really real. Because often wrestlers pass away and like, We'll be, we'll be fond of them or whatever, but but Scott Hall's a bit close to home for people of our age. It's like, oh, wow, he's like... My cousin, who I don't really know that well, to be honest, like, we, we, we knew each other as kids, but then we've kind of grown apart a little bit. Not for any reason, but she put on Facebook, like, RIP Scott Hall. Never once heard her talk about wrestling. Mm. And the fact that I do this job, you'd think she, if, if she was a wrestling fan, she'd, so she's obviously not a big wrestling fan. And she's younger than me. So... She's heard of the influence of Scott Hall and everything. So, I mean, yeah, it mm. just goes to show what a guy. Sorry if I cut you off there, but. I know. But, you know, and so there, Jack, <laughs> there are the people there that that'll be their idea of the fandom, what wrestling was to them. Mm. Because there was this little, like, upsies in people watching it, especially in this part of the world in the early 90s, and then kind of just faded off, even before the, you know, the boom period later on. Uh, all of you rewatching, you know, OSW Review, or any of the mm. retro looks uh, that we do on this channel. And they'll just think, yeah, that's what wrestling was to them, and that they that means something to those people. That that place and time. Yeah, a guy like Reza Ramon. So even if they're watching for thirty years, they'll still remember the bad guy. Yeah, and the iconic, the Hall of Fame line, which has gone oh, down as man, a, which has gone down as like big as anything in his career. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Yeah, bad guys don't last. 
Bad times too. Bad no, guys no, too. Bad guys, bad guys. Iconic. He messed it up. Do we both mess it up? <laughs> yeah. oh. Bad times, bad don't, times last. don't last, but bad guys do. Yes, there yeah. we go. Thank you, Rob. Oh, I was going to say bad times <laughs> last. Bad, and I went, but so bad, I just feels bad, bad my life. And then Sorry. I went, but bad times do. <laughs> Iconic. Who can forget it? So amazing. Well done. But it, yeah. was, it wasn't, he had, because obviously he had everything in front of the camera, but behind the camera as well. Because there was right, that thing about right. him telling Sting. Hey Chico, yeah. there was this film about this fella with his face painted and whatnot. You should do that, yeah. but also be like Undertaker as well. He was like, "Go on, then I'll give it a go." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, I found out Vincent Mann didn't watch Scarface. Bischoff hasn't seen The Crow. Mm. <laughs> uh, and also, the stories that went around from um, from like indie wrestlers and stuff saying that he would, it, yeah. when he was doing a tour or whatever, he'd pay for their meals on the road and their petrol and stuff. And I think, and one, well, I can't remember who it was, but someone said. And I thanked him and said, you don't have to do this. And he said, that's what veterans should do. Yeah, right, and I thought, right. God, like, not many, you don't hear many wrestling veterans have the opposite attitude. Don't like, people mm. should be paying my way. But, it, you know, it just goes to show what a guy. I think it was AI Dub, based in Ohio, who mm. had that. And I think it was them who also said, like, oh, Scott, we'll drive you around the, the background so people don't see you. And he goes, no, I'll go through the front. Why would I miss out on a pop? <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Uh and I like to think of rather than him passing, let's try and be like that the older I get, and how it was great that he got, you know, with the DDP's help and everything else like that to get that stage where he was getting himself cleaner because obviously he went through a hell of a, a thing. Like a lot of wrestlers during that period, um, Bret Hart put something very poignant, lovely little statement out there, but did point out the thing that everyone's looking at and going, God, it would have been nicer if a lot of these lads didn't have the crazy 300 plus day schedule. I think a lot of the people there, mm. if they didn't have that, I've since passed away, would probably still be with us if it wasn't yeah, yeah. quite as bad as it was. And it's hard to disagree. Yeah. Because what was it? They say, like, oh no, Jake Roberts showing up in 96 and WF. He like, looked ancient. I mean, all like likes of AJ Styles are older than him mm-hmm. mm. than he was there. And he looks fresh as a daisy still. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was the big news this week, wasn't it? Everything else doesn't feel as important, really. Well, no. there was another thing that happened a few days oh, okay. uh, after we did the podcast last week, which. Which is again more negative news. Uh, Big E on SmackDown. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, took a horrendous uh, overhead belly belly from Ridge Holland, landed on top of his head. Uh, the result was uh, it fractured a C1 and C6 neck vertebrae, stretched out of the arena. It, the real that he won't require surgery, which was amazing mm. considering. Which seems like hey, could be the best case scenario, all things considered. But then other people are looking, going, no, that's it might not be the case. Uh, Means to be seen how that's going to end up. So, mm. I mean, the good news is that, you know, he, he can move, he'll be able to, nothing's uh, affected his spines, his overall mobility, but whether or not he'll be able to wrestle again remains to be seen. So, oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. Well, there was a, there was some sort from, of like American football doctor or something that wow. was like, the right. previous cases would indicate that maybe he wouldn't be able to. Oh, God. Um, yeah. Which would be a tremendous shame, obviously. Yeah. But. Obviously, but this is wrestling where things like broken necks seem to be something that we just, you know. Yeah be able to recover from because wrestlers are a different breed. It's one of those... We'll have to see what happens with this. It's one of those weird ones where you can... It's at the same time, he was like really unlucky, but really lucky as well. Right. I mean, considering, you know, his shoulders are here. Well, yeah, yeah, like that, that I mean, must kind of help. But, yeah. Uh, and, he, uh, and it's Big E as well. I know you don't want to see it happen to anybody, but like, it's Big E. He's such a... He just seems like such a great guy as well. But he did say on social media that at times in his life, he's found it hard to like... Love himself, sort of thing, and that uh, he this has shown him like the big outpouring of support and everything. So that's one sort of you know slight positive. I right, guess. right. The yeah. updates means in the neck brace going. Hey, thanks for 
saying hi, mm. I'm fine, stop worrying. And and also it's worth noting that Rich Holland apparently went straight to the hospital after the yeah. show and like yeah. obviously felt it you'd feel terrible as well. But yeah. yeah. Just one of those horrible things. I guess it's kind of linked to what we said about the, the sort of schedule they had back in the day. Because you get the feeling now with Big E, he won't be rushed back and he won't be forced to right. to get back at it before he's ready to. They'll give him the time to get properly True. ready. And if he can do, he will do. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's a good thing to take away from it as yeah. well. Yeah. Good, good on the business for changing it. Eh? Yeah. yeah. There we go. Look Vince, at the positives. You awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's go back to Hayden Vince after this. So. Oh, this has been a sad start of the podcast. It has, yeah. I'm sorry, but. No, no. I mean, yeah. What can we. We've got to talk about it. Of course. Uh, more positive news. Charmel to be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame hey. by Booker T. That's right. Uh, by the husband, obviously, Booker T. Charmel joins The Undertaker and Vader as inductees in the 2022 class so far. All uh, the hosses keep going. All the hosses. <laughs> exactly. Rolling in. I forgot she began her career as a Nitro girl. Yeah. And then joined to be in a developmental deal for turning the company as Booker mm-hmm. T's manager, Queen Charmel. She's a it, good manager. It is Queen Charmel that's going, isn't it? Not, not the, the Prince Aya Care version, Paisley. <laughs> oh, God, she was that Paisley. Was my, that was my first oh. uh, introduction to her. That was her, Paisley. I'm pr- Richard, please verify. I've lived my life believing this to be true. No, I think um, be... Yeah, Super Bowl 2000, one of the yeah, first yeah. matches. I love that, that. That's your frame that's of reference. My, that's my, that uh, Scott Hall was in the main event of that show. Yeah. My first pay per view. Um, Thank God for that. Yes, my first introduction to her was... I, re- I never put those two together. Yeah. yeah. It's like Molly Holly being um, Miss oh, Madness. Yeah. yeah, Macho Man and... Uh, who was the... Th- the f- uh, Madusa and Gorgeous George. Yes. Oh, yeah. Not, not that one. Yeah. Not, not the 50s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nine, for some reason, he had a 1950s wrestler with him. <laughs> anyway. Imagine but, that in a bikini. <laughs> Just Gorgeous <laughs> George. <laughs> they did that under ref Pat Patterson <laughs> the same yeah, yeah, blonde hair bikinis uh, yeah. well uh, more wedding gowns wasn't it uh, they both were like mashed it? potato at the end huh? everyone says Ric Flair stole like Buddy Rogers thing did he not steal a bit of Gorgeous George no okay nah, in a way a lot like most heels stole from Gorgeous okay, George right, okay, so right. influential so Fair it's like enough. You know, say it's like say you stole fire from why, Caveman Ugg. Why does nobody's nana mention Gorgeous George, but they always mention Mc, E. McManus because he was on telly, I guess. Yeah. yeah Gorgeous George never came to Newcastle. So oh, James Park. Yeah. Exactly. My, my grand's sitting there with a rattler. <laughs> Go on, get him, big daddy. <laughs> your grand's your gran, your gran from Yorkshire. <laughs> <laughs> she was a farmer. Uh, no, they should bring that back, though. Wrestling on the pictures in James's Park. Yeah. But like, apparently they used to back in the day on a Saturday night. Imagine that. Yeah. But knowing the weather up here bloody hell <laughs> and the top rope whoa <laughs> imagine Neville and Carragher trying to wrap up and in the background some lads are setting up a ring <laughs> <laughs> ah uh, Joey Donella to leave AEW mm. uh, so the bad boy will not be only for much longer he said that he will not be re-signing with AEW uh, he revealed his AEW contract is due to expire April 30th at the time he would remain with the company beyond his contract but then Oh, yeah, so I forgot about that. He noted at the time a few months ago that he would remain with the company beyond his contract. Quote, he would look like an effing idiot right now if he didn't. <laughs> okay. I knew that would come back to bite him. I forgot mm. he tweeted that, but yeah. The 32-year-old's one of the AEW's first signings of 2019. Uh, he also revealed that Tony Khan, he says he likes him, but he hasn't had much contact with him. Yeah. Right, in the last few months, which I imagine is uh, the other... 101 other Dalmatians he signed, maybe a bit yeah. hard to keep up with all of them. Was there a similar thing with Margot Stun? I don't know if I, I don't want to. I think he brought Marcus Lund's name as well, but okay. I've heard from the what man was, himself. Someone, Should DM him. I read somewhere this week, someone learned of their release 
not through Tony Khan, but by other means or something in the news this I week? think about the Chavo thing? No, not the Chavo no. thing. It was after the but Chavo thing. that was another thing. thing. But yeah, it does seem that Tony oh. Khan brings in with a, a welcome, open hand. Open hand? Yeah. Slaps you, you across the face. <laughs> yeah, like, 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 like Regal introducing you. He's like, Andy, well, the toys, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Once he's played with you, in the box you go. Yeah. With Rex and Slinky. Both people don't go in the box, though. RC. That's right. Yeah. Um... <laughs> And then I'm Cowboy Janella. That's, okay. <laughs> that's my favorite. <laughs> that is, yeah, it's my favorite. Bit. It didn't really feel what talking about, but it's my favorite bit. Is it the shark? Well. Yeah. I'm Woody. Howdy, ho. <laughs> so good. <laughs> In other Disney-related news, I saw a thing of oh. girlfriend sent us it about uh, Scar from Lion King. Yeah. People saying, "What was he called before he was called Scar? Before he had the Scar?" No. Oh. Apparently, there was a series of novels about the Lion King uh, where novels. Scar was known as Taka. Oh. As in Taka Michinoku. <laughs> oh! Before he was known as Scar, before he had the Scar. And it turns out that someone translated Taka into Swahilian, or Swahili, whatever the right yeah. way to say that is. Um, and uh, Taka means garbage. Oh. So literally, their parents named their two lions <laughs> King and Garbage. No wonder Garbage was an arsehole. It's how Cody Rhodes' storylines went in AEW. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying he was Taka before he turned. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. William Regal revealed he was told he only had 24 hours to live in 2018, which yeah. I believe is where uh, Melter's report last week comes from uh, saying that Regal was in very bad health. And Regal went, no, I'm fine. Shut up. Yeah. But then he went, no, I'm quoting you. And he was right. a bit of a I, much ado about nothing, I think. I think Jericho's famously one of Melter's big sources, isn't he? So I think Jericho's done the interview. Allegedly. Allegedly. Like, he, he is, isn't he? <laughs> uh, he's done the interview and gone, Dave, you'll never guess what. <laughs> but it is, I put that on, like, because I forgot, well, to speak about it in the office yesterday and just some of the stuff people were posting in, I started sort of like turning off the notifications because I, like, I want to listen to this myself. And I forgot all about it until bedtime. So I heard the first 20 minutes and then fell asleep, but it was heart-wrenching. <laughs> mm. The sort of stuff that he was uh, speaking about, the, like the illness, obviously the illnesses and the 24-hour the thing. Yeah. I think it was 2018, he said, was the, the the sort of year where most things happened. He'd been wrestling with a broken neck since 93, he said. He didn't know about it, really. He just had this... His trap was... What was it? I shouldn't have fallen asleep with this podcast. His trap just had started twitching. What's the right word for that? Spasming, that's the right yeah, word. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he just had a, a, a sore neck and then he found out eventually years gone, uh, years later that he had a, he'd been wrestling with a broken neck for so long. He's been through the wars. He has, and he, I need, yeah. go, I need to listen to the rest of it. So apologies if you have done already. But I'm going to listen to it. But yeah. apparently if someone said uh, it was weird hearing Regal's normal accent. Yeah. He's still putting it on a bit. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's not full on Blackpool. Like, yeah. yeah, he's not. But he... Um, I've never been to Blackpool, you know. Anyway, have. have you? Yeah. It's all right. I went on a family holiday. I think you said this already. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he died on the Pepsi Max. Never again. That's where my fear of roller coasters comes from. Oh, oh, I thought you meant on the on the Pepsi Max. Oh, <laughs> that's one too many. <laughs> yeah. no, just the, the big dipper, the massive one, when yeah. you're 10 years old, is that was too much for me. Stayed off roller coasters until mm. Paris 2016. Till I was tricked mm. into going on that one at Disneyland. The one that goes when you're inside the building, it's all like rock and roll music and Aerosmith. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes upside uh. down and all sorts. I thought I'd pull my bicep, but hanging on, <laughs> hanging on too hard. You know, I feel when it just feels like it's twisted. Oh, it's horrible. No, but anyway, Regal probably does. Yeah. <laughs> but he was saying as well, there was a thing about the, like the the sack you have around your heart. His, right, right. Yeah. Have you got that written down properly? Yeah, yeah. It's um, the heart issues, which began '98. Again. Another man who had a lot of issues. Yeah. First from, uh, the rest of years later, I remember this. They had the WWE Tour of India. They would be out with action for a year between 03 and 04. 
uh, because of whatever he got in India that basically just messed him up for a long time when he... Um, oh, was it like a parasite or something? Yeah, if, if he, he got that and he got a bloody nose, no, uh, like on a regular basis, oh, right. something like that. He just kept on having that hand sepsis. Ooh, he was, Fraser he was gets a wreck. that. Yeah. Um, Wait, no, I should say Fraser gets nosebleeds a lot. It's, oh, not, okay, right, it's right. not the same as... Well, two weeks before Christmas. Reason being which we might... Uh, no, 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 I'm just this because it's very long. Yeah, I was given 1.25 hours to live. I had sepsis in my leg. They were going to cut my leg off. This was January 4th, 2019. So I was just done going home for Christmas. You know, I've been through a lot. Um, yeah, so 2018, not the heart uh, troubles, different times to keep returning. Uh, now, yeah, I got per... Uh, Pesodocytis? which is an inflammation of the sac around your heart, which it does. It scars that sac. Your heart can't beat that sac and lock down. Although it didn't look like I trained as hard as I did. I always do all the squats, always breathing and always taking bumps in wrestling. It kept that from getting solid. There's a skin around the heart. I went to India and I got really sick and I was off for a year. I came back a few months later after I got really sick. Uh, but he stresses during the podcast that we offered significant help to him when he was going through his health issues. Yeah, yeah it would have been late 90s, wasn't it? He kept bouncing God. back, man. Like, he, yeah. he's had so many times in his career where it's like, whoa. And then you think the, the King of the Ring, was that 2007? That was after that. Oh, uh, wait. And he looked fantastic. Like, I don't get yeah. it. Like, it, fair play to him. But it's nice hearing him on commentary this week, calling everybody Mr. <laughs> Mr. Ross. It was great. <laughs> but, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Danhausen. Yeah. Man and with the mask. You in the mask. <laughs> Prince, <laughs> Prince Hell, man with the mask. Who'd be that demon, fair? Yeah. What was it? Yeah. That demon waifu, I think. <laughs> oh, waif, sorry. Oh, waifu. Waifu. I can't imagine Regal <laughs> saying that. <laughs> I think he would if he knew if for a joke. He'd yeah. like play dumb and be like, what is a waifu? I think it'd be great. Oh, yeah. I've got waifu on my phone. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, that was, uh, I think it's enough bloody news for one Aye. week, uh, to say the Aye. least. So let's get on with the rest of the podcast. I hope you're doing all right. Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. Ah, now it's time for the Hall of Fame. But before the Hall of Fame, Matthew, oh. um, I'm going to do like a, like a wrestling... Like as if I've switched stables and I'm going to take off this and reveal what's on, uh, what's on my t-shirt. Oh, excuse me go. while I whip this out. Go on then. Oh! Oh, and then... <laughs> and then on the back... Is oh, my reaction. God. Oh, okay. Hang, Hang the tag! Where do you have from? Online. <laughs> the <internet. laughs> Thank you for, for clarifying. And it was many... I was hoping it would come like a week ago, but... Right, right. <laughs> it's still... Uh, I've still got to wear it now. Oh. I know. Absolutely buzzing. Are you going to wear that the football today? No. <laughs> It'll go see-through by the end. <clears throat> but um, oh. free Hank and all that solidarity. Yeah. Fraser said that if I unveil it, it'll only be a matter of time before someone comes and drags me out. No. No political statement. <laughs> like, just... <laughs> but, um, Ripple up a picture of Hank the Tank on Saturday Night Live and going, fight the real... <laughs> it's a Sinead O'Connor yeah, reference. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But yeah, no. That, well, well done. Very mm. nice. It's going to be good um, when he found out that, no, actually, we were wrong. Hank did commit those murders. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, some percentage of the proceeds went to, like, some sort of animal charity in California. Aww. So I think that was worth it, because I was, like, a bit steep, but at least half of it's going to, you know. Guy, he must be a wrestler getting his merch sorted out already. Imagine if it's him. <laughs> he's just got a locker carved into a tree with a door, <laughs> all his merch laid out. Like, but he's the Virgil of <laughs> the animal world. Sorry, T-shirt sales will be... Uh, bit later than usual um hibernating came early this year <laughs> anyway. he has his pot of honey his hank the tank branded pot of honey and he puts it onto people and then charges them five dollars for holding it <laughs> compare it to winnie the pooh <laughs> winnie the pooh has a pot of honey doesn't he he's always in, search. He's always in search of honey isn't he yeah. they'll look at him like you know like how not mortals look at adam pachiti going that's <laughs> all i want to be but winnie the pooh yeah is the adam pachiti of of bears of bears <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> That's what I've said. I think he's more like Rupert. Is you ever end? Rupert's tall and slender and a Tory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's absolutely a Tory. No, You're right. There's, a dis- there's been a discussion in our office multiple times about whether Rupert the Bear's a Tory or not. And every time I've gone, what about Paddington? And Jay Atkins has always gone, Paddington's a great lad. Yeah, that, so, okay. Paddington's not a Tory. No, okay, Rupert the Bear is 100% a Tory. It's called Rupert. No offense to anybody called Rupert. Rupert just asking questions to the bear. Uh, and now Panton. Panton's not. He's not, okay. Oh. Fun fact, the song Crack Addict by Limp Biscuit was yeah. written about Winnie the Pooh. It's <laughs> a fun fact for you. What's the Hall of Fame this week? Wait, wait, wait. Is that a real thing? I think, please, I wanted that to be true so much. <laughs> the Hall of Fame, in condescending order from last week. Uh, Dexter the dog who walks like human, 21%. Disgraceful, really. Free Dexter. <laughs> Ross's losing streak in the Hall of Fame segment on the Gullet Wrestling Podcast, cruelly 26%. Damn That's it. fair. Yeah. But the clear winner. The urgency of Jeff Hardy while saving his brother Matt on AW Dynamite, 53%. Ooh. That was you, Jack, wasn't it? Yes. Well Ooh. done, you. Thank you. It was funny watching it back. It was like. good, like... Then there was the behind my the scenes brother, version. My brother getting killed. Yeah, great. From being the elite. I just saw the clip though on Twitter of oh, him running funny? out. And well, he runs out for his real entrance. It's the real the real entrance. Oh, okay. And they're in gorilla with him and then he runs out. But then the Bucks kind of turn around and are like going like, Yeah. Like we don't take anything seriously. I'm like, give the moment some gravitas, young Bucks. <laughs> oh, they know what that means. I saw a cartoon that someone had drawn called like How to Tell the Young Bucks Apart. And it was like Matt, gorgeous face bulging shoulders and all this sort of stuff and then the other one was Nick <laughs> I was like oh <laughs> I know <laughs> I know I think Matt is Oof. the more handsome of the two I think they're handsome in different ways Matt Especially looks like a chipmunk to me got the face of a chipmunk Matt but yeah. he is the more handsome of the two yeah but he's got the face of a chipmunk I think he looks like Jim Carrey <laughs> I could, yeah super at that but I don't think I've them attractive because you know if you want a date they just talk about themselves the entire time <laughs> yeah. do you know they're millionaires Oh, is that true? Oh. Yeah, I'm looking at my phone. Yeah, yeah. You see me trainers. <laughs> I did like a bit on a recent Dynamite. I can't remember when, but they're arguing with Red Dragon. And the, and then one of them mentions having kids. And then Matt goes, yeah, I've got two of them. And then Nick goes, I've got three. <laughs> so it's really good. I don't know, Maybe it was on being the elite. Yeah. Speaking of elite, uh, sir, your crown. Um, this week's winner. You got to go first. My pick this week is another wrestling-based one. Ooh. Wow. It's uh, from Dynamite, and it's from last night's Dynamite, and it's and it's uh, Jr. correcting Excalibur for once. Mm. Oh, do you not understand it? No. So I've seen, I skimmed. You might have been it, you might have been caught up in all the excitement of the cage match because it was during that, and it's when Britt's trying to get the lockjaw in, and Thunder Rosa grabs her hand and starts slamming it into the thumbtacks on yeah. the mat, and Excalibur goes, Britt Baker slamming Thunder Rosa's as if she's trying to add to the submission, but instead it was Thunder Rosa trying to break it, but he gets it the wrong way around, and he goes, Britt Baker slamming Thunder Rosa's hand, and then JR does an Excalibur and goes, he doesn't go, hang on there, he just goes like, Thunder Rosa slamming the hand, and then Excalibur goes, yes, her hand was being slammed also, and I'm like, no Excalibur! <laughs> you know when you feel bad for someone because they're wrong, but they don't oh. realize it at all. People probably think that about all three of us on a weekly basis. Yeah. <laughs> but I was just like, because he said he cor- he corrected JR's correction with such oh. confidence and went like, yeah, the other hand was also being slammed, Jim. Well done. And I was like, nah, Jim was right. Wow. So that's my nice Hall of Fame pick. Do you remember the legendary moment? I think only I think it was a legendary moment when it was Lucha Underground, which no, you're a big yeah. fan of. Well, I seasons think, one yeah, and right. two. Richard Tubman's <laughs> yeah, face. Just Tubman, my, yeah, yeah, Tubman, my... Uh, Lucha uh, Underground's number one fan. So it's my strike of Vampiro. 
Is in where's my effing music, Vampiro? Oh, Ian, uh, Matt's friend Ian. That's right. For most of you, that's Vampiro, but that's my friend Ian. Oh, <laughs> there's not enough days in the week to strangle that man. Um, <laughs> Vampiro was putting over the technical abilities of someone. I forget who it was was wrestling, but he goes, ah, reminds me of the classic British wrestler, uh, and he goes, Johnny. Oh, I've forgotten the names. Well, uh, you actually have, or is no. this the bit? No, I've legitimately forgotten the names. Johnny Saint? The real name is Johnny Saint. What's happened now? Give me a second. I think I'll just okay. sh- <laughs> short-circuited. So, no, no. so you've made a Two mistake seconds. in trying to Two correct it. I know. I Certain that. irony in... Bartman. Leave me alone. I heard your commentary on the thing. I know. Hey, computer player Matthew messes up. Can you give us the gist? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just, give, just give us the gist. It's the entire point of the story, so I'm like, yeah. Chris, cut, Chris, skip this or cut this or leave it. No, you don't leave it in. Make me look like an idiot. It's fine. Oh, I mean, we will. Just but... make it up. Not everyone will believe it. All you. right, yeah, he goes, oh, shit, to the great British technical wrestler. It's not Johnny Ace. That's all I want to say in my head, Johnny Ace, but it's not that. Johnny Saint? Not Johnny Saint. Yeah. My That's what he goes, means. You mean Johnny Saint. Right. And my family goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Johnny Ace. Or whoever he said. Yeah. yeah, right. And it's the, he was Dynamite Kids replacement. Oh. Johnny it, Bravo. Johnny Bravo, yes. <laughs> and he goes, yes, I am right. My strikes got nothing for him. God, that was supposed to be a little tidbit. Add to your lovely story, and it's going to suck the wind <laughs> out of everything. I do apologize. I think it was a tactical maneuver to <sighs> dampen, to sandbag my pick. Anyway, Matthew. Yeah, hey, if that works. Who's next? Matthew came second. Matthew. Luckily, I haven't forgot my pick yet. I was tickled pink this morning, get ready to watch AW, as a, a Slack here at Cultaholic was all lit up like Christmas, saying, oh, it's up, lads, it's up, lads. And I went, oh, this could be anything. This could be a new, you know, DFS sofa sale or anything like that. Instead, it was a link to the wonderful little Cultaholic Battle Royale. Played in 2K22. I thought, this is nice. They've done the Royal Rumble here, and the Bloods are creator wrestlers here. I'm not sure who they're made by. Were they made by Andrew Andrew Dingle. Andrew Dingle made them all. Very well. That that explains why I got them all size and uh, uh, color accurate, uh, because I was the smallest man in the match. Um, And I'm like, okay, this will be a bit fun, a bit of a laugh. And then what I hear, the dulcet tones of Tom Campbell and Ross. And my God, for someone who's very self-deprecating about his commentary, Starlings Ross, you were in fuego, as Excalibur would say, as Jim Ross would say, what does that mean? And go, on fire. You were magnificent. Thank you, you very Tom. much, Matthew. It was that entire thing. I was tickled pink, listening to that. You was going, wow, Tom Campbell's been here an hour and five minutes after <laughs> three minutes of gameplay. Uh, seeing all the... Not to give too many spoilers away, but yes, uh, Peter Beardsley's cousin does show up. Lewis the Dragon <laughs> nephew. himself. Nephew, yeah. Nephew, nephew. Yeah. sorry, beg your pardon. <laughs> Yeah, um, it was the dragon. Yeah, Richard's Rossi character Drip, Drip. really accurate. Richard, they all look like them. Yeah. It's like so good. Yeah. Um, he's a porter kicking ass. Me and my long hair in a um, t- 2001 Ric Flair Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> the turning point for me was when Puppet Jack hit the ring. Puppet Jack was great. Was like, he's oh, taller than me. <laughs> Massive head. So yeah. Matthew doing what he's always wanted to do and beat up Puppet. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> so a genuine smile on my face with all the people there, cast of characters. And not, Pachiti no, and, not uh, too many spoilers, but yeah, the three yeah. the three faces of Pachiti as well. Yeah. yeah. It was incredible, the stories that played out. Oh, aye. Because everyone yeah. thinks, oh, we've played that ourselves. But no, I'm sure Adam just set it away and just let it sim. And the, the final four, he couldn't write I it. I know. The, per- the, peop- the, 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 the water-based creature that turned on its owner. 
immediately. <laughs> immediately. He hits yes. the ring and he just immediately goes for him. Yeah. So many subplots. Yeah. And it was made <laughs> wonderful by the commentary stylings of YouTube. The best commentary since Vampiro and Matt Stryker. <laughs> and another British guy that I can't remember the name of. Yeah. So Magnificent, the Cultaholic, uh, what can we call it? The Battle 2K22 Battle Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble? Just Royal Rumble, yeah. It was, a 20, like, 20, it was only a 20 man, but it was a Royal Rumble. Yeah, it still yeah. counts, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good pick. Yeah. It is a good pick. Better than 2022's actual Royal Rumble. <laughs> uh, yeah, say. yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, say that defiantly. But it did share... Oh, no, that's a spoiler. Sorry, carry on. No, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'd give that a watch. But I don't think I'll plug everything on the show uh, that we'll be put out on the channel because we haven't any space for the other wrestling but that is something I'd recommend to you mm. now you are going to give your Hall of Fame pick and I'm certainly going to find out the name of this one bastard wrestler <laughs> and no one's going to notice go on Ross I have a thing to pull up via Richard Tubman's finger excuse me a little burp came out there during Raw this week, we saw Kevin Owens take on Seth Rollins during the main event, and just before the main event was taking place, for some reason, they made a proper pay-per-view-esque video package which detailed what happened last week with the tag team match, but then continued through, with all the bells and whistles somehow included, uh, to what we saw at the start of Raw, yeah. and in the yep. middle of Raw. And this it is took about a quarter of an hour yeah. for the match to begin. And when you're Kevin Owens, and you're wrestling a big main event match like this on Monday Night Raw, don't care what you say about Raw, it's still the main event of Monday Night Raw, against Seth Rollins, you're pressed for time because it's live TV, pal, and all that sort of malarkey. The last thing you want to see is a pointless recap because we all have brains, WWE, and we all have memories. So let's play what Kevin Owens thought of this pointless, horrible promo package. Why? Why are they showing this? It just happened. Kevin Owens, the voice of the voiceless. Kevin Owens, a guy who was just handed millions of dollars by Vince McMahon to wrestle for his company, just having a go at the production of that show he yeah. appears on. I love the Kavorka, and I love the speaking up for people like us who sit here go, why do they do so many recaps? That's also my reaction to watching Teletubbies as a small child. <laughs> why? Because they, they literally show entire bits. They go again again. Oh, God, I... It's been a that while. That was a gimmick. It's been, it's yeah. been a while. <laughs> you want padded out recaps, you will love the Teletubbies. I think I've tried to get Dipsy in the Hall of Fame before, but I don't think it worked. I think people have gone, that's great. Oh, wait, yeah. You should, you should have done it and then done it next week again. I Dipsy. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dipsy was the best one because he was a rebel. I couldn't stand Poe. You know like Poe? Little, little creep. Well, she had a scooter. Aye. That was the best toy. Yeah. Dipsy All the gimmicks. Had, Dipsy had a hat. Tingy Wingy had a handbag. Lala that's had a big right. ball. Yeah. Ah, And Poe right. had a scooter. What is there? What was the Hoover called? The Nunu. 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 Because Nunu. That's because it's Jen's favorite character. I remember that from Teletubbies. She wanted to be the Nunu. Nunu. Yeah. <laughs> no, ask her. Like, her favorite one's the Nunu. Someone asked her, are you going to be drinking with the lads after 7 p.m.? Nunu. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, it was her birthday recently. Happy birthday, Happy birthday, Jen. Oh, really? On all the weeks I could have said that. Oh, happy birthday, Jen. It might have been last week, actually. No, she was time in, of recording. She was in the Rumble as well, just in case people oh, want to check that out. Yeah. I was just amazed at Andy's body. Somehow he nailed his own body. Just did the the, make, the, the, the construction of his own physique. It was inc incredible. He gave himself a gimmick, which was good to see. It was cowboy him. Because he's, he's dressed in, as, yeah. That's why he's in predictions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He thinks mm. he's Hangman Page, but he's not. He's just not. I think he suits it. Okay. All right, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the younger himself. Uh, yeah. Well, those are some three great picks. Mm. Jack's pick. 
It was uh, Excal- uh, JR correcting Excalibur for once. Oh, I'd love to see it, don't you? Mm. Like that great moment on Lucha Underground. One of the people says, look at that great British technician styles. Uh, l- like the great British technician wrestler, Johnny Smith. Who can forget that name? <laughs> and my stomach goes, you idiot, you mean Johnny Saint? He goes, no, I don't. <laughs> Of all Japan, shut up. And Striker's like, okay. Is he still affiliated with NXT UK? Oh. Who, Vampiro? I oh, imagine. Oh, Johnny Saint. I've, who, uh, what NXT UK? It's this thing, right? right? It happens here, but it doesn't really have people from here. Uh-huh. But it does have people from here. Yeah. And it also happens somewhere here. Yeah. And it's wrestling. Uh-huh. But it's wrestling uh-huh. that just happens. Yeah. And it's not really any rhyme or reason for it. Yeah. It's just happening. Yeah. It's just it, there. It, it, yeah. it did its job. It, it killed the Indies. It killed World of Sport. <laughs> and WCPW RIP. And five star RIP. Not five star. <laughs> they would have all been alive and kicking if it hadn't been for NXT UK. The spirit of just, five star lives on. I need to point out Jack didn't mean that. <laughs> hmm? That was irony for me, wasn't it? Yes. It killed WCPW. Thank no, God no, for yeah, that. don't worry. Oh, just because I could see people already going there. No, but seriously. Clipping that, put it on social media. Uh, That's what they believe. No, they're too busy clipping the bit where you put over Andy's fantastic body. <laughs> He's got some very gangly legs, hasn't he? He knows how to use them. Tell you what, so, oh Andrew's God. got a six pie. What yeah. the hell? I remember seeing him with his shirt off in a, the chops. Punishment. Andrew. Oh, Andrew. Oh, Andrew. Yeah, oh. Yeah, yeah. Andrew Smith from Old Japan. <laughs> and um, I was like, God damn, what a man. Yeah, that's all. That's my whole. Sorry, it was just Ross was talking about yeah. Andrew's body. And it's I a great trope, isn't it? Like the nerd, unsuspecting nerd. It's like, ha, ah, let's see you wimp. But it's like, you're a slight fella. Have you? Have you got abs? Uh, I used to. Oh, okay. They've gone now. Oh, yeah, man. I discovered in... that Oreo, um, they don't have uh, dairy in them. Uh, never so. in my life have I ever had visible abs. Isn't that no. so? Well, maybe when I was like a tiny child, just because you've got nothing on you, like no fat, but nah, never in my, in my uh, living memory. No, no. When I was like 13 or 14, there was two or three or four there. No. I'm not even joking. I used to be very athletic. What did it feel like, or did you just take yeah. it for granted? Well, you just took it for granted I by then, so. didn't you? Yeah. I don't know, I've never... I used to go swimming club. I used to play football. I used to play yeah. cricket. You're doing go, it today. Oh, you playing football today. Yeah, I'll, I'll be there yeah. walking around. <laughs> <laughs> tweaked both my calves and they're still not gone back to normal. They still feel weird. Ooh. So I'm going to fall on pull them tonight. I know I am. Oh. Terrified. Anyway, Hall of Fame, yeah, Kevin Owens, Voice yeah, of the yeah. Voice. They, they said all glory is fleeting. They meant uh, lads were skinny when they're young and then they hit, you know, the wrong side of 20. Ah, I don't know. That's what they mean. Wrong side of 16 for me. <laughs> Start drinking, never no way back. Uh, oh, yeah. That's the thing, right? Alcohol. Yeah. Uh, Trying to be cool with your friends. Look yeah. at this. Oh, 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 oh. Not big and it's not clever. <laughs> hey, Scrum- that'd be a lesson for you. Scrum- if you're 16, ignore your friends, go to the gym. That's what I wish I did. Yeah. Scrumpy jacked. But not scrumpy jacked. But think of the good times you've had as well. It's, it's, oh, I've had a fantastic time. Exactly, exactly. But I'd rather have abs. Yeah. I'd rather be healthier. But, you, but there's time, but there's time to do that. You can do that now. And you've lived... That's what I often think. I'm like, God, I drank a bit when I was younger. But then I thought, oh, great, great times. <laughs> Me and you doing ODB in the in Rise. That's not uh, a drug, that, <laughs> doing the song. <laughs> yeah, doing TNA 08 references, that's right. <laughs> anyway, to wrap this thing up in a nice little package, to recap, it is... JR correcting Excalibur. It's not yes. very often. Kevin Owens. Voice of the Voiceless. Voice of the role. Voiceless. And the Coleholic 20, oh, 20, 2K22, there we go, Royal Rumble, yes. easy for me to say. Those are three great picks. Which one's the best one? We don't know, but you can decide for us by going to patreon.com forward slash Coleholic. That says, this week in the wrestling, it's this bloody 
This week in wrestling. Happy St. Patrick's Day at the time of recording, by oh, the way, everybody. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Shall we do our best insensitive accents? No. What? Like, we Come usually on! don't. Are <laughs> <laughs> either of you... Everyone's a bit Irish. I'm one-eighth, for example. Ross? Probably. Matthew? No. Not that I know of. No. My, my ancestry goes back to Scotland. Ah. Uh, okay. Sorry to disappoint. That's all right. I can't change that. If it makes you happy, I can Richard? say yes. Not that I'm aware of. I thought everyone the, the was... Polish everyone. Over there. I thought everyone was a bit Irish. No, I mean, Probably. obviously not everyone, but... I need to do one of those spittle tests. I want to do one of them as well. No, I thought they did the thing was like... If he, the Thin Lizzy bit where he goes... Hey, love, you got any Irish in you? No, no, no. Do you want some? No, well, a, dr- was it. a drunk Scottish man said that to me once, like two years ago. I was m- mortally offended. Mortally offended? I, because he was like, where are you from? I was like, Newcastle. He asked me for directions. He was off his face and he was like, you got any Scottish in you? And I was like, oh, I a little bit of thing. And he was like, do you want some in? And I was like, Ugh. Oh, <laughs> it's because it's an ancient line. I know it is, expect- but if you're I hearing that for the first know, time, it's going to be bad. Well, like, I had like... heard it before, but it was like when The Rock gets people with, it doesn't matter. I was uh, like, oh, damn it. That's the Scottish version of to me to you. <laughs> anyway. You should have said yeah and bent over. Did you see what he did? Is that right, oh, I wasn't saying that chance. <laughs> I'll never forget that. It was, on, uh, it was on the bank down Hanover Mill in Newcastle, oh, yeah. the cobbled street. God. Anyway. <laughs> this week and we're married now. <laughs> Smackdown. Brock Lesnar opens the show. We usually do Smackdown. Oh, yeah, we do. Do we usually do Smackdown? No, I wasn't sure if we do A, do we? You know what it is? Because I I watch AW Rampage first, then Smackdown. So, you know what? Sorry. Brock Lesnar opens the show angry after the beating he suffered at MSG. Yes, we are still talking about that. He says he doesn't care about WrestleMania contracts or titles. He just wants Roman's blood. Paul Heyman arrives and says that Roman isn't here tonight for Brock's own protection. Lesnar chases Heyman through Gorilla. And destroys a few crew members, but Heyman <laughs> makes it to a car and escapes. That was brilliant. <laughs> like the Crash Bandicoot level. Yeah. Heyman running towards the camera. Those poor, those poor extras. I thought it was yeah. a fantastic opening segment to SmackDown. Yep. Lesnar's promo not being scripted was for the best because mm. his rambling it, it, it conveyed his desperation at the situation. And then Kel Surprise, I was thinking to myself, he's still really quick at running. Mm. He was rapid. Considering he's 63, he's not 63, is he? he's 42 or something. How old still. Lesnar? He's an old man, carrying lots of beef. Yeah. Must be like running around with a cow on your back the entire right. time. Got it, those NFL Europe legs. Yeah. It's why he's such a freak athlete, isn't it? Because he's big and 44. mobile. 44. Mm. 44. 45 in July. Oh, dear. I wonder how fast he can do the 100 metres. I reckon he could do a solid 10.7. Ooh, that's very quick. 44, you're all doing it in... Around 10 is very impressive. That's yeah, I think you've got Lesnar, though. You'll see yeah. him. No warm-up, I assume, mm. maybe. Chasing after Paul. You do it like Billy Gunn. <laughs> beating the rock wearing dress shoes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, love story. Uh, yeah. Is Billy Gunn a good sprinter? That's a story I think Brucey P sell a lot of the time. Okay. How, like, how, you know, commentary of JR would be like, no, excited, but you're wrong. And they'd also say, oh, Billy Gunn, he's the best pure athlete in all of WWE. Right. And the example they give is that him and the rock had a a run one time on the track and field. And apparently, yeah, Billy Gunn not only beat him, but he beat him not wearing trainers. Billy Gunn. Wearing the incorrect Billy Gunn shoes. Doesn't look, it looks like once he gets up there, he's quick, but it looks like it takes him several minutes. Right, right, right. <laughs> and if you ask him to turn a corner, no. Anyway. It's like, almost Eddie Stobart types. It takes him a bit Eddie's, to get going. You'd assume the big ass would wear you down. Yeah. That's where you get to power you never from. See a, you never see an Olympic runner with a big ass, do you? Ah, look. Mm, I reckon Johan Blake's got. Got a dump truck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear yeah, man. good SmackDown over. 
Backstage, Seamus and Rich Holland laugh about destroying Biggie's ATV and who's there? Oh, God, yeah. The new associate. No, well, a- first, but before we get to the bad bit, their rationale for saying it improved the ATV because it made it lighter, I was all on board. That's some yeah. good stuff there, pals. Mm. Isn't it? It was good healing. Good, good, that. Big poo house ring. No, there's the, the good bit out of the way. Yeah. Because it all goes downhill from here. There we go. No one was talking about that, so maybe it was uh, good to bring that up. <laughs> Their hot young talent. He's may, he may has a name already, but we're going to call him by his nickname Butch. <laughs> and here, what appears to be a 12 year old Pete Dunne <laughs> is now on WWE's main. Uh, whatever, he's got a hat. Come uh, on, Jack. I think Pete Dunne's. Like a tremendously talented wrestler, right? Class. Coming in. So many good matches. Yep. So many good memories. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of my. <laughs> but I imagine a fair few in the British indie scene raised a little smile after this happened. Well, maybe they had a cape, for example. Not just him. All right. Not just Shane oh, just, Helms, just size but yeah. <laughs> but oh yeah, wait, did you mean Justin Sizem? Yes, I did. I thought you meant Mad Kurt. Any of them? Because oh, oh, they both got capes, right? Now. But uh, I, it just—it's ironic, isn't it? After he was like the defender of NXT and everything, and now look, look what's happened. But you know this. It's only a name, lads. It's only a name. And we knew this was going to happen. I hate when people do this It's so fun. <laughs> it's only a name, I feel like whenever, so. whenever a wrestler gets renamed and fans kick off, wrestlers, Road Dog's bad for it, I think. Conrad Thompson's the one I keep is he? seeing. Keep he on keeps, telling us off. He keeps going like, what would you call it then? <laughs> Anything but Butch. Anything, Conrad. Literally, Anything but Butch. Literally, Conrad Thompson would be a better name than Butch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, they should have named him. Tom Conradson. Give him a, <laughs> a skateboard. Oh, home insurance salesperson. <laughs> it, give him a skateboard and a cool backwards hat and call him Conrad. Mm-hmm. Eh? Oh. That would have been better than this, bollocks. That's just Mark Andrews. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah. They made it, obviously, he stood next to Seamus and Ridge, which isn't helpful because they're absolutely massive. Yeah. yeah. But the way they had him in his little dungarees and his little PEY <laughs> vest with his hair tucked up into his hat, which made his head... What's that uh, Looney Tunes character called with the big, the mob fella? Oh, I know what you mean. But Made him look like him, yeah, but yeah. from mm. Peaky Blinders instead. It was, it didn't need to happen because the trio of Seamus, Ridge, and Pete Dunne is a trio that works. I don't care what people say. Pete being the second to Ridge after Ridge was the second to Pete in NXT, I can live with that mm. because it's the main roster and Vince McMahon needs it to be massive. That's what we've learned over history, so it's fine. But Pete coming in then doing some stuff with Sheamus and Ridge leading the charge, I was all for that. But the, what they did with the name and the look, it didn't need to happen. And it's all people are talking about when they should be saying, oh, it's quite a good gimmick, this, for these three lads. I thought, anyway. It's just the yeah, name, that that's, side it's the name, the name that's ruined everything. And mm. the story as well, because Ridge didn't know Sheamus, did he? That Ridge. was a funny thing because they went, uh, like, oh, my, my long time mate, yeah. long time time. Like, you've never met each other. Oh, Ridge would watch yeah. Seamus in the pub. Oh, I love Seamus, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wait to be Seamus. Oh, switch the darts off, the wrestling's on. <laughs> and now all of a sudden they've been friends for years, and the new butch. <laughs> uh, it's weird, isn't it, seeing the subtle difference between Peaky Blinders inspired gear, which was British Strong style. And then mm. WWE version of Peaky Blinders, which is very slightly different, but the looks awful dodger. But looks a lot stupider. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. Please, sir, can I have a surname? Because do, do you think that that works? The trio is the, the, the yeah on paper. Expecting nothing. Pretending that role, you know, 
the UK and Ireland are just, you know, t- t- 10 people who live here, I guess. Uh, yeah. We all know each other. But yeah, yeah, no, that's like, you know, I can get behind it in theory. That's it's absolutely fine. It's just a fine. stupid name. It is. For people going, it's not that big of a deal. Obviously, maybe years later, oh, yeah, Butch, whatever. It's just the WWE-isms that are funny. And yeah, I guess if you watch WWE enough, you just ignore them. You lose your name. You get your gimmick changed up. It's all right. It's funny to us, especially from someone who was championing. No, no, no. Uh, don't be silly. NXT UK is a good thing. He's getting exactly what he deserves. Ooh. All the money. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I've been really... He knows. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. fair. Yeah. But you know what? I, it didn't really affect his uh, in-ring work. Just obviously, they won the match. You can't imagine. And I know we've had Dolph Ziggler as World Heavyweight Champion, but that belt wasn't what it was previously, in my opinion, when Dolph won it. You can't imagine mm-hmm. Butch... Being world champion, can you? But and new WWE heavyweight champion of the world, Butch. <laughs> Come on, I could only imagine that if his surname was Dingle, <laughs> yeah. the full-on army gear like he used to. I've googled a few Press famous F. butchers to see who he could possibly be based off. Okay, and one I found was Butch Patrick, who was the little fella. The, the child in uh, the monsters back in the day, which obviously is Vince McMahon's time of reference. Oh, I thought it was a little rascal thing. Uh, Google Butch Patrick Richard. Just a, who's, for the YouTube viewers can get a picture of what Butch Patrick looks what like. What was um? Did Goofy have a big, big scary mate or villain who looked a bit like him but big? Was he called Butch? There you go. Tom oh, I know you mean. Um, no, is he not called Butch? Am I uh, thinking of the dog in Tom and Jerry? Maybe. Oh no, because uh, he's his neighbour in Goof Troop. But he's like the villain and yeah, um, yeah, everything yeah. else. Yeah. Um... There you go. There's Butch Patrick yeah, for, for people yeah, who want to see what he looked yeah, like back in the day. But here's Butch and the Little Rascals. Could potentially we'll get. Well, God, mm. got the braces and everything. Yeah. Butch from the Little Rascals. Look for is a picture Max? of him dressed exactly like Pete Dunne was on <laughs> on Friday. The little there rascal. he is. Yeah. We'll know if there's some sort of feud in the future between Austin Theory and and, and Butch. <laughs> if Vince is like Butch, a little rascal. Seen that? Well, you're like, oh, it's gone. There. That's Butch from the Little Rascals. I was the original. I feel like. Butch from the Little Rascals. Mm. Actually, if he gets a stable, I mean, he's like Grandpa Munster. So just Grandpa to his friends. <laughs> oh, because no sense. Yeah, this is dying of death. Let me move on. So, yeah, that was that. Less we're going to laugh at that. Ha ha ha. Silly gimmick. But also, as you said, it's on paper. It's like, all right, it's been worse gimmicks. And obviously, you need to. Seamus needs a new, you know, fit young thing now that Cesaro's gone. He's going to take that place, so I'll keep him uh, warm for a bit. And then obviously some bad stuff happened. Biggie, yeah. They won, the bad guys won, because Butch did a distraction. Yeah. But then the crucial bit of character play was that Butch carried on beating up Kofi afterwards, like Brian from Tekken, and then they had to drag him off. Oh. Gaming reference there for ye. I I was going to go with... Because obviously Fraser loves it. Uh, Scrappy do because obviously he's the smaller oh, one. Oh no, that's Shane McMahon. You can't do that. Oh sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Shane or who? I don't you're talking about. Uh, Drew McIntyre set to team up with the Viking Raiders against Happy Corbin, Madcap Moss, and Jinder Mahal, but the Vikings get beaten down backstage. Oh no, they kind of catch a break, can they? No, not no. allowed to pin the pin and Uso on TV. All the stuff that happened with that feud. Then flew to Saudi down. Arabia. Yeah. yeah. For nothing. Beaten down by Madcap Moss and his brand new cackle. Yeah. Brand new cackle, any? <laughs> Can't do the impersonation. Do you think if Moss joined the British group, Seamus Ridge and Butch, that I'd call him uh, Mad Cow Moss. 
Why would they do that, Matthew? Because that was a popular thing back in the 90s. Popular <laughs> popular rich people do. There we go. Spice Girls, Jim Maggie Wind Thatcher, and Mad Cow Disease. Jim Wynn diseases were fun. Not like these days. Yeah, you can make a, you make a joke about mad cow disease. Because, like, who named that? So, take that seriously. Uh, you put your foot in your mouth, disease there. Nice. God, that was a horrible time living in Northumberland. Swine flu. Oh, no. No, no, no. I was, not not I was just the piles and piles of cows everywhere right. getting burnt. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, terrifying. Horrible. I remember, um, I think it was Vic Reeves or Bob Mortimer when the, when bird flu was going around. And one of them made just the most predictable joke, but it was like, well, we'll be all right, won't we? We're both blokes. We, yeah, I, I, I got know, a, I got, I know, it's so bad. They did it? that? Yeah. I got a letter through my letterbox two weeks ago about Ironically, not like, yeah. No, no, like. The area where my flat like, is, is yeah, yeah. a bird flu. I did see that, yeah, oh, um, I got my, my uh, flatmate got that as well. But the said, all it said on the letter was, if you do keep birds or whatever, yeah, yeah. yeah just be Been careful them. or something. Oh, oh wow. They didn't mention the threat to humans. I started reading, I was like, oh God, I'm going to die of a second thing. Good, good disease chat there. Yeah, yeah there we go. What's your, favorite disease? Disease? <laughs> What's your favourite disease? <laughs> Let us know in the comments down below. Jesus. Bring back bubonic, that's what I say. Next mm. week in the Hall of Fame, you know, Ebola is up there. Drew's ambush. Oh, on the reactions video for Revolution, oh, yeah. I had a horrible slip of the tongue. I called Bola, as in your Battle of Los Angeles. Oh, oh Ebola. Ebola. That's when it's online. I was just. That's what Regal <laughs> called it. <'cause> <laughs> Ebola. <laughs> Thank you. Drew is ambushed on the ramp, invites all the bad guys off, and points his big, long, dirty, girthy sword at the WrestleMania sign. Corbin looks worried. Yeah. 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 Michael Cole called the Michinoku driver correctly, because he never normally does that. Oh, he, he called the move, the yeah. move. He, ne he normally calls it a blue thunder bomb. A blue thunder bomb, yeah. Either way around, Bloody yeah. Hell. So that, 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 that's a good thing. Well blue thunder bomb's more swingy, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, you know why? Because he just saw Lion King. Mm. I knew that's his finisher. Yeah. Ronda Rousey arrives and said that Charlotte Fair is stupid for calling her a one-trick pony because she's been perfecting the ankle lock thanks to her first mentor in WWE, Kurt Angle. Because all WWE wrestlers should be referencing other <laughs> much more successful, greater superstars. Look at you, Dominic. Charlotte interrupts and says she won't be submitting at WrestleMania, but Ronda points out that she already tapped last week. <laughs> Ronda wants to fight, but Charlotte sods off. I feel like there's been a lot recently, maybe on both WWE and AEW, now maybe more on WWE, of, of heels. The, the, it's an old trope, but it's happened a lot recently, the whole, like, I want to fight right now, and then they're like, no. Right, every week, it seems it like. Does. It does, just the past sort of few months, but yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm a fan of Ronda Rousey's wrestling inside the wrestling mm. ring. I like her cows and her donkey at her farm, right? They're good. But this promo, she looked like she couldn't be asked. She sounded like she couldn't be asked, and it was clear that she was memorizing it word for word to me. And I didn't like that. I didn't like that one bit. Oh, was it Ronda had that thing where she's struggled with speech or talking or whatever? And I know, but, she had that well, seen, but she's also said in interviews that she's also struggled being out in front of a live crowd because some people are going, "Boo, you suck!" Yeah, but we've also person. seen her be very good in front of a live crowd with a microphone. So I'm comparing yeah. it to that. I know about all the issues and that. Yeah. I just thought that she sounded like she couldn't be asked. Mm. I'm basically covering your ass because I I, I've, I've got people going, how dare you say Ronda said the wrong thing? Like on the SmackDown a few weeks ago when you pointed out that she says, I'm going to be, I'll be the first person in two quintenten, in half a quintennial. <laughs> I don't have to Google what that word meant. It meant four years. Four years, yeah. I had no idea what she should say. I'll be the first person in two years. Yeah. That was on your botch mania as well. It was. Thank you very much. That's I missed right. it, but you guys helped me out. <laughs> 
you'll be paid absolutely nothing for that. <laughs> Charlotte interrupts. I've said that bit. Uh, Nagamura and Rick Boogs. The Tundra! Make, make their presence known in the tag team division by driving their lovely Toyota down to the beach to do some surfing. <laughs> what we learned this week is that Rick Boogs um, don't have a cow, man. Cowabonga and all that good stuff because he thought the surfing was really, really easy. And he made sure to say that at least five times during the segment. Are you just trying to say cow every segment? <laughs> <laughs> Nakamura really is a surfer, isn't he? Yeah. Right. Nice. That was that thing. I think Sean Ross Sat made a thing on Twitter where people go like, oh, Nakamura's not being used very well, is he? Uh, he must just be there for the paycheck and to go surfing. And he's turning into a thing. And Nakamura's like, yeah. Yeah. Aye. But then he started getting pushed and won the Intercontinental Championship again. So that's when Sean Ross Sat would come in going, oh, he's just there for the surfing, is he? <laughs> 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 you're wrong you have the surfing the paycheck and the Toyota <laughs> so you look stupid uh, yep this was a bit that happened audio listeners I, hope, hope you enjoyed the advert at the start of this podcast oh god <laughs> no me and Ross did a little advert the other day oh I see not as long as this Toyota segment though. this one was perfect. is it for really... Toyota no it was for uh, Iron Brew Iron Brew oh, right. delicious by the way oh no I love Iron Brew oh, I... what do you think it tastes like I mean uh, good as well I think it tastes like bubble gum Oh, well, Ross, so what do you think it tastes like? That was my line. What was the other one? Tutti Frutti. Tutti fr- I think it tastes like Tutti Frutti. I think it's bubblegum. But one thing we can both agree on. It tastes, it tastes phenomenal. phenomenal. <laughs> That's the advert at the start. That's the advert, is it? That's amazing. <laughs> just for audio listeners, though, we wouldn't have seen that at the start of this video. So we've done oh, it again. Oh, the video people going, that is bollocks, this. Well, we've just done it even better than we did it for the <laughs> other one. Yes. Um, aye. Uh, I, I imagine this is built into a WrestleMania entrance of epic proportions. <laughs> As well, the, brew. the Toyota Tundra oh. makes its way down the, the long ramp at WrestleMania. I can't wait. Oh, they're going to end up in a Toyota. Be... <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, because at WrestleMania, <laughs> at WrestleMania, uh, Butch will show up and go, can I shine your windows, Governor? <laughs> yes, he will. Oof. Yes, he Sorry. will. <laughs> Sorry, can't all be winners. And I can see the person go to the comments. He knows Sue drives a Honda. I he didn't. Knows. I didn't know that. Oh I didn't know what car it was. I just knew it was a people carrier. That's a Honda. It's a Honda, okay. Oh, I don't tell people oh, carrier. Like, as opposed my, to what? Rate, rate my takeaway is fuming because uh, I think it was Hyundai have uh, it's, it's failed its MOT and they've not. It's, it's, I think he's full of crap, me. Yeah, me too. I think he's just trying to find a, a, a deal because he's, he's had that for three years and typically a finance term is three years. Yeah. Mm. So I think he's just come up and he's looking for a deal. What, he, he's mad at what? Hyundai for failing his MOT? I skipped the... He does go, oh, they've, they've done me over, guys. That's not on them. That's not a bit of me, that. That's not a bit of me. That's him. Wait. Next video, he's like, (laughs) next video, he's driving off to the takeaway and he's like, I'm in my mum's car. I'm in this little blue mini. I look like a fat Mr. Bean, he said. (laughs) Wait, whose insurance is he driving on if you drive his mum's car? I might have shared the insurance. You can do that. My man was in there. Oh, be as leaving to his defence straight away. Oh, like, sh- I know he's in his late thirties. When you're first starting out, get if you're if you're first starting out driving everybody. Boy racer. Get your mum as a named driver on your insurance, and your premium will come down. Yes. All right, but then she'll need to ring up if he does have an issue. Yeah. Because yeah. if they, he rings and he's like, I am the named driver, I don't care. William get your mum on the phone. Because you can save a bunch of fivers for Bonza car insurance deal. Because Sheila's real. Oh, I hate that like I'll forget like names and dates and things I need to know with that exact time like famous British technical wrestlers in Japan but advert jingles will never oh, leave my head yeah. washing machines do not work better with Calgon though that's one thing I've found out recently Ooh. they don't work better Calgon is a myth oh. Calgon is a myth are you, are you saying Calgon Calgon why are you mentioning cows every second <laughs> Calgon <laughs> 
Move on, Matthew. Oh. Oh, don't milk it. <laughs> oh, God. Sasha Banks and Naomi take on Natalia and Shayna Baszler. Carmella and Queen Zelina try to interfere, but Sasha and Naomi still win. Mm. God, Carmella and Queen Zelina looking mint on the build-up here at the WrestleMania. I'm not as enthused for this match as some others on the card, even ones featuring stuntmen or YouTube personalities. <laughs> or the Baron Corbin Drew McIntyre one as well, really. Yeah. We've got to fill two nights worth of matches. Yeah, 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 yeah. They've got to try and fill the bloody stadium. Yeah. That's the worrying thing. Stone Cold's coming, yet. though. Mm. Yeah, they like Santa Claus. Um, uh, Natty was an impressive Michinoku driver during this matchup. Mm. I was in contention for my move of the week, but didn't quite Ooh. win it. It did have some extra stank on it, though. Confused by the finisher. Uh, sorry, the finish with Carmella getting on the apron to help the baby faces win. Although I shouldn't really care because they don't care, do they? I mean, I'm sure the wrestlers do, but Dury just don't care about the women's tag team championship. No, but no they, they have never cared. No. They will never care. Let's move on. They cared for a few months when Bailey mm. and Sasha had it for the second time, I think. Oh, you know, months. so yeah, big band. That run was amazing. Yeah. And then they stopped it. They should just cancel them. That and the 24 7 title. Get them gone! <laughs> From SmackDown, as Matt McAfee would say. <laughs> D A H N at the end there. That's his t shirt. I saw one the other day. Smackdown. Smackdown. The Usos come out to brag about their long tag title reign by interrupted by Nakamura and Boogs. Or was an injured leg. Oh, that's probably why I was that car. Mm. They want a WrestleMania title shot. An idea the Usos laugh at. Ha ha. Again, more laughter in WWE. They say that if Boogs can beat Jay right now, they'll give him the title match. Boogs reveals that his injury is fake and quickly beats Jay. Very but, quickly, yeah. But does get this is a stole money cancelled her. And he would probably have the Toyota Tundra Just taken his... back as well. Jesus, just move on. Just Jimmy, you smash the guitar Dretton, back afterwards. Do they got the car on mobility? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I reckon he's had that ruined as well. It, yeah. Just add to your this... quip there. Not the, not... It's not so much a quip as a, as a dud. I, I being... laughed. Thank you. Go might... Jack, say something. I might be a little bit nitpicky right now, but this came soon after Sonya did the whole, I've got a cast on, whoops, no, I don't. Yeah, there's only six or so ideas that we do every <laughs> week and recycle them. Um... Sometimes you don't notice, sometimes you really notice. I thought this was an old-timer, mate. One of the old-time great bait-and-switches. I thought it was fantastic, mate. I thought he was legitimately injured. And I was like, what, you sign up for a match against Nusso if you got half a leg missing? There, then he whacked it off, and I was going, go on, then. Oh. Let's get on the Boogs cruise. Did it feel real again? Yeah. yeah. Legitimately, right? <laughs> legitimately. legitimately, I thought he was injured, and he wasn't. It was fantastic. Ross has rediscovered his love of wrestling at 29. It's all right? thanks to the Boogs cruise. <laughs> Toyota. <laughs> Before the main event, Austin Theory joins the announce table. Oh, God. Ends up slapping Pat McAfee again. Pat attacks Theory and beats him up until security arrived to separate them. Yeah, Pat was dominating. Oh, yeah. This was and Cole was like, not like this, not like this. Like Pat, edge cashing in. Yeah. He was like the, the, the Cerbera pal on a night out while the drunken yeah. pal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, don't let, well, he kept saying, don't let that punk get to you, man. <laughs> Be a pro, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's what Michael Cole said to Pat McAfee. <laughs> Leave it out. <laughs> Leave it out from smack dare. Yeah, it was a, a fantastic moment, and I can't wait for the WrestleMania match. <laughs> yeah, I'm oh. quite excited. <laughs> but they did note, uh, Michael also said there could be further repercussions for his announce, Pat's uh, announcing career, uh, which I hope there isn't, because unless it's Heyman replacing him, I don't want to know. I just mm. don't want to know. Because Michael Cole and Pat are the best thing going in the commentary world today. But you're right. Pat can't wrestle and commentate at WrestleMania. Can he? Yeah. That could be a gimmick, couldn't he? Because he could do it while he's beating the piss out of Austin Theory, yeah. just commentating. Oh, yes. Smooth right hand by Pat yeah. McAfee. <laughs> by the way, I'm sponsored by... 
rate your takeaway. Because <laughs> Honda won't pay me nothing. Anyway, Hyundai, it's the future. That's what I've been told. Early in the night, we hear about Sami Zayn's bad week because Johnny Knoxville meow, 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 put his phone number on an aeroplane flyer up of Los Angeles. Uh, and then we show, hey, here we go, Sammy. Let's see this again. He's like, why are you putting that, my phone number on TV again? <laughs> no, stop showing that, please. Sammy main events in a rematch against Ricochet, who wins to retain the IC Championship. It's a very good match. But more importantly, have you tried bringing up Sami Zayn's number? No. So, yeah. I thought the phone stuff was an all-time classic, though. I know. It, it, was oh, it originated on Impractical Jokers? Because that's the first time I think oh, I saw it. Oh, with um, Sal's, Sal's phone, yeah. yeah. And no, Sal, it was a, Sal is a wrestler. It was a Q's phone. It was a Q's number. One of the barely dark hair. It was Q lads. because he's... <laughs> it was Q because he, he was mates with Hornswoggle and he gave him his number. I. It was his birthday this week. Oh, Hornswoggle. No. Q. Oh. Q. Uh -huh. Was he? I think he's 44, 46 now. Q reminds right. me so much of Sam. I think I've said this. But <laughs> I was going to say, the, the other joke about that was when Al Snow said, please, I need you to ring up with details about Pepper. And he put those like, because Pepper the dog yeah, went missing. Yeah. And it was Val Venus's phone number. <laughs> <laughs> he promised sweet revenge. And the revenge was being a miserable mid-carder for years. <laughs> uh, so yeah, good good time to Ricochet getting the push before WrestleMania. He is the second big baby face you, on SmackDown. We said this a few weeks ago. And I'm like, Ross, don't be silly. No, I Look said it, now. I said it mockingly. Yeah, yeah uh, but, but now I, he I is. Didn't say it, I didn't say it like at face value. I was like... No, he's not. And then he instantly did become the second biggest. Who's the biggest one? Drew. Drew, yeah. Yeah. I'd say he's doing better than Drew right now. He's a Yeah, champion. probably, yeah. I reckon Rick Boogs is still up there. He's recaptured oh, the God. magic for me. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. From the tundra <laughs> to the leg, he's fantastic. Okay. All From the, the tundra to the leg. <laughs> <laughs> a remix of that song, isn't it? By what's he From called? From the tundra yeah, to the to leg. leg. <laughs> to the leg. <laughs> Immediately after the main event, we head backstage where Ronner and Charlotte are brawling. They try to rehash I was gonna say, thank you, that yes. legendary... Ross particularly, lo Ross yeah. particularly <laughs> loves it. <laughs> you liked when Charlotte was handcuffed, wasn't it, and hobbled into frame. Yeah, it's Ronda's out the back yeah. window of a police car, yapping away <laughs> like some small Jack Russell. Yeah. And Charlotte just flies in out of left field, out of nowhere with a knee. Clocks are right in the jaw. It's one of the, it's an all time. That run. segment was legitimately fantastic. Yeah. It was her, Becky, and Rondo, and they were all. Oh. I'm pretty sure that got voted in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pretty sure. Uh, they, it was when the police got them in the back of the car and they were still kicking each other like yeah. children. Yeah, then Rondo boots out the window. Yeah. That's how she <laughs> got out the window. Ah. Oh. But this, this was contrived. Yes. Because Charlotte, was. for some reason, got changed out of her lovely street gear into her wrestling boots to travel home. Mm. <laughs> Just to get that extra on the gas pedal. Yeah. Gas pedal accelerator. Sorry. Sorry, UK. That's how Americans are set. That's how she'd say it. I know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, what price are you paying for gas at the moment? Mm. Oh, my God. It's oh, $7 it's a big gallon. topic, isn't it? Wow, it's higher than Matt Rill. <laughs> We've seen Shaquille O'Neal. He's high. Trying to explain. Cool. He must have been on this segment of whatever the NBA recap thing. Oh, I know what you're talking about. yeah, yeah. yeah. So Ross, another basketball, ex-basketball player. They're like all pundits now. Yeah. Another one's going like, oh, I want to buy this new big like diesel or this new big car, but I'm, I'm worried about the amount of petrol that I'm going to put a in tundra. it. A tundra? Yeah, possibly. <laughs> He's like, it'll cost me like, I don't want to spend like $80 to fill up. And then Shaquille O'Neal goes like, why don't you just fill it halfway? And he's like, oh, what? I like your shark. <laughs> and they all go like, eh? That's like the people well, just That's just $20. Yeah, but then he's I have like, to do that. I'll yeah. have to stop later on and do it but again. Shaquille no, you won't. No, you won't. I can't he's tell like, if he was trolling Sha or not. No, he wasn't because Shaq kept going, you never let it get full. You never, sorry, you never let it get empty. You wait until it's a quarter full and you fill it halfway up again. And they're like, Shaq, what are I, you on about, man? It's like when they say the news, bro. Yeah. 
thing shared on Facebook over here about the petrol prices going up. There's always that, always that lady, that mother going, e well, it doesn't really apply to me because I put twenty pound in every week. <laughs> Does nothing changes. You wouldn't have to put twenty pound in every week. That's, yeah, it's exactly what Shaq was saying. But... Shaq is that mother. <laughs> <laughs> That, again, I, that was a great moment because they're getting really impassioned about it. But like, I'm like, is Shaq doing this on purpose? I don't think so. I, I literally can't. He's a Cody Rhodes type. I'm like, are you, are, you, <laughs> are you doing this? Do you know this is a thing? Anyway, yeah. So this was just, yeah, as you said, contrived was the word. So AEW Rampage, Darby Allen beats Mark Quinn. The AFO came out to beat Darby and Sting afterwards, but the Hardys make the save. No, <laughs> no, they really did. Really laughing people. Uh, without the... I hope that came through. The rest, <laughs> the, out, the outside office laughed. Yeah, but without the, you know, dancing and everything they did last time. Uh, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was nice. This match was just uh, chugging along nicely. No yeah. real spath, I thought, to the hmm, piece. No. Nah. The 450 on the floor was a... Oh, that's, God, that's what happened. That, that uh, set off. That was like, oh my God, that's amazing. And it was just used as a spot. The business is evolving, Matthew. Uh, yes, I felt that my Jim Ross, my inner Jim Ross. Don't you dare think this. a DDT is a finisher or a tombstone <laughs> pile driver anymore. No. I can't be a finisher. You would never see this sort of move and control your narrative. <laughs> no super kicks, no topes. You control the match underneath. No super kicks, <laughs> no Canadian destroyers. But the match is not with the opponent. Who's it with? Yourself. <laughs> I can't wait. The. the <sighs> Worlds are coming together. Feuds are ending. Are they doing this? People are singing the street together. Geordies and Mackums together just to <laughs> laugh at Control Your Narrative. Are they, is, has this changed into genius marketing? Because it started off serious. Well, we're all talking about it. I mean, that's for but, sure. But it's... Having interviewed EC3. Uh-huh. No. Okay. He's taking it seriously. Okay. <laughs> hey, whatever makes the money, I guess. Yeah. The revert, they've finished this match to go back to it. Oh, well. yeah, go back to Reversal yeah. out the shooting star press into the arm bar. That was sensational yes. professional wrestling. But it was just chugging along, wasn't it? As much as Rampage does every week. Yeah, just a nice old, <laughs> nice old chug along, like the Arkansas chugabug, chugabug. Dan Lambert, Robert loves wrestling, though the big greasy virgin. <laughs> Comparing MJF and Wardlow to Larry Zabisco and Bruno, uh, in your words, Samaritano. That's right. That's how you say it. <laughs> I thought. I assume that was the next bit on your notes, or was it not? It Throw wasn't it in there. It's been cruelly left out. Oh. I'm glad you brought it up. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But yeah, because that's it. Larry Zabisco, that's, that's... Yeah, what did Larry do? What did... No, he turned on Bruno. I left out a lot of um, bits on Dynamite this week as well, where it was just building a rampage. Yeah. That's fine. This bro. week, that tonight's rampage at the time of uh, the video's yes, release. that's right. Yeah. I think we had just only one interference for a backstage segment on uh, Dynamite this week. Oh. What? Which is a record. That's crazy, nice. that. You know what else is crazy? Mm. Uh, Jimmy Hader. Beat Mercedes Martinez That's with help crazy. from Dr. Britt Baker. They try to beat Mercedes down to the bell, but Thunder Rosa chased him off with a chair. Thunder. I don't think the thing Rosa. that did Mercedes Martinez was her, she was up in the... She, again, like the last match, a crazy move, the spider German, and then they like the push Mercedes off, and that's enough to set up the finish. The spider is... German, the way Hater landed when she was taking the move was horrible. Yeah. So mm. horrible. I've written it down as my move of the week. <laughs> oh. The spider German was yep. gnarly as bollocks, right? Yeah. But it was ruined. I haven't obviously put the moves into a vacuum because yep. it was ruined because she got straight back up and won. <laughs> oh, fighting spirit. A German suplex off the top rope, it would have been, yep. wouldn't it? They were both sat uh, on the top rope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then she got straight back up and won. Yeah. Mm. Oh. 450 to outside. 
good. I think that's the... the just made a Roy Keane noise. <laughs> oh, oh. When Roy Keane gets a bit, uh, do the, bit too oh. Do the job. I don't, I don't even know anymore. Oh. Prawn sandwiches. Uh, <laughs> Keith Lee beat QT Marshall. Then does he ever. Aaron Solo and Nick Camarado attack Keith, but he fights them off. Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs attack him too. And Hobbs hits Keith with a big spine buster. <sighs> yes. And then Whoa. celebrated it, as you should. Yes. Yeah. Keith made QT Marshall fly via Beal. Which normally wouldn't impress you, but because QT is a chunky boy, I mm. think is the mm. is the cool people who like the anime and stuff like they say. They, they do say that. Like they go chunky. They use words like anime and chunky. Anime yeah. and chunky. He's a bit of a Hank the Tank type. <laughs> Free Hank. He's a fat bastard. No, he's, a, he's not at all. He's very much no. He's a shit. tremendous. He's shit. a chunky man though. He, he is. And Keith made him fly through the air. It was impressive. But he I did. thought after Keith won and he celebrated solo. Sort of like hopped on his back like a small member of a football team, celebrating with a larger centre half who hmm. just scored a goal <laughs> on the back. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't. He was attacking him. It was strange. You know what? My one of my prevailing memories of watching England as a child is that Rio Ferdinand, not being a small man, but he would always do that. He would Straight always. Arms. Oh, he would always be on the back of the goal scorer. I would hurt getting that, right like, in the, yeah. on the back of every newspaper for about six years. Rio Ferdinand. Yeah. Didn't score. I'm here too. Yeah. Oh, he was very good. He's very, very good player. Ballad, very good. He? <laughs> <laughs> he is a giant ballad. <laughs> he seems to yeah. be, yeah. Well, they all are. He had a period day. of time where he was, he was having, he's like, oh, Mike Ashley's brilliant for Newcastle. Mm, yeah. And then it came out after people had a go at him for saying that. He was like, oh, I was just having fun. You're paying to be a pundit, Rio. Yeah. Take it seriously for good. Tell you what, the, the Mike Ashley Steve Bruce era <laughs> is lingering long. Aiden, Aiden updates us weekly on West Brom's losses because Steve Bruce is managing them now. He's like, oh. Steve Bruce lost again. We're being verified. We're being vindicated. Thank you. Yeah. Not, not verified. We're not, never getting verified. No, we're not getting verified. Fraser um, Porter said to us, "The arrogance of youth, <laughs> guys. I can guarantee you'll get verified if you try my method." <laughs> he said to me yesterday, he "Goes uh, Ross. There's a oh, you rolled your eyes there, Ross. Ross. <laughs> oh, hello. There's a particular <laughs> question in the mailbag this week." <laughs> Oh fella. my god, he told me this as well. Yeah, he really a, wanted in. Yeah, he did. I didn't put it in. <laughs> from a fella who was uh, just, he, he took a straw poll of 20 people and he, he got the right result from that Undertaker versus Stone Cold discussion from last week. So Fraser's mate. Yeah, Fraser's got a friend who um, said that I've got evidence, Fraser. He sent Fraser a message saying, I've got evidence that you are right. And he asked 20 people, none of them said Austin, and a fair few of them said Undertaker. Oh, okay, thanks. And the same person did a second one where you just said to these people, name a professional wrestler. And Hollywood, well, just Hulk Hogan was the top one. Yeah, okay. And then oh, Cena. No. Oh, Undertaker and Cena was the top three, I think. But that's not in the mailbag. Just to, uh, just yeah, to, but we've mentioned it now. Yeah. He used, I didn't realize this, I was being used as like a, like a backup <laughs> because he got you to put it in the mailbag, but he told me to mention it if it didn't get put in the mailbag. So we had a contingency oh, plan in place. Oh, he's playing chess that Shout the contingency, yeah. Uh, Frazier, <laughs> okay. little finger porter there. <laughs> I appreciated those actions. I apologised to him for last week. He said it was fine, but I was like, I feel like I went in a bit hard on you last week on the podcast. So this week you decided to go in even harder. <laughs> More of an accent. Yeah. Uh... <sighs> and then Shane Strickland wins his debut match, beating Tony Nice in the main event. Now that was oh. funny. Just shows like somehow the indie signs can work. Tony Nice tried using a 450 off the top rope, and it's like, we see him on the floor, and that didn't win. You ain't got near chance, pal. Tony it... said he was unbeaten this year. Maybe he is, but it's dark and innovation. I don't, I don't think that should count. No, maybe I not. I think it just should be Dynamite and Rampage records that count when you're saying things like that. No, no. They win use loss, it conveniently loss. for storylines, don't they, to push someone to a title match. But it was a really good match, though. Swerve, right? Yep. I need to change my move of the week, Richard. Oh! oh. 
Can I you never, do that? I never ever write things down. I just discover them as we come to them. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, that reversely did over the top rope swerve. Was it through the middle ropes? We did sort of like a bridge. Uh, Tony did a low bridge yeah. and swerved like dove and then did a handstand spring on the floor. Yeah. By this time next year. Couldn't he? What a maneuver! <laughs> by this time next year, we might be talking. I would love it. I would love it if we were talking about Shane Strickland as one of the best in the world. I think he's really. He's, everyone knows he's really good. But this might be his breakout year. Mm. Whose house is it? Swerve's house. <laughs> I like that bit. I need to get. They need obviously the references on Dynamite this week. We'll get onto it later. But we need to get them with the acclaimed. Sorry, Shane with the acclaimed. Swerve with the acclaimed. What in a rap battle? Because they're all rappers, aren't they? Because Max goes at the end. Oh, he's a rapper, isn't he? Hey. Yeah, he does. Hey, that lad over there, he's a rapper as I'm, well. I'm assuming they're gonna do that and have Swerve beat him because he's cool. I like his promos and stuff. I think he's got a different swag. To everyone else. God, I'm I'm really white. He's got a different swag to everybody. You know what I mean? He's got a different charisma. Yeah. I like it. His yeah. Kavorka is more chilled. Yeah. Mm. But just as potent as LA Knight's. Yeah. yeah. Maybe more so. I'd say more so. But... I agree with everything you've said. Big mm. fan of Swerve have been for years. So. You know him? Uh, oh, well, you met him. Well, like a lot of like that era indie dudes, which yeah. have been now phased out of because now young indie dudes are like, yeah, whatever, I don't know who you are. Oh. Yeah, TikTok, you idiot. Um, but like, yeah, that period of like, Early two thousands to late two thousands indie American wrestler, yeah, they're like, oh yeah, not that. So, because I'd have seen them when they were, you know, cack. Remember Adam Cole when he started in CCW? Was he not very good? Nah, I can't imagine because that. he was just starting. Same yeah. with Shane Strickland. I'm every time I see him, I'm like, oh, I remember when you when you were, you know, rubbish, and now you're one of the best. <laughs> I remember in the world, when you so. were rubbish. Yeah, oh. and they're like, yeah, I remember. So mm. that's why they're like, wait, there, you've said to these people, I remember you when you were rubbish. Yeah, really, balls on you. It's a alpha move in person. Brass yeah. attacks. My that's, God, that's not that's yeah. Like, I go, yeah, you're rubbish. And I, you've achieved so much. It's not Jad the second bit and goes, yeah, you're great now. Like, I remember when you were rubbish. Leave it like that and stare at them. That's a bit rubbish. I, but I've learned from Tom on Twitter that saying that you once didn't rate somebody and then saying you do rate them now is not the compliment you think it is. No, yeah, no. Says who? Tom. Tom. Because well, a lot of people, no, but a lot of people. Well, message, weren't it like that? I didn't used to like you, but now I do. So that's like it's on it's on yourself. Saying that you used to be well, not very good, now you've improved can, so much. You've I, actually gone further. I've had the same what an interesting discussion. I've had the I like same. This, I've had the same comments. <laughs> as, Tom. I've had the same comments as Tom, but where it's I know what he means. Where it's like, used to hate you, but now you've changed my mind. As if like well, I don't need work for your personal. But I think that's a positive thing. Do you know? I know, but I it's a bit insulting though. It's a bit backhanded. It's a bit. I don't know. There's something about it that I agree with Tom. I like I, it, I like it, I like the idea of converting someone who didn't use the okay. like it or the work. And also I think All right, Manson. No, I'm just, I, don't, I, don't know why, I don't know why Manson came in my head. Sorry. Maybe you do need a haircut. Oh no! Oh no. Um, no uh this is our LSD on the floor. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying, if uh, I join the Beatles, everything will be all right. Help us get a pal. Oh, <laughs> God. Oh, no. I read. I'm so, your Uber driver. My name's Charles Manson. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going? Oh, I'm going to the quayside. Round my place. We join me cult, Harry. He's dead now, isn't he? Yeah, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we can't sue. <laughs> Say what I like about him. Oh, I'm so scared we're going to offend Charles Manson. Um, I used to like you guys, but then you made fun of Charles Manson last week. <laughs> that, that's way more insulting. Than <clears throat> what I was going to say was like that um, I kind of get Tom's point. I get, I've been on that new series that I'm doing, the weirdest episodes yeah. one with Luke, who does a really good job on the, on the editing. Um, there's been quite a few comments like, 
Jack's really started to come out of his shell. <laughs> I'm like, I'm doing this for six years now. Come on, man. Mm. But it's nice. But it means say it's that's a, a nice thing. That's definitely more different than what stuff you have been doing from the uh, tier list uh, rest of the week. No, nah, like I think uh, I think this is some showing a different side of you. Possibly. So I can see where po yeah, from. possibly then. Possibly. Fair enough. Yeah, because maybe you guys, because you, again, it's like a cycle, isn't it? It's like a factory that processes wonderful wrestling videos every week that sometimes you guys get lost in the cycle of, yeah, are you advancing? Are you... Getting any new I like skills a new thing, like that. a new thing. Right, so mm. I think it's actually a positive thing. Hey. Someone says, I used to, I mean, obviously Twitter people, these are, I used to think you were the worst uh. in the world or whatever, could be bad. But I think it's a, you should be celebrating the fact that people Fair say enough. things like that. Hey, we should do a podcast one day on on being YouTubers, guys. Yeah, I don't think there's enough people oh. talking about like the, the mental backflips you have to be doing. Oh, sorry, you were being sarcastic. The, no, 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 that's no, no, a stupid no. idea, Jack. No, I was trying to segue back into the wrestling. Oh, sorry. But well, I mean, good, uh, good point. watch our Desert Island Raps episodes and there's a bit yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. fully agree. Monday mm. <sighs> <sighs> Night Raw. <laughs> Kevin Owens opens the show and says he used his superior Canadian intellect to get Steve Austin as his guest at WrestleMania. He says he'll open a can of Canadian beer after he's whooped Austin's ass before stunnering the cameraman and leaving. Mm. Nice references dropped by Kevin during the course of the evening. Starts off with a hey-yo. Yep. Later in mm -hmm. night, says to Seth Rollins, hey there, don't get down on yourself. Tough times don't last, but mm. tough guys do. Yes. Nicely done. Well, he the said Austin, it right. Huh? He said it right. He did, yeah. Well done. Yeah. He has got that superior Canadian intellect. The Aaron Austin Ross. references were dropped with a plumb. Yeah. Yes. I thought they were fantastic. And then The Rock, it turned, not LA Knight, but the actual Dwayne The Rock, Johnson, was the cameraman with that stunner cell. Uh, Incredible. He went up the ropes uh, with his legs. <laughs> I might be in a minority here. Never liked the rock stunner cell. It takes me out You've said this before. But you know who does ah, a, do you know how a good one? Go on. Scott Hall. Flew. XA. And that magnificent video. And Richard that, Tubman's gif. That looks like I'm pointing at him there. There we go. Uh, yeah, did that little video where you go, whoop, around the world. Mm. I think Austin shared that and he went, that's good. Scott Hall. followed him. He followed him after yeah. that. Austin Does he still did? follow you? Uh, last time I checked, he did. Oh, so he checks casual, every day. So casual. Last time I checked every day. Does he, does he not, Richard? Steve Austin. Come on. Hmm. Imagine. Uh, Steve Austin follows him. He's so casual about it. Oh, I can't believe it. That's Tubman to a T. He's, he's, he's got... He does still follow. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's almost embarrassed he's, to say yeah, it at the corner does, of the room. He does. He, does he, he doesn't. He does. He does. He's yeah. got that cool coolness <laughs> like yeah. Shane Strickland. Honestly, when Austin comes out at WrestleMania with a Richard Tubman t-shirt on, <laughs> Tubman 316... <laughs> He's selling that video as an NFT. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you're right. Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens, he turns everything that comes near him into gold, Canadian gold, and this is well done by him. It is still weird that, like Ronald Rousey bringing up Kurt Angle, Dominic hanging around Ray, and everybody else, you have to be referencing and constantly referring to previous wrestlers who are way more over and successful. Mm, the, I don't get him. The uh, the the big thing this year as well is that like getting a spot on the WrestleMania card is like the most important thing ever this year. When it's never been easier. Yeah. Because it's two days. Because it's two days. Well, that's it. If you can't get on in those two days, then oof. Oh, How, yeah. I'd understand it if it was like a Heath Slater storyline back in the day. Yeah. But I don't believe that Seth Rollins isn't going to make the WrestleMania cards. He hasn't got an opponent. Yeah. yeah. This was his last chance saloon and it he's was. buggered it. He has. What's he going to do? <laughs> Tune in next week to find out when Cody Rhodes turns up. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, the best thing yeah. coming out this week's Cody, Cody. They made me sit through that entire yeah. three hours and Cody didn't turn up. <laughs> Oh, I forgot who was all retweeted, but he said, um, Wrestling was ever most disgusting promotional tactic of the year, 2022. <laughs> Cody Rhodes making people watch Raw. <laughs> oh. The social media team, I don't know if they've been told, but they certainly are still yeah. having all of the fun. Oh, yes. With the adrenaline references and mm. such. Yeah. The dashing. 
Tethron's smoking near a mirror. Just out of the blue. <sighs> then Damien Priest beats Finn Balor. An untitled rematch after distraction from guest commentator Austin Theory. What's his beef with Balor still? I was like, have I missed something? Ah, well, he had the feud was over. With them because I Vince, know, Vince was, was like, what's Abs in it. Oh, abs. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah that right. thing that we Finn's, all used to have. Finn's are slightly more chiseled, I would say. Okay. Ooh. Just ever so slightly. Yeah. Rub together. Some grate some cheese. Uh, theory attacks <laughs> afterwards and takes a selfie. This was conclusive evidence to me that, in fact, Cody Rhodes isn't actually going to the World Wrestling Federation because Damien Priest still used his finisher, the crossroads. Oh. Therefore, that is conclusive evidence now that Cody can't come to the party because someone else has got his finisher. Did, was it Vito who used Rhodes. to do a crossroads? No, Reno. <sighs> no, roll the dice. What was that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Honky Tonk Man. They both did it. No. One of them had a really snappy, <laughs> nice one. Like, bang. I think it was Reno. Because I saw Christopher Daniels do it, first of all. All right. Angel Wings was how I thought. Wait, that's not the Angel Wings, is it? So the Angel that's Wings was more... Oh, that's right. Sorry. The Angel yeah. Wings yeah. is more of like... Oh, no, because yeah, the wings are butterflies. Yeah, right. yeah. Sorry, my bad. But yeah, no. Lots of... lots of Cody's is nice, but I think Reno's was the best of all time. Yeah. No one's ever said that about anything. I know. <laughs> Alicia Fox is Northern Lights. Uh, yeah. That was... That was... That was incredible. Oh, man. Never seen a bridge like it. Yeah. And then Dave Meltzer stole mine and Ross's opinion because <laughs> we go on about it all the time and then Meltzer just brings it up and everyone suddenly agreed well Jericho oh. must listen to this podcast then mm. that was some news from this week oh, go on WWE <sighs> in their lawsuit with MLW yeah citing the observers report on the 30 minute demographic ratings between AEW and WWE because AEW was better for that particular 30 minutes that <laughs> to prove that WWE isn't actually a, a monopoly. A monopoly. Yeah. On wrestling. Fair enough. That is mental. Well, and they got away with it. Melter said that the oh. observer. Melter <laughs> said on Twitter that the observer has been used as evidence many times in the past. It's terrifying to think about. <laughs> Some of them burning it and uh, the observer World War. We were in it when we left War Culture, and he got Sam's name wrong. How can you trust that publication? <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, God. Mm. He called him Sam Oliver, didn't he? Mm. Were they, were they saying stuff like the other week? Like there were 1,500 people there for Progress's return. They took ballroom. I'm like, big you can't fit that many people <laughs> in before COVID. No. Like, all right. Yeah, it's got bigger. Mm. Anyway, but yeah, it's a, it's a bizarre series of events. We find ourselves in where Observer is now being used in that way to quote, look, they beat us for half an hour, so that means we're not a monopoly. Yeah, it's not so much the fact that the Observer was used, just the fact that they're trying to say, no, we're not a monopoly. No. Incredible. <sighs> They're less of a monopoly now than they were like ten years ago, though. They're like, still the monopoly. You think? Yeah. The, just the yeah. just the sheer scale compared to AEW. Globally, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. I don't know if it meant globally. Uh, or maybe it was just maybe it was just oh. loud piss again. Yeah. yeah. But what about CMLL, the oldest promotion in the world? That's right. Yeah. Yes, they're still there and they're still rubbish. <laughs> Tell you, what, nice for Damien Priest to get a razor's edge in as well, because he yeah. he's. Noted on multiple occasions how much Scott Hall meant to him and yeah. how when he walks down the ramp like that it's a tribute to him and he's had all the gear and whatnot. Mm. Aye. But the match was what it was. Yes. It was what it was. Then almost beat Commander Aziz and Joe Slams Apollo Crews after the bell. Now on paper I went, oh no. Come <laughs> on, the blind leading the blind. This was way better than I anticipated because it was just almost beat up Aziz. And when he had to, like, lift him, like, for a suplex, oh, I thought it was very impressive. I was going to say it made it even more impressive, the fact that right. he was visibly struggling yeah. and just went, no, no, what? Mm. Not, not Scottish. 
<laughs> Not like the Scottish no, no, movement. What, like the vacuum cleaner? <laughs> went, yeah. I'll get you up there. It was just, I thought it really added to the manoeuvre. Yeah. What a manoeuvre. And I have to apologise to you two, or maybe it was when Tom was on. You no, 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 anyway, it was both you of you. I think it was you two. I got them. Because I mentioned that I thought this match was being saved for Mania, and you both went, no. Yeah. And I was like, yes, it will. And it wasn't they so. can't have that well at WrestleMania. There's but no it way. Out to be Aziz, being at May- Aziz should be at WrestleMania and Seth Rollins shouldn't be. Yeah, he's, That'd be he's, a good he's earned his way to the dance. <laughs> Seth Rollins doesn't. I hope Shaq hasn't burnt his bridges with the World Wrestling Federation. I've said that twice now, the World Wrestling Entertainment, because I want to see Shaq versus Omos. No. That's to, get, no. to get the giant showdown we didn't get with the big show. Oh, WrestleMania. My God. I hope that Chad, if he does show up at wrestling, he just does that promo about, mm. you look at me. You need to put $20 in the tank. When Shaq... We were at the Mania when Shaq was in that Battle Royal, but he was a mystery entrant. Yeah. Like, how do they sneak Shaq in? His... We were easily 50 metres away from that ring. Yeah. His shoes... His shoes were huge! I've never seen a pair of shoes like it from 50 uh, metres. Yeah, yeah. They were, bl- like, white and had, like, black lines on them and that, so it didn't... Yeah, they were made jazzy. Them, made them stand out. Mm. But bloody Nora. What size feet has Shaq got there, Richard? He's, he was, he was, <laughs> I know that, I know that, I was about to say the most, I know Big Show's a big lad, right? <laughs> but Shaq was big, visibly bigger than Big Show. Like, mm. I mean, is it The Rock, who's between like Arnie and like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar or someone, and they're both holding it? No, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger being lifted by two basketball players, and he's like swinging like a child between them. It's a mad picture. That Richard, I thought it was him. Was it him and Andre? Omar? It's it's one size up in America, isn't it? It's America, just the basketball yeah. players are like ridiculous. Oh, yeah, so it'd be 22, 22, 22 UK, twenty three US. My God in heaven! Yeah, that's massive. Mind God. Yeah. yeah. How many inches is that? But doesn't know how petrol works a drink first. in a car. Hmm? But he doesn't know how petrol works in a car. No, he doesn't. No. Well, if you're that big, you don't need to know. No, yeah. I watched that episode of that shoe program where people. Get them in a shop and make them, <laughs> make them buy the shoes at the end. Yeah, seems like a bit of a crap idea for a program. I've talked about them before. Yeah, come come to my shop and buy some shoes. It's so bad. <laughs> Shane, What's it called? Shane's episode's good though. Shane McMahon. Yeah, I can't remember something like just said Shane McMahon sneaker episode. No. Okay. I watched uh, Jeff, <laughs> the Jeff Goldblum ones. A highlight though. Mm. Oh. oh, will I buy these shoes? Will I not? I could do. I might not do. But I will do. But Sam Punk do. did Jeff one, and it was. It's, it's oh, not what Sam Punk's right. about. He was yeah. trying to save money, and then at the end, he was like, oh, "I'll buy them, I guess." And yeah. Whereas Goldblum buys matching pairs for himself, his wife, and kids. Like several pairs of shoes, but just four different sizes. Or three mm. different sizes, whatever it was. What I, I saw one with Bella Hadid, model and sister of Gigi Hadid. And she... From NXT? Yeah. And she... It went viral because of all the... She was trying to sound really cool. And she kept saying, like, yeah, that's a bit of a dope shoe. It's like the whitest girl. She says things like, if Homeboy's wearing a pair of these, Homeboy's going to get it. And it's just really uncomfortable to watch. I don't have you, you must have did, seen that. Is that how Sam Punk talked when he was looking really? at it? No, that's not how oh, Sam okay. Punk talked. That's a shame. Uh, Queen Zelina wants Kama to focus on defending their tag titles instead of her reality show. Uh, Zelina faces Liv Morgan. On the outside, Rhea Ripley scares Carmella, which distracts Selena and leads to Liv winning. Cracks in the friendship? Oh, no, not before the granddaddy. Will they coexist? One big, can they coexist? I I don't think Zelina can moan at Carmella. Why not? Because I don't think what what Carmella did on the outskirts of that match warranted Zelina getting distracted. I just think she was beaten by the better lady. Right? Lady. And I just don't think Zelina can handle it. Yeah, she was beaten by the better lady. She's looking for excuses. But I understand Zelina's gripe because I'd feel like Carmella's not fully focused as well. 
Would you be? Will that sack of meat sat at ringside? <laughs> that glorious tattooed sack of meat? Sack of meat. With his cheese grater and his sex bag? And a shower. <laughs> Corey goddamn yeah. Graves, to give him his full name. Fwah! If you weren't paying attention to all the wrestling, you saw that the news that Corey Graves is now officially cleared to wrestle, mm. but he hasn't stepped in the ring. He's just using that medical certificate to smash oh, no. on a YouTube show instead. <laughs> to what? To smash. I couldn't think of the best way to say it on a PG-related podcast. So oh, I thought go right. vulgar instead. Oh, hey, Carmella's the most beautiful woman in WWE, as we know. But now, this week, we found out, we'll get to him, the sexiest man in WWE as oh, well. Oh, man, you'll never guess who it is. Oh, I can't wait. Find out later. Yeah. The match was quite a nice match, though, I thought. There was a cravat neckbreaker into a submission. Like oh. a thing over the top there by Zelina. That he's an oh no coming back. Oh, Cassius. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> do, who do you think is going to... I reckon Liv and Rhea for the, for the big match. What was it? Liv and Rhea? Sasha and Naomi, though. Oh, I reckon they'll feel the good. Because Sasha's never won at WrestleMania, has she? Has she never won? I don't think so. That's pathetic. 32, oh. 32 she didn't win. She won 33. Yeah. 32 still grinds my gears. Was 33 still the big, like, Thirty-three woman was Money woman was the yeah. four-way? Or was she in the SmackDown one? I can't, whatever Naomi, match she was in. Naomi we, won the SmackDown one. We got blinded, whatever match, they uh, were, the Raw one. And then Bailey won the Raw one. <laughs> yeah. So Sasha, yeah. whichever one she was in, didn't win. 34, she wasn't there. Right. 35, they famously lost the tag team titles. Uh, yeah. Prompting... Scandalous, untrue rumors from Satan himself. Right, uh, thirty-six. Did she wrestle thirty-six? Wasn't there? Was tag she? match. She maybe oh, no, she tag... maybe, did they win? No, I don't know. I'm going to never won at WrestleMania. No, I, don't I remember the, Kabu- the Kabuki Warriors won the tag titles at WrestleMania. Oh, 36, that was from Bliss and Cross. Yeah, Bliss Cross Apple Sauce. <laughs> what a team! <laughs> We're really good at wrestling. We didn't know what we wow. had. <laughs> Honestly, my head was trying to count. Sasha Banks is Norton 5 at WrestleMania. That's from Sports Kida, so you can take that. Oh, the bank. They know the right Sasha Bank. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ross. Six and zero. Oh. Zero and six. Oh. She's, she's really bad at WrestleMania. Yeah. I think if they give her her first win, it won't be this one. I reckon it will be. Okay, fair enough. I'm going to have what was it your impression of uh, Vince saying, like, I love you? To, uh, was it Undertaker? Or... I can't remember. Or was it Kurt? When was this? This is years ago. I think it was Vin, uh, Vince saying it, I love you. <laughs> I think maybe Kurt after losing to WrestleMania. Like, <laughs> I love you. I love you. It was one of the things I saw on the Cultaholic Twitter, like, Trimmed Bits account. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I love you. <laughs> that was just a dog, man. <laughs> Backstage, Kevin Owens tries to inspire Seth Rollins into finding a way onto the WrestleMania card. Seth... Says he has an idea. Later, Seth heads to the ring and brings Owens out to share his idea. He says that he could have a talk show segment at WrestleMania with Steve Austin as his guest. Owens disagrees, saying that's literally just my idea that you've taken, you get. So Seth suggested they have a match tonight with the winner getting the interview Austin at WrestleMania. Stop! Big news! Sources state long-awaited WWE United Kingdom pay-per-view return will take place Saturday, September the 3rd at the Principality Stadium in Cardiff, Wales. This is the same weekend as AEW's all-out pay-per-view. Oh. Richard Tubman, can you Google the Principality? Does that mean the Millennium Stadium or yeah, Cardiff City Stadium? We have to go. Because there's a big difference. I've not been to Wales for so long. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing at Wales. No, oh, we have to go. 
Is it the big one or the? Yeah. It's the big one. It's oh the Millennium Stadium. It's Mike Alone right, in right, the 2001 FA Cup right, final. Right, right, right. It's Didier Drogba in the 2004 League Cup final. <laughs> it's Steven Gerrard in the 2006 <laughs> FA Cup final. That it, one. Uh, it's Andy Josh. We're punching people. <laughs> uh, oh God, it's gone. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I hope it's a. Uh, I hope it's not like an insurrection or a rebellion. I hope it's storyline canon. Nick Cannon. No, I, no. I hope it's. I hope it's. Part of the story. I get you. Do you reckon, with it being the same weekend as AEW, it's going to be All NXT Out, UK? Though. Oh, can't be. No, no, not in that size. No, not in that stadium. Yeah. Um, do you reckon it's they've had a tip off that maybe All Out could be at Fulham's Craven Cottage? Oh my <laughs> God! Which one that. do we go to? Which one do we do? <laughs> Given that to WWE, Yay! Oh, <laughs> dropping them tickets at Craven Cottage. Uh-huh. Will be going like hot cakes because it's not even that big. I'm What's sure it's in about that? twenty five thousand. PWG's running Gray's Club in Newcastle <laughs> on the same weekend. Bloody hell! I love that they're, they're really getting ham with that arena in Cardiff, aren't they? They're trying to better the, the, to get more people going to Cardiff than Saudi Arabia are at the minute. I've never been to that stadium. Maybe yeah. Yeah. I've I've never been no, there. I was gonna buy <laughs> tickets to for you know the the week and a half we had. Uh, what was it? Joshua versus uh, Fury. All oh, right. You know, that was a good week, wasn't it? Yeah. Then he went, no, it's not no. happening, and it didn't. I it think, isn't. in hindsight, after what happened with Usyk, Fury would well, have... No one in the won. world would have put Joshua touching Fury, but we still wanted to see it. Yeah. yeah. Just the, you know... Oh, no, I would goodness. have at the time, because I didn't know much about boxing. Oh, okay. I was like, well, he's got abs in that. So he's oh, obviously oh, better. abs are you, isn't it, Jack? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I've brought him up a lot on this one. Um, anyway, later, Seth heads the ring and brings Owens out to share his idea. He says oh, that. no, we've already... I've done that bit yet. Oh, yeah, so was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we got finished. Sonia came cool. out so, yeah. and went, I like yeah. it. I'm like, hey, I've got a great idea. Classic, and, um, classic architect. <laughs> I thought personally. He knew what he was doing. He knew exactly what he was doing. They've both been using each other for a while now, and now it's coming to it. You think they're good friends, but they're not. They're just using each other, and now it's all falling apart. It's classic architect, this. This is what, this is what he's like. Eight-year-old Ross. Watching, he's a nice guy. Eight-year-old Ross watching Bob the Builder. Classic architect. <laughs> Classic lofty. Uh, uh, yeah. It was weird at one level that, hang on, they're having a little feud off thing for the right to interview Steve Austin. This is doing nothing for them in terms of like being really big superstars. But then again, nothing that they're doing in WWE. Nothing WWE is actually doing with them is going to put them on that same level. Mm. So might as well have a good match while we're doing it. Oh, so. you've really... This is your bugbear this week. We've been saying, and we meaning anyone with internet connection, like, hang on, W has been relying on these past stars yeah. and not making enough new stars for quite some time now. Oh, yeah. What are they going to do? And we like still 2000. haven't reached that. They got rid of that, you know, upper mid-card levels of people that were going to be the next guys. They got rid of nearly all of them the last yeah. two years. And I was like, all right, so for this year's WrestleMania, sell out twice across this big-ass stadium, which they still haven't sold out as far as I know. they needing... Steve Austin to come back. Undertaker in the Hall of Fame. Mm. Hey, all right, what about next year? I mean... It'll be at Fulham's Craven Cottage. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. <laughs> I, I, can, I just want to do another chaotic what happened that video in front of a stadium with people jumping in and oh. getting in my way. I miss the chaos. I miss it. That was good times. I miss the chaos too. I'm the hypnotist. And the razor. And the razor. Cheating yeah. get. No, no tornado. Cheating get. No, they're all cheats. The Mysterious beat the Hurt Business in a tag team match with the Miz and Logan Paul and guest commentary. Miz and Logan attack afterwards, but Mysterious fight them off 
and Miz has to save Logan from a double six one nine. Yes. Well, Logan Paul is a bell end. <laughs> okay. Breaking news here. Yeah, on breaking the news. Yeah, go uh, on. because he took right. I've written it down here. He needs to sell more because he took a double boot to the face from Ray, a boot to the leg from Ray again, then a drop a drop kick from Dom to put him on the ropes, mm. and he sold he sold nothing. He sold out. Well, so, yeah. <laughs> I thought. Yeah, but he's gone twelve rounds with KSI. Yeah, but look what I've written down there. <laughs> I, I was feeling it. Yeah. Oh, you've said the no. C word. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm. I it's look, the C word you think. I look like a big fool now because on the news with Tom, I was like, I was pretty impressed with Logan's ring <laughs> positioning and his timing and stuff. He rolled out. What? He just didn't sell anything. He got a drop yeah. kick to the face. Why neither did Britt Baker this week? Yeah, you can't oh, pat him on the back. That, <laughs> wow. <laughs> we'll get to that later on. Okay. But the doctor will see you now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm a fan of Britt Baker, obviously, and Logan. Oh, I think yeah. he's a wonderful man. <laughs> um, but no, I, I do know what you mean. But I thought he looked not the worst in there. Oh no, just that was just the selling. Fair enough. He fair took enough. the moves very fair well. Enough. And him, I, I didn't concentrate one iota on the match that was happening in the ring because the, the knobheads on commentary <laughs> written down here that uh, Logan saying that him and Miz are in love is a, a thing I've noticed from the commentary. That's good healing. Yeah. yeah. Corey then calling Logan talented. I mean, I'm not a multi-millionaire. Me neither. But he, is he talented? Why, am I, why am I defending him so much? <laughs> well, he's a great salesman. Give him I know, he had that little swindler. drink with him that he's, he's the selling. YouTube swindler. <laughs> the YouTube yeah. swindler. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. If you think I'm going to give Logan Paul any positive comments, you can think again. But Fair enough. Well done. He didn't cack himself, and the wrestlers didn't feel the need to Steve Owen. Imagine if he'd done like that. Maga did. Actually, oh, that'll be, be happening next week. Ray will put a brace on his nigga. Yeah. Because he didn't sell. Uh, <laughs> like Umanga did way back in the day. Ah, Umanga. Edge comes out with oh, a new theme. Because yes. uh... you can tell they went, oh, you know, some of these wrestlers got new crappy themes because you got rid of the good music people. Yeah, you're not doing that with me, pal. I want Alter Bridge. Jericho next needs to happen with the jazz. Oh, yeah. Because they're heels, aren't they? Oh, but Jericho so... appreciates in society, Matthew. Oh, right. That's entertainment. I thought you meant, I you need to come up to jazz, the music <laughs> genre, you're saying it in a weird that way. That would work. Yeah, that would work, yeah. My head knows, no, and he knows. But my body. Right. My head knows that it's right for Edge to have a new theme tune, but my body is telling me no. I miss Metalingus. But he's a bad guy now. I know. He can't, be, he can't do the Jericho what? and cheer for the entrance and then boo him. Six-sevenths of the roster are heel, it feels like, at the minute. <laughs> There's so many dark, evil theme tunes going around. Rollins yeah. isn't that. I mean... This is a banger, this, though. It is, oh, but it's not... Oh, it works so well. It's not... Yeah, but it, that's not the edge you're looking at now. No, it's more like... Yeah, I described it as if... Seth Rollins was a member it's like of underground level in Super Mario. That <laughs> although if it was <laughs> if, if Rollins was a member of the House of Black, that's what his theme right. would be. I've written <laughs> down here. He's now a Gothic Chris Bockwinkle. Oh, Gothic Malachi Black suit oh. vibes with the lights and whatnot. The Chris because of Chris Jericho in the suit, and the Bockwinkle because of the words. Right, he's a Gothic Chris Bockwinkle. Was it Nick Bockwinkle who Chris Jericho took inspiration yeah. from with his honest? Yeah. Ma- okay, right. Okay, he's very smart. Right. Oh, it's his catchphrase. Speaking of Jericho, obviously that's entertainment being his catchphrase, and that's entertainment. It's so <laughs> Mark it's Goldberg. So, <laughs> it's so like old British TV. It's class. Edges is up there because Edges' new catchphrase at the end of his promo on this week's role is "You will be judged." Yeah, that was it. AJ Styles, you will be judged. Talk about by con- Judge Rinder. Could have a concept in promo. at the Millennium Stadium. Talk about concepts in promos. 
and he's mentioned the mountain of omnipotence quite a lot. Mm. AJ Styles spelled it right as well, which I don't believe he could do. <laughs> don't know about you. You can't think there's a chance the Earth is flat and spelled ma- omnipotence. Oh, I can't even say it. Octopus. Right? He's Wait, not saying, how can he? He's how not can saying he... that it definitely is flat. He's just saying. We how don't can we talk about mountains if the Earth's flat? <laughs> It's conflicted, man. Why? Just rise out of it, like a like topography. Ah, oh, <laughs> the world. Like this can, this can is a is the mount. As right. Forrest Gump said, life is like an ordnance survey map. <laughs> you can see the hills on it. Woof. <laughs> 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 uh, he says, "This is Edge." That he hasn't truly fulfilled his potential since returning to the ring. That admits that Edge Stars would leave the old Edge in the dust. Because he is dust. But he's changed Stop now. It. Hey, he's 48 and a wrestler and has two kids. We weren't, he looks very good for we, his age. We weren't having a go at... Or was he? Was he having another uh, go at Edge's appearance? He just said he... Because t- he, he is dust or something. Oh, 48 Matthew. wrestler years. That's like 300 Look, years old everywhere up, else. I hate to bring up abs again, but he's got them. <laughs> I know, and I'm just envious like you are. Yeah. If Stars makes it to WrestleMania, Edge will pass his sentence. <sighs> You'll be judged. You will be judged. Judge Edge. Judge. That's entertainment. Judge Edge. <laughs> I am the law. <laughs> Why have I gone for the Stallone Judge trend? It's sad. Because that's what we all do when we hear that. Because it was awful. No. <laughs> so crap. Anyway. I saw someone with a take on Twitter saying Edge has never been the same with promo since he did those acting classes before his Viking show. Mm. And I never thought about that before, but it's true. Uh, it's a, he's, no, he's been a good promo in the past, sure. But yeah, it's a different style of oh. Edge. <laughs> That works for him. Yeah, obviously other people do that. Like, oh, I'm crazy, me. But Edge can do it because he does have the the great face and looks like the dude from the first Scream film. So obviously you think, oh, it looks like it looks like an actor. But I like this. I like uh, as well. Edge after the Miz thing was like, all right, cool, it's Edge. You've lost a bit of your allure because you're just just a member, another member of the roster now. So doing this has refreshed him up. Looking forward to the match with him. Do you know what? That's a good point. Originally, I didn't like it. I just wanted a, a straight wrestling contest between two faces. Mm. But that you've made a really good point there. It has oh, refreshed yeah. him. It has, yeah. yeah. Um, but fair enough. And he's controlling his own narrative as well. That's very important, <laughs> obviously. Speaking uh, of narrative. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. 
no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Here is still coming. Um, oh my God, he really is coming. Do you see the face he was pulling? <laughs> Why did they make him do that? Richard, someone must have put, if you put Veer into Google image search and sorted by time, so the most recent ones are there. Why on earth did they make him pull this face when he's pulling his things? Not pu- oh, there you okay. go. That yeah. wasn't meant to go there. Long but the they, they, here, There he yeah. is there. Top, no, 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 next one along. Go off. Get off that. There you go. Yeah. Why did they make him do that? The poor, the poor blighter. They know what they're doing. Now, Vier also um, has a new job announcing when the gym is closed. Was that what that clip was about? Yeah. Right. Shouting at members of the gym. Yeah. Go! Gym's closed now! (laughs) I'd be terrified. What, that's a a real thing? Yeah, do you not see that? No, no. On Twitter, he was... um, yeah, he was shouting I, that the gym was closed. The last I saw, he was having a, a good sit down at IKEA. That's nice. the last I saw of you. Oh, he was proper <laughs> screaming that the oh, gym no was closed. Oh no wonder he's taking forever. Then you get lost in IKEA. I easy. assume most gyms in America will be twenty four hours, but not Veers. What's the the big franchise that Veers all the gym, gym people hate? Delhi, gym Shark? No, <laughs> no, no <laughs> Gym. Uh, is it Planet Fitness? I oh, think. in America, Planet. Yeah. Fitness. Oh, my mm. my American friend said that he's going to the gym on Wednesday, and I went, "All right, why Wednesday?" Because because on Wednesdays, it's free pizza day. In the I gym? Went, At the gym. I went, yeah, they give you free pizza when you go in. I went, why would you get food like that from a pizza? He goes, oh, no, it's, just, it's tasty, isn't it? And I went, but it's a gym. And I guess people do go there. He says, I'm not the only person who goes to this gym to get free pizza. Maybe it's like I think it's to keep cauliflower-based pizza or something. No. America! I asked these questions. I asked these questions because is, is, is it a protein pizza? And he went, no, it's margarita. Oh, there he is. Do you want to know how much of a, a bad person I am? Yeah. I had plans to go to Ikea at the weekend. Oh, yeah. But I logged on Instagram <laughs> on Saturday this. morning, and the person who is like the... What do you describe him as? Uh, he's definitely like one of the managers of the gym. Yeah, he's like this, he does the inductions and that at the gym. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. PG he gym. was there yeah. at the entrance of the Ikea I go to, and there's not another Ikea around here for miles. Yeah. So that's my only option. And he was there selling gym, mm. like... Gym memberships, like, oh, come down to the gym for a free uh-huh. trial, this, this, that, and the other. And I didn't go to IKEA because of it, because I couldn't look him in the eye and go, hello, I'm the person who went to your gym many months ago and hasn't been back because he's got <sighs> no drive and no husband. Hey. Yeah. Owen, Owen pointed out that that guy... Aww. Owen pointed out also that that guy looks <laughs> like so Scott Hall's son. <laughs> he does. He does look a bit like Cody Hall, yeah. He looks a bit like he's Cody Hall. Oh, he looks like Cody Hall. I wouldn't yeah. have gone there. He said he was a professional wrestler. And he's, then when me and Owen were getting the... And you know, me. I was there as well. All oh, no, no. the YouTube personalities were there. But me and Owen were walking around together. Oh, sorry, you, you didn't sorry, do the induction, sorry. did you? No, I just went for it. There you go, yeah. Oh, so well done, yeah. Me and Owen were having the Poach. demonstrations done for the machines because they're big and scary. That's right, yeah. And he's like, oh, are you on that uh, cultaholic? He did. <laughs> well, I never. Yeah. Well, he was very professional at the and start. You know, I, I actually, you told me this because you said, I didn't used to like you guys. Uh, <laughs> now I do. My... The one I was most flattered because it seemed like a cool person and I felt beneath them was the man doing the like the welcome at the football um, museum in Manchester. And he went, do you want a picture with the Premier League trophy? And me and Bethany went, yes, please. And then he went, you're from Col- I was like, oh, you're a cool football boy. You shouldn't like me. <laughs> Stop it. Aww. And then we went on our tour of the football museum. That's nice. Nice. How did we get here? Ross's story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
This is this is Ross about to go to the gym and right, then via, this is what he sees. Audio yeah. listeners, Via has tweeted, you don't got to go home, but you can't stay here. Yeah. Like, it's closing time, yeah. That's it. <laughs> you know what? I'm regretting it's my whole. It's time to go. <laughs> I'm, re- I'm regretting my Hall of Fame pick now. It should have been that one. It's just the poor woman stood to the side. I'm like. What's going on here? Oh, it's real, yeah. isn't it? Like, it's, yeah, people are there. But it must be hell if you're like, yeah, it shuts at seven. It'd be like people coming in to buy, like, stuff from a shop at, like, Pizza. three minutes yeah. to, they're like, oh, I just want a quick quote. No. Oh. Imagine being made, like, the gym is clean. They should grab that. The gym's on fire. <laughs> Banker Belair says to criticisms that her hair is a legal object. She said mm-hmm. that, and she used it against Becky, and she's complaining, and said, no, no, no. She only uses her hair as a weapon after it's been used against her. Yeah, she's like the Punisher. Uh, not really, but I appreciate oh, thank it. Thank you. Uh, she wrestles Dewdrop again. Oh, yes, and wins. But Becky Lynch attacks. I'm glad that they just do this. Just, ah, I've got nothing planned. Belair should wrestle Dewdrop and show off how crazy strong she is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And how Dewdrop can keep up with her, by the way. Right. This was like, I've written down here, Dewdrop is very good and wrestle this match like Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Bianca was very good and wrestled this match like Rey Mysterio. They were just very quick, weren't they? Yeah. yeah didn't absolutely. stop the entire time. This is the fifth time they've wrestled a singles match on Raw since December. The sixth. Great. By the way, I think it's really good. Get it up. Get those numbers up. It's really good, but I just... It, it's hard to get excited for... I know they'll always do something good, but it's hard. It's diminishing returns. Uh, yeah. I would do, mention what happened after the bell. Becky Lynch attacks. Becky wraps a chair around Belair's neck and uses her hair to pull her into the ring post. Well, now Bianca's going to use her hair as a weapon. Well, no, uh, is she? Because Becky shouts at Bianca. N- I'm not going to bother. Next week, your hair, bitch. Mm. Which I would assume means she's going to cut it off. Did you decide <laughs> against the accent there? Yes, I did. Fair enough. I made it called an audible. Oh. I called an audible. You called not. Randy Orton has planned an in-ring title celebration for himself and Riddle. He's about to give Riddle a gift in a mysterious bag. What could it be? It's a bag of weed. I was going to say, yeah, everyone else they did got like a lovely little reaction, crowd went to him, but they did that and no one popped for it. No. Because the only way to make that, no one, it wasn't a mysterious bag. A proper way, bag is see. <laughs> is weed mm. legal in the Floridas? I assume it is. I don't know. Um, I seriously doubt even if it was, they would have gone. Here's in... drugs. Yeah. It's Jacksonville, isn't it? Oh, it was Just in to Jacksonville. See if, the, if the crowd would have got, understood the reference. Oh, they should have booked they it. They did, because it was like, why is it, why is it a coloured bag? We, imagine if they, again, we want imagine, to see what it looks like. Imagine if they'd gone Daly's place. <sighs> imagine if you had a little clear baggie. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> but the Street Profits interrupt, and I thought they had a bit of an edge to them that they haven't had in ages. Mm. They want to tell shot WrestleMania because they beat RK Bro a couple of weeks ago. Yes. Clean in the ring. By accident. Right, right. Randy refuses, but Riddle convinces him to accept because they have to defend the belts at Mania. Montez Ford insults Orton's party plan ability, which gets Riddle <laughs> murdered. They have a singles match battle for Academy Attack, make it a no contest. I think it's an interesting point that you raised saying the Street Profits had some Kavorka they haven't had yeah. recently. Because I find now... They're just inserted into many things as the de facto baby faces because they're not as popular as the baby faces they're in the ring with. Right, right. I'm thinking about your day one at the start. Of the year. Mm. I'm thinking about this this segment on Raw. There's a couple more instances that I can't remember off the top of my head at this time, but it's happened numerous times, and I find it very, very interesting. Yeah. Because I think they are popular. 
I like them a lot. No, no, yeah. they are. It, but it's, you know, they're down here in Arcade Bro, one of the most popular bits on WWE right now. Mm. So it's like, yeah, you're good, but you're not going to be, not, nothing's beating Randy at this point. I want The drug testing couldn't beat Randy. I want the Street Profits to win. They won't. They won't. But I thought it's, it's perfectly set up, isn't it? Have they done this yet? Where they go, hey, we want the smoke. Real goes, I want the smoke too. Almost oh, certainly. It's, it's coming. If they, if they, if they haven't done it already here. Yeah. That'll be, the, that'll be the final line of the video package for Mania. Yeah. <laughs> I want the smoke. <sighs> Check out my melody. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Owens beats Seth Rollins at the main event. It's a good Didn't match. The match. That a match, Tez and Riddle. I said that. Did yeah, you? and then Alpha Academy yeah, came in, Alpha yeah. Academy, no contest. Beg my pardon. Oh, you Sorry. hit that hard there. God, wow, well oh. done, mate. I got Kavorka there. <laughs> that I just thought was interesting again, because Tez was wrestling like the heel. He was attacking Riddle's bare feet, mm. which a baby face wouldn't do. They're mm. too pure and honest. Yeah. Yes. Aye. Unlike that Riddle who was not. But I assume this is going for another big multi-man tag team match at WrestleMania. Looks like it, yeah. yeah. Do you think, is it like a, a three-team match on either side, Probably. either brand? Okay. Yeah. Alpha Academy, RK Bro. And NXT. By the way, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, the, well, I was triple, say this entire bit triple, very, very similar to what they're doing NXT. Triple threats right all over the place, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lack of ideas. Ooh. I've said it. No, they've got, got no the regrets. ideas. They've got the ideas. They're just using them again and again and again. <laughs> and then, yeah, Owens beats Rollins the main event to keep his mania segment with Austin intact. The show ends with Seth staring sadly up to the WrestleMania side. His dreams have been dashed. The commentator <gasps> noted that on this particular night, Rollins had a nightmare. That's right. What else could that mean? It only the means boogeyman. <laughs> what could he do now? What could he do now, guys? <laughs> How many roads must <laughs> yeah. a man walk down? Oh. Anyway, NXT. The show opens up with a special edition of Miz TV. The Miz's guests are Robert Roode and the new NXT champion Dolph Ziggler. Uh, we see footage of earlier today where Bron Breaker stormed around the performance center looking for Ziggler before being made to leave by security. And a funny bit, they showed some of this via CCTV, and I thought, oh, that'd be nice to just use that, and this would back to have normal cameras that are omnipresent anyway, so he goes, I don't know why There was some real film directing with Cora J yeah. later on as well. Oh, we'll get to that. LA Knight heads the ring. Who? The Rock. Uh, and challenges Dolph to a match. Ziggler says he only fights main eventers. Go on, Dolph. So Miz books the match for the main event. Silly Dolph. Yeah. Uh, the Miz. <laughs> Silly Dolph. Yeah. Silly Dolph. Uh, so Miz was really over the NXT crowd, which I thought was interesting. You know, almost like. Him. Do you know who was almost, more over? Almost like. Do you know who was more over? Oh, I, 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 is it? The Rock. It's The Rock. It is The Rock. It's almost, incredible. It's Why is that? Like... It's just because they, they're real recognizing real, I think. Yeah, I think it is no. as well. I think Jack's trying to say something. I think it's a wrestler who has many catchphrases, a wrestler who knows, yeah. knows how to work the crowd, a wrestler who just has unmatched charisma, getting louder reactions than these established main mm. roster superstars. Honestly, if you caught Elliot Knight, known of his friends as The Rock, in bed with your wife, you took him in. You would. You give him a you give him a, a blue chew. Which this podcast is not sponsored by. <laughs> nah, he wouldn't need it, but um, Tom Conradson, mm. the new gimmick for Pete Dunne, might need it. it Jack, are you all right? Yeah. I can't wait to see what sort of reception he gets at Stand and Deliver. They're right? going to stand up and they're going to deliver to him thunderous applause. Okay, okay. That's what it's called. There'll that. be a 10-gun salute. Because we're in Texas, y'all. Yeah, they'll shoot all the people not cheering. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this man. was I thought this was because Ziggler was like sort of like avoiding them sort of like ooh I only wrestle main eventers and then Miz was like yes the match is on Miz has got power to <laughs> he's got authority yeah. to book NXT 
because yeah. he's a raw superstar and the, the gods. So anyone, Mount Olympus coming down to meet so the balls. Like Reggie could. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh my god! Well, did Reggie have a segment this week on Raw? Nah. Oh, that's alright. No, I, I we... forgot to mention it. Okay, fair enough. I wouldn't look at it. There did. was no sexual tension uh, on Raw this week with uh, Dana and Reggie. Oh. And Tamina and Akira Tozawa, who took to Twitter this week. I don't even pulling that up, Richard, just in case the two fellas here on the podcast haven't seen it on Akira Tozawa's Twitter. Oh, just, um, just letting Tamina know that he's he's looking over. Just, just. Oh, and there's jizz and the. Uh... There you go. Hey, Tamina, I'm watching you. <laughs> <laughs> But what a mix if you scroll up. Like, there's that picture, and then the header is just jizz. <laughs> is it before and after? And just in case you couldn't tell, Japanese. That's his Twitter bio. Oh, oh, oh right. That was just observation. Where are you? Yeah, sorry. All your listeners. All your listeners. His Twitter bio simply reads Japanese hashtag WWE hashtag raw. <laughs> just in case. I didn't see it. I'm like, are you all right? Oh, 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 it's there. Okay. <laughs> God. With a little Britain <laughs> Backstage, we see that Cora Jade has somehow stolen all three of Toxic Tracks' title belts because they're hanging around and she says, well, I'll take these belts. Why would they leave them belt around? And that belt. Mm-hmm. And I, at first, I thought, have they left them there? Well, they're going for like a beauty spa or whatever. And there's like, no, I think Cora Jade just stole them and put them there for dramatic effect. It wasn't actually yeah. explained how she I've done them. the whole Cora Jade arc Yeah, here's, here's, here's the yeah. Uh, miniseries. Ugh. In the locker room, Wendy Chu informs us that she loves orange soda. Why um, has she stolen a classic? I'm but I sorry. Don't, no, 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 surely she wasn't trying to do Keenan Kel because she Who didn't else do it could right. it be? No one else loves orange but soda. She said, no, no, but <laughs> not as much as Kel. If you're going to do the thing, you've got to do it right. They didn't go, I love orange soda, me. They went, who loves orange, orange soda? Kel loves orange soda. Wendy is Chew. Is it true? Yeah, is Wendy, it true? Wendy, Wendy Chew. Yeah, they could have done it. Wendy, Wendy Chew. Chew loves orange soda. Uh, Easy, it's there. And she just runs, I love orange soda means. All right, cool. Mm. That, that's a character, is it? Now, what what happened? Because Keenan's on like Saturday Night Live and stuff. What happened to Kel? Drowned. No, no. <laughs> God, no. A, a bath of orange soda. I've got Stop no idea. He's, just, gonna, he's around. I'm just going to check he's alive. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, Please be alive. I, no, no, I, we'd know he was dead. There, there was that famous rumor that he was dead. Like, Shut up, Richard. No, it was just a rumor, though. Could you not have just said this before I said that? No, no, no. Kel Mitchell is not dead. He's alive. He's alive. He's, yeah, four, yeah, he's forty-three. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's fine. Dakota Kai, handsome devil. He is. Dakota Kai is worried about the Dusty Classic final, but Wendy tells her to relax. Toxic Attraction burst in looking for Cora, but she's not there. I'm glad you typed all that. Cora spends a night using the title belts as bait, setting hilarious traps for toxic attraction. She locks JC Jane behind a gate and Gigi Dolan in a bin. On a I boat. I don't know. <laughs> On a goat. <laughs> I don't know why Gigi Dolan went, oh, the belt's in this uh, big old, <laughs> what do they call them? Uh, dumpster. dumpster. Yeah, but that's not that's a trademark term, isn't it? What's the... Is it? Like like Hoover? Yeah. Oh, or in Iron Brew? Yeah. They, oh, very nice. And... Uh, you should only drink one of those things. And she went, oh, well, the only way I can get this is by going in the dumpster. Well, she had it. It was too high. Yeah, it was too she high. She could have got a stick. <laughs> she couldn't see the, the string it was attached to. Mm. I thought it was fantastic. Did she? Later, yeah, yeah straight out Home Alone 3. I love her. Oh, you think I don't pay attention? If, if Cora Jade got on the trash can, which had Gigi Dolin inside, and started singing, this is my, my town. town. <laughs> 
Watch your step if you come around. That would have taken things over to top. I don't think I know you. Maybe it's ben. time to show you. Later. <laughs> she if thinks all about Home Alone 3 fans out there. Spray painting Mandy yeah, Rose's. thinks about it. Yeah, because she goes, I'm going to spray this Range Rover, but instead decides <laughs> to take it for a ride. Mandy's hiding inside the car ah. and beats Cora down before spray painting her back. Was that a Scott Hall tribute? Like an NWO spray paint in the back? Uh, I don't know what she uh, scribbled, though. Just like could a, have been. Yeah, I couldn't tell what it she, read. She was trying to write mm. some, but it didn't quite work. Mandy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was TA, Toxic Attraction. No, nah, she was doing Sonic 2 is oh, better no. than Sonic 3. <laughs> and she carried it at yeah. AEW like that. Um... Oh, this was odd. It was fantastic. You didn't H- like Cora Jade until now. Until now. I <laughs> didn't like the weirdo who took a grown-up friend to the bloody thingy on the, the, the high thing. Adults can go to the adventure park. The adventure park. Oh, yeah. And then, like, she would, after the week before, go like, ah, I'm going to beat you up. And then the week before that, she's like, please let me love you. Please love me back. I didn't like that Cora one. Jade's only, like, 21. We were all a bit emotionally all over the place. When we Not were like that, though. Okay. That's a different level of erratic. But this, the skiving, conniving... Well thought out, master manipulator, architect, cerebral assassin, Cora Jade. This is what I'm here for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Kevin. It's Kevin McAllister, but it's just it's fantastic. I can't wait to see what happens next week. I liked her drip. Thought she was dressed cool, which obviously Ross thinks is. I always think, but this week I was particularly like, oh, she's dressed cool. I was sad when she got beaten up, and I'm looking forward to the title match. <laughs> It's interesting that Mandy, Mandy, also said, uh, I'll fight you and any other woman. And she looked the other way. Oh. Just to see if there was any other women there. That's a great touch. So mm. I assume that... Uh, yeah, it's good. She's like, gonna be oh, a, I guess no one's here to save you. A multi-woman match is uh, going to happen yeah. for, the t- for the title. Oh, sense. a multi one. Oh, I thought I'll it would fight just be... you and any other woman. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, uh, I thought it was just a classic good versus evil. Sort of Maybe uh, we'll have to see after Home Alone 2 next week. Yeah. What happens? Yeah. Imagine if they do the spot with the rope and the flames. Yeah. Just toxic attraction <laughs> falling down from a great height. Imagine. Imagine if one of them... No, I was going to use... You know, the sm- you smacked my winky in Home Alone 3. And no one's going to get their winky smacked, hopefully. Oh, yeah. You guys are obscure references. Uh, watch Home Alone 3. No. It's very good. There's a spot in Home Alone 3 where (laughs) (laughs) the the backstage path, the garden path in the back, the back garden path has actually been replaced by all sorts of like mud and stuff. So it looks solid, Mm. but then when she falls into it, she's trapped in this mud and a plant pot falls and cracks on the back of the head and she falls forward into the SHIT. Mm. That's what we need to see on next week's NXT. Cora Drade with plant pot from Great Height. There's a sick spot where a lawnmower comes out the, the loft down onto and then a lawnmower, a lawnmower. Aye. Not even not any lawnmower though. One of those Dug. ones with the, the the circular thingy on the all front. Right. He's and hardcore. Then, <laughs> and what was it? Gives him a silly haircut. Gives him a haircut. <laughs> That's all it does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got like it just sort of like gappy bits in there. He reminds me a bit of David Schwimmer that one. Yeah, he does. Yeah, the the faces he pulls in that. Right, sorry. Home Alone Three is a fine film. It's just not as iconic as one or two, so people mm. look down on it unfairly. That's all we're saying. Mrs. Hess is kept hostage. Yeah, big, big baby face turn from Mrs. Hess towards the end. She was an arsehole at the start. Mm. And yeah. then Alex helps her at the end. Because oh. Alex is a good boy. 
Santos Escobar beats Cameron Grimes to qualify for the North American title ladder match stand the liver. A surprisingly positive cheer from the bunch of not plants in the audience. I thought Cameron Grimes was the goodie, but Santos Escobar was like, yeah, he's cool. It's weird what happened to Cameron Grimes. He's gone from being the most popular thing to just being sort of lost in the shuffle. Well, I've mentioned, yeah. well, he, he oh. said later. And Grimes listens to this and says, yeah, takes it badly. Talks later about being sick of losing all the time and letting down the memory of his dad. Wow. Ah, he got really serious. Now, yeah. I don't, I didn't view Cameron Grimes as losing all the time yet. He's just not doing anything right now. Yeah. yeah. He'd be uh, LA Knight in a feud. Not many people can, can say that. Not yeah, many people and, can. Yeah. Backstage, Escobar calls himself the greatest luchador of all time, mm. but is interrupted by Ray and Dominic Mysterio. What are you doing here? <laughs> Ray thinks that Dom is the greatest luchador ever. Santos and his poison. No, no, Ray thinks he's the great. Dom's no, gonna, Ray, thinks Ray thinks that thinks Dom, Dom is the next greatest next luchador. Next was the crucial but, word okay, there. No, Ray no. doesn't think Dom is the greatest luchador ever. He's next greatest luchador, but Santos basically got kidding us both. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody <laughs> hell. And then they're like, all right, let's have a match later on then. Like, all right. Nibble the pal. Yeah. And then A Kid makes his NXT 2.0 debut. Oh, Dom's Boy. match was later. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I went for a celebration there. Oh, AK. Oh, oh, I'm so yes. used to just saying that now. I have to forget. Yeah. Yeah. AK makes his NXT 2.0 debut after leaving NXT UK by way of Spain, I guess. Uh, he beats Kushida to qualify for a qualifying match for the North American title ladder match. So nice that he got brought up. I'm surprised he beat Kushida, though. It's a hell of I'm not. Thing. I'm not at all. Jacket time, Kushida. Yeah. He's a joke. Oh, right. <laughs> I, actually forgot, I forgot about jacket time because I've been on TV for weeks. They were on last week. Were they? Yeah, sort of. I've forgotten his name. Yeah, it was just, I, wrote, I remember writing it in the notes as like, and Jack Time are excited about this. They watched oh, the, oh, right. They, they, watched the, it, they just backstage. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think right. the, was it, they watched okay, the promo for A-Kid. And then yeah. and that was it. Then they were excited then, about what it. Was his, I've forgotten his name completely. Not, what, Ikeman Gyro? Ikeman Gyro. He was like, he's fantastic. He's so excited. <laughs> he's like, he's going to beat you, mate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, he won't. That was a very good match, hey, though. Jack yeah, Time yeah. have been resting on level up. So they have been active. <laughs> Level up. Yeah. Has anyone seen that yet? No. We need record-breaking IWGP junior heavyweight. To, we, need <laughs> him to, we need him to level up. Yep. Yeah. WCBW World. No, Pro Wrestling World Cup champion. Yeah. He won uh, it, right? You can't argue with the yep. facts. Yep. He didn't get to take the trophy home, though, did he? <sighs> Prestige. Oh. The Prestige eh? smashed it up. Whoa. He was right. Yeah, we booked him a, suit, a seat on the aeroplane for the trophy itself. <laughs> Didn't get to fill that seat. At least Kushida had some legroom on the way home. No. But the most interesting part... He filled up with part... like Jaffa cakes and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the most interesting part of this match was Wade on commentary uh -huh. saying that A-Kid used to play for Real Madrid school teams in his youth. I, really? I don't and... know if he was taking the mick or not. And while doing so, trained alongside the likes of Zinedine Zidane and Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. Now, as I'm we on. all know, famously, Zinedine Zidane retired after the 2006 all World right. Cup with that Go headbutt on, on Matarazzi. Cristiano yeah. Ronaldo didn't sign for Real Madrid until 2009. So how's this one happened, Wade? Well, huh? I, I would have assumed that the Zidane one might have been like him doing a like the equivalent of a wrestling seminar. <laughs> Coming around and imparting right, some right, knowledge right. on the kids. But the Ronaldo one, I don't get. Yeah, yeah. I think Barrett was just living on a... Planet Barrett. He's actually a football week. fan, though. He knows Preston North End. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know what he was going. Yeah. Like, yeah. what do you. <laughs> no panic. one watching this podcast cares, but I care, right? No, no, I care. Like, <laughs> he just, just panicked and named some Real Madrid players. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, he was actually training alongside the likes of Thomas Gravison. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas Gravison. And Fernando Gago. Wow. Gago. Gago? Irano. 
<laughs> and then Tiffy Stratton beats Sarai by attacking her before she can do her magical necklace transformation. She so, was not able to transform. So smart. So she, yeah, so she, so she's been a schoolgirl then, I guess. Yeah, in but... Kayfabe. And they showed them out back, yeah, the, the why this is happening. She went, wow, that's a nice crappy necklace you got there. Oh, it's an heirloom. Whatever. Do you want this one instead? No, thank you. You think you're better than me? And um, then she went, all right, cool. Let's have a match. Let's go beat you before you transform. So Genius. Every, so week, good. every week I'd watch Power Rangers and go, why don't... Every week the giant monster, the monster turns giant and starts on the city. And then the Power Rangers turn giant. Why don't the Power Rangers one week just turn giant and squish the monster like underneath the foot? And that's it. Oh, before the monster turns giant. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, ah, we're right to my Megazord mode. We just stamp you yeah. there. End of that. And here we go. Years later, she goes, well, why am I waiting for you to transform? I'm going to hit you from behind. Tiffany Isn't Stratton is the Power Rangers. Yes. Okay. No, the smart Power Rangers. Yeah. I'm very intrigued to see where this goes next week because did, I don't think Tiffany Stratton kept a hold of the source of all the power. And I hope she did ah. because next week would be great to see <laughs> Tiffany Stratton just strutting the aisle backstage, like dressed like herself. And then she walks through the smoke and then transform into like the, the yeah. ass kicking Sarai. What would but, she be? But, and then she's like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> what, would, what would her version be? Sarai she should be into... Tiffy. She transformed. <laughs> no, she goes through. Charlotte Flair walks out. Oh! oh. <laughs> yeah, they got a lot of fun with this. Yeah. But did she pick up the source of the power? That's all we need to know. <laughs> I hope she did. And if she gets that, just throws it in the bin. And so I was like, help! I'm rubbish about that. I want to say, I used to be good. They're like, yeah, sure you do. Get yourself to level up. <laughs> it was good heat, though. What a segment. Yeah, sorry. Uh, backstage, Gunther tells LA Knight he doesn't respect him using words to get what he wants. And then Ellie Knight just cleans his clock. He, he goes, yeah, whatever. Well, this, is just, this isn't just wrestling, sports, entertainment, buddy. And I do both the sports and the entertainment. Yeah. You got the first half of that. I am both. Yeah. He wiped the floor with Gunter. Gunter can't come back in this one. Gunter's going to batter Ellie Knight, I'm afraid. Yes, yeah. But on the microphone. Oh, yeah. Well, I reckon Ellie Knight will charm him like a snake. With sheer professional, <laughs> with sheer professional wrestling promo. They do snake, snake charming. <laughs> I was playing the old, yeah. playing the flute, playing the um, snake flute. <laughs> with sheer professional wrestling promo prowess <laughs> is what I was trying to say. Yeah, goodness, goodness me. Vol- Gun- sorry, Gunter will be mesmerized by the Kavorka of LA Knight, <laughs> and that's how LA Knight will pick up the victory. Oh no, I think I like you, LA Knight. I'll kill you last. <laughs> As we all know, NXT 2.0 is the horniest brand in WWE, and I think that's affecting our analysis. It certainly is getting in the way of something. Yeah. <laughs> Damaso Ciampa cuts a babyface promo, recapping his entire NXT career and thanking the fans for being with him every step of the way, whether cheering him or booing him. He wonders about the best way to close this chapter of his life. Is it by Tony D'Angelo? <laughs> <laughs> Tony got a blindsided Ciampa with a crowbar, but says he respects Ciampa. him. <laughs> respects him too much to do that and would be honored to face him at stand and deliver. Ciampa accepts and they shake hands, but Tony low blows him. It says that by beating Champa, he become the dawn of NXT and gives him the kiss of death. Mm, like Glenn Gilberti does. Well, he did it once in a recent TNA episode I watched. Oh, um, what? <laughs> no, no, it's the Godfather. I know it's the Mafia thing and yeah. Yeah. It's a big trope in pop culture. Is that the same yes, Glenn Gilberti. Just, that was the reverence you went with. In fact, it probably goes back to like Judas, Chris Jericho. <laughs> anyway. Thank you. So I thought, wait, hang on. We've seen this before, haven't we? With Johnny Gargano. And then Grayson Waller doing the thing months oh, ago right. when it went like, you know, hey, look, thank you very much. I'm basically out of character now because I'm basically leaving. We've seen him on Raw, Russell Chamber. 
looks I'm going to put two and two together here and probably get six. But it looks like he's going up to the main roster after Tony Jansen's had his way with him. And I thought it was a nice, lovely bit that they get these send-offs going, yeah, look, I know I'm going to the other place. I'm being picked out by one of the little Martians in um, <laughs> Pizza Planet. Unless your name is Butch. He didn't get a goodbye. He did not. Oh. It needs to be an ending of wrestling, of Botchamania. The Toy no. Story, the clown. Uh, uh, and then the, you can put... You Pete Dunne Fury Finder. No, no. You can put that weird font you use on all of the... Oh, thank you. Yeah. The weird font. The Botchamania font. That's yeah. right. Yeah, I thank you, Bob. This was a tremendous segment. Write that down. Another this fiver was... you'll never see. Oh. But yeah, no, one of a little segment, Ross. I agree. What else were you going to yeah, say? Yeah, uh, uh, Champ has been wrestling in NXT since 2015, he said. And I didn't realize that until Jesus, he said it. Yeah. Wow. Then you realize how close you are to death. <laughs> yeah. It's incredible. Because I believe he made his NXT debut and was also on Impact that week due to Impact's pre taping. Mm. Or NXT's pre taping. I think they were pre taped at that point. So. That was one of those dumb little facts. It was like, oh, maybe you won't be there for very long. Here we are. It was interesting that because it was last week, I think, Tony cut that promo said he was going to do something to stand deliver that would make him the Don. Now we're sitting there going, how can he do that when he's not in the championship match? Mm. That's how. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm right in saying that we didn't get Waller versus Gargano. Waller attacked him, and then Gargano was just like, all right, mm. bye. Then we got so, Waller versus LA Knight. Ugh. Less said about that one, the better. Oh, we got, Why would you bring that up? We got, um, oh no, did it come after the War Games? We came after the War Games match, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, oh, right, it. Okay, right. Which was just last week, wasn't it? Mm. Last yes, month, it was, in fact. No, the Gargano and. What? Um, oh, yeah, that was the one the after. Promo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, big pun. Yeah. Interestingly, though, Tony, can you name his most recent two matches? Yes, I can. Go on, then. Pete Dunne in the weaponized cage. Correct. And. It was another defeat for Tony D'Angelo. Pete Dunne again? No. Okay. It was Corbin Paul. No. Was it against? It wasn't Pete Dunne. Um... Was it against Cameron Grimes? Yes, it was. Wow. Oh. Come on. Thank you. Well, Cameron Grimes is sick of losing all the time. Mm -hmm. What? Weird. <laughs> so interesting stuff. You hear my woof woof move move of the week. <laughs> I'm is it? Is it? Oh, I don't know what to say. It is. So Indy Hartwell comes out to face Persia Proda. Think about together. Oh, yeah. Uh, but obviously, make a big deal of that in commentary. Wade Barrett describes Indy Hartwell and Berger Broder's breakup as having the potential of Shane Ritchie's fallout with Paris Hilton. Vic Joseph then says, I'm sure MySpace will appreciate that reference. Whoa. Vic Joseph getting sick of Wade Barrett talking absolute nonsense. <laughs> Shane Ritchie's in baby. Wait a minute, Alfie Moon? I'm your man. Nicole Ritchie. You look at the wrong person here. Somebody Ritchie. Shane Ritchie. Shane Ritchie, you said. That's I mean. I went That's back him and checked. That's isn't it? That's Shane. Yeah, Shane Ritchie's. Yeah. He wasn't just Par quoting. There's no Paris way. Hilton. There's no way. He was married Paris to Colleen Nolan. Paris Hilton was. <laughs> Paris Hilton. Which was, one did he mean then? That's Paris Hilton was mates with Nicole Ritchie. Nicole Ritchie. Lionel Ritchie's daughter. Oh he, yeah, I know that. But he definitely said like. He, he said Shane said Ritchie. Yeah. Are you sure? Johnny Singh. It's really hard. No, no. Damn it. Well, I was sure until you brought that up. Now I'm probably like... I prefer Shane Ritchie. Sorry. Shane? Shane Ritchie. Paris Hilton. No. No way. Get out Shane of here. Shane Ritchie. Get out. Get out of my pub. <laughs> you are not my mother. Come on. Here we go. God, Paris. this is exciting. No, no, no. I've got it. Shane Ritchie, no, Paris Hilton. Nothing's coming up at all. Pa no. She was never with Shane. Damn it. Well, a man can dream, eh? <laughs> Nicole Richie, Shane Richie. Not even sound similar, do they? No. 
Not Maybe she had another boyfriend who had the name Richie. Yeah. She was seen together with Die Leonardo Richie. DiCaprio. No. She dated a poker player called Rick Solomon. She was with Nick Carter. She was with... Who? Ben what? Nick Carter. Not from MSK. That's Nash, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> Doug Reinhardt. Nah, I don't think she was nah. with Shim Richie. I don't know what he's on about, but the fact that Vic Joseph just shut him down and went, I regret bringing this up now. Mm. So bad with names. Yeah, look at you, Bruno. But uh, yeah, it was a nice bit of Vic Joseph shooting down. Moving on to the match then. Uh, Sexiest Man in NXT, Dull Hudson, comes out to distract Indy. Don't gloss Dex over that fact. The sexiest man in NXT officially. Well, according to Wade Barrett. I Dull th Hudson. He's a good looking boy. Yeah, he's all right. He's a good looking boy. He's no LA Knight, though, is he? No, no he hasn't one got is. The, the bright, bushy eyes of an LA I'd Knight. I'd say that he's better looking than LA Knight. Kissable lips. They're both, they're both <laughs> handsome men, but I think I think Duke Hudson's better looking than LA Knight. Actually, you know what? It'd be nice because Dull Hudson, um, you talk to him, and he's, oh, I have issues sleeping. <laughs> so I actually appreciate Dull Hudson's like, tell Dull me about your life. Well, I was born. Um... Duke Hudson is in the most wacky storyline currently on NXT. <laughs> wacky. It is wacky. See what happens after this match? <laughs> Dexter Loomis emerges from the ring to scare him. Indy gets a roll up for the win. After match, the two couples have a weird kiss off. That makes it sound like an orgy. Like the two uh, couples all join in and have a weird kiss whoa. off. Together. No, uh, anything you can do, we can do saucier. <laughs> yeah. I was along oh, for the ride, me. No. What a fantastic. And Corey playing... Graves and Carmella's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Indy on Twitter afterwards posted just a picture of no caption, I think, with uh, Edge and Lita's. Live sex celebration. Uh, that could be next week. No, it's just and a happy memory. Also, Carmella has, has teased that on Monday Night Raw with her promos recently. Yes. So maybe we could see an orgy. Maybe. Hey. They're just basically tweeting, yeah, we're going to have sex. Yeah. It's scandalous for these, these couples, isn't it? Having I can't sex. see it happening in, on Raw, but I can definitely see it happening in NXT. NXT is so horny. Because no one's watching it, so they can do what they want. I yeah. think I, I think Dull Hudson's he doesn't know what he's in for here. Do you not know what Dexter Loomis does to men? I love you, Indy. Kills them, doesn't he? He kills them. He kills them. He scares he's, them. He's a, a man gimmick. eater. That's a gimmick, isn't it? Well, it's implied. He's a serial killer. He wears leather gloves. The thing he's is, just, though, he just doesn't want germs. If he smothers, if 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 oh my god, I forgot his name. Duke Hudson. Dull. No, the other one. You've just said Indy Persia. Indy's boyfriend, Dexter. If Dexter, I'm on one today. If Dexter, roll on one. Uh, smothers dull will not be able to tell the difference just be the same as when he's alive oh come on now that would be min <laughs> Persia's going just like, come on dull. come on dull come on dull let's come go on. to the cinema such what do you say oh. <laughs> such unfair treatment alright whatever I'm against this unfair treatment <laughs> of the sexiest man in NXT it's a montage you bring around like yeah, 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 yeah. just call him drop dead sexy <laughs> oh. Mr. Toad's wild ride he's just hanging out like that oh I'll be mint dead sexy dull dead Hudson. sexy yes <laughs> so <laughs> just like, he's a great listener Persian <laughs> <laughs> have you heard Shane Ritchie and Paris Hilton's <laughs> Yeah, I, saw, I thought the same. Don Mysterio visits Raul Mendoza. And <laughs> Lopez tries to get involved, but is stopped by Fallon Henley, accompanied by Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen. Mm. Ugh, the tag team formula owners. Oh, God, not them. 
Ray gets oh, a shot just, in on Sunhouse. They're just ruining tooting lads, man. Oh. Who cares about a little bit of incest here and there? There's Hello no incest. There is, it's implied <coughs> numerous occasions. Alabama and all that sort of stuff. That's not my words. It's the words of the NXT. No, Alabama's a dirty, <laughs> disgusting state. Don't worry. I don't know. Just, <laughs> oh, my God. God. I don't know. I don't know. Ray gets a shot in on Santos Escobar, and uh, Dominic wins. Yeah. It wasn't much of a match, I didn't think. It was just the, the good crowd-popping moments at the end with yep. the Ray getting involved and all that sort of stuff. The crowd were going mental, which disproves his theory about LA Knight. What a dummy. No, it doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> disprove that. Completely and okay. unequivocally disproves that yeah, theory. 100%. Okay. The Creed brothers head the ring and demand to know who attacked them last week. Like Austin when he was after Steve Blackman and that. Yeah. yeah. MSK Ender, to say that they did not do it. <laughs> but mm. what were they wearing? Can't remember. NWO t-shirts. That signified, oh, yeah, that yeah. signified a heel turn for oh. me. Oh. Wasn't a, tribute, wasn't a tribute to Scott Hall. <laughs> it would have been Wolfpack if it was Scott Hall. Mm. For me. No. <laughs> the NWO original, Scott Hall. <laughs> it's a heel turn. It's they did a... it right. They attacked the Creed brothers. They said, hey, yo, to begin. <laughs> like, good lads. Imperium interrupt. Just a bit three-way tag match. The titles are standing the liver. Yes, they were handed the raw script instead. Um, backstage, Malcolm Bivens questions more teams about the attack. The Creed show up and blame the grizzled young veterans. Set up a match for next week. They don't. They're doing a bad job of denying it. But one of these tag teams mess with their vehicle, and we're gonna get to the bottom of this. Until then, the Creed is gonna suplex people willy nilly. Because uh, last week they did this. And I wanted to be MSK. I want them to be bad. It is them. Do you think? That was the telltale sign mm. at the NWO t-shirt. It'd be really funny if next week they actually <laughs> did do it. And he's like, ah, Ross, like, ah, tell you. I think they did do it. But... Suspiciously suspiciously quiet they are, I think. Yeah. The crowd... Because we heard, their pro <laughs> heard the promos, they're better off quiet. Say, they could just be blazed off their tits, because that's what they're doing. Mm. Yeah. They're shaman. Oh, I remember that. We need to give a name to the... They, they've got that balcony that they use to set up three-way feuds. Like, it's the third team will appear on the balcony. And go, ah, oh, you're crap. We'll all have a match instead. Yeah. Like the triple threat balcony or something. I don't know. Yeah. That'll be fun. fun triple threat bit. balcony. Fun little bit for the podcast, everyone. Yeah. yeah. Try to link it to Regal somehow. What's another name for a balcony? Beginning with Flip. R. Beginning with R. Oh. The Regal Rotunda. No, not Rotunda. That's another wrestler. <laughs> Regal Rotunda. This is tax. He used to scream war games off there, didn't he? He did. War games. The Regal. The Regal Balcony. We'll the Royal back. Balcony. We'll come back to that. Where we see the Royal Family wave on wedding days and such. Yeah. In the main event, Dolph Ziggler beats LA Knight. Oh, shocking. To retain the NXT title. Bron Breaker arrives, even though they said he wasn't going to turn up. The liars. And says he wants his rematch to stand the liver. And he even does, because he won't know he talks like a signer, but he even does a ha! Uh. Through. Before sparking out Robert Roode, Ziggler accepts. I really enjoyed this match. It was a throwback. Uh, two stand-up guys, two good professional wrestlers putting on a good American professional wrestling match. The Rock obviously came into this one not fully fit after a last-man-standing match last week, but you couldn't tell. He was electrifying all the way through and just got pipped at the post like he's in mm. Cheltenham. Doesn't win very often. A bit crap, actually. Shut up. Wins <laughs> and losses don't matter. Yeah. That's Rather like AEW Dynamite. That doesn't matter either, because LA Knight's not there. That's mm. right. Yeah. Who'd watch this show? <laughs> Cole O'Reilly and Fish take on Hangman Page and Jurassic Express to open the show. 
Colon, ho, ho, ho. Red Dragon. Red Dragon. Get the win. Yeah, it was, it was a fun six-man opening match. Yeah. I don't know what else to really say. It's obviously set up a rematch job. with Cole and Page. A rematch that I don't particularly care about seeing. No, but Adam Cole's going to dress up as Halo 2 uh-huh. this time round, so it'll make all the difference. Yeah, no, no. Dressed, after, dressed as his favourite Beyonce song, Halo. Not a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle like he did at Revolution. That's no. what he was, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, but yeah. He, Sorry, he's going to be Leonardo next but time. But he, yeah, he, right. he forgot the helmet. Though. He had the hard shell on back, didn't he? Yeah. That's right. Triple Moonsault was fantastic. Double oh, Doomsday yeah. Device was fantastic. Yep. Hangman getting cheered. I thought that was good after what happened at yes. Revolution and such, but then I, I did a Google, and they were in San Antonio. Ah. Cowboys and that. Ah. Yeah. And the fi- I thought the finish was good, the way it was set up, with Cole looking at Hangman while he pinned his friend. Mm. Mm. Like American Psycho was looking at himself in the mirror. Yes. Cole did a lot of um, mouthing along to the words of his song, both before and after this match. I thought, oh, I'm surprised more wrestlers don't do that. Not that I want them to, just I wouldn't yeah. be able to help it, I don't think, if I was... You saw Cole going, it's all you know, it's all Yeah. Yeah. He's good, he's good at that, doing he's karaoke. Class, yeah. Uh, John Moxley and Brian Anderson beat Chuck Taylor and Wheeler Utah with William Regal on guest commentary and what a marvellous job he did mm. pray tell man with the mask who is the demon <laughs> wife <laughs> they plugged the, plug the merch and he goes I haven't got any merch for sale but I do have some lovely jam <laughs> he returns to the ring after the match and offers Regal a handshake Regal slaps him in the face hard, and Wheeler doesn't back down hard slap he yeah. his hand <laughs> It's like, have you seen the the, the slap? What's, it, what's the official term? Oh, the, the face slapping championships. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mate, I can yeah. get sent that by people who like, oh, you watch the wrestling? I'm like, yeah, you like this. I'm I like, saw... this isn't wrestling, but you're right. I do like this. <laughs> I think it was over the weekend, last weekend. I saw it on the old Instagram re- reels where Logan yeah. Paul was there, like, emceeing. Oh. Bosh. Oh, my God, he was saying. <laughs> oh, by emceeing, I thought he, meant he was rapping about the, the slap. <laughs> And I didn't even question that. I thought, yeah, YouTubers and probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I like Wheeler Utah choosing violence. Because yeah, can't, I can't be part of the, the Bad Lads Club. He needs it, I think. Mm-hmm. He's a bit boring when he's aligned with the best friends who are just more entertaining than him. It, it's just, hi, I know these guys. Mm-hmm. All right, thanks, Wheeler. Yeah. Apparently on the indies, he's had some amazing feuds in like AIW and all these places. Yeah. But I don't know anything about them. So, uh, right. Because I don't do wrestlers of the week anymore. Oh, so, I, so I need to... I can't wait for him to show a bit more character because apparently he's had some really, really good matches. So fair play there. Yeah, it's an interesting one because he was meant to be earmarked as an NXT signee, but someone kiboshed that, didn't they? Mm. And now Regal's managing these two lads and he's sort of going towards oh, Regal. Getting the ones that got away from him. Real life implications. See, Captain Ahab going after Moby Dick. <laughs> uh, FTR I talk about firing Tully Blanchard backstage, but the Young Bucks interrupt and say that no matter what changes they make, They'll always be the second best priest in AEW. Priest? Second best priest. Bret Hart is sorry, joining AEW. Ted thing. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. Right, second right, best right. tag team yeah. I thought you'd probably have seen that episode. Uh, yeah, it's right. a Christmas special, I think. I going, second best priest. Those second women were in the nip. <laughs> so good. Anyway. But yeah. So yeah, I think Tony Blanchard's someone else again that, like George Ella, have said bye-bye to. Are they getting Bret the Hart. man himself in? Yeah, yeah. Bret because uh, oh. Matt, it was said, uh, hire the best there is, the best manager in the world. You could do that, but you'll still be certain best. And Dax was on Twitter this week going, hello, Brett, are you busy or something like that? Uh, so, it's all adding up. Who is the best manager currently in wrestling? Is it Heyman? Malcolm Bivens. In, in the kayfabe? No, in real life. No. We're analysing it oh. like a play or a film. Well, how many are there then? There's Heyman? There's not that Malcolm. many. Yeah. 
Does Heyman even count? Uh, what's his name on NXT? Um, uh, from Robbie E. Oh, Robert Stone. Robert Stone. Oh, right. Small Mark Sterling. Oh, God, yeah. There's not that many. Vicky that Guerrero. Vicky Guerrero. Jose, uh, the, the left-hand man. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, Andrade oh, must count. Them, Alex yeah, the guess. Dark Priest. Alex the Dark Priest. Oh, God. <laughs> the second, second best, best priest. Thank you, Yeah. I think Heyman. Probably. It's hard to beat Heyman. By default, right? Yeah. Uh, it's a good default though he's up He's up there it is now the, the, the other segment the Jericho Appreciation Society or Jazz head to the ring 2.0 talk about how he deserves to be idolised they talked about a lot of things but I had to they, did, yeah, they talked they about, about the theme tune and how it's a Jericho segment so yeah, of course yeah. lots of words Jericho says that all of humanity is so fortunate to be alive in the Jericho era <laughs> he's the thing I'm looking at you are yeah. 600 billion years of right <laughs> if there was no Chris Jericho there'd be no AEW Jericho can't seem to get heat from the crowd until he claims to be a sports entertainer. Danny Garcia says that if Jericho claims to be a sports entertainer, then he is as well. And it's funny because he's not. Uh, <laughs> Jericho <laughs> talked about his history with 2.0 and Garcia. So 2.0 are renamed to oh, two ridiculous remember. names that I didn't write down. I Hopefully Ross has. I couldn't catch them. Oh, nah, very, we're on top of our game here, but obviously the reason is because... It's their real names, isn't it? Yeah. So mm-hmm. get, get Wikipedia up there, Richard, if you wouldn't mind. We'll, we'll... Because they're already, they've already got a Matt and Jeff. Oh, yeah. So. Uh, I never thought about that. Well, uh, good spot there, Matthew. Yeah. Um, Sound like a Grand National commentator. <laughs> oh, Cool Hand Ange. Angelo Bar, Parker. And Daddy Magic, Matt Menard. I wish I was called Daddy Danny Magic. Danny Magic. Daddy Magic. Oh, Daddy, Daddy Magic. Sorry, Magic. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Okay. Uh, so Chris Jericho goes, let me tell you about the history between me and Daddy Garcia. And goes, January 6th. Got all the Twitter to go. My Where wife. was your wife? <laughs> a different year, I guess. Okay. Uh, and then they say, "Tell Hager to introduce the group." And he goes, "We beat people up," but some people thought he said, "We beat off people." No, he says, reason. "We we beat a professional wrestler." Oh, is that what or beat them off. Why? Well, uh, whatever they off. want that. We beat off professional wrestlers. But the point is yeah. that they're enter- they're sports entertainers, especially yeah. Daniel Garcia. <laughs> yeah. The wacky, the wacky amount of aid of the yeah, Mr. Comedy himself. Um, I'm surprised it took this long for this gimmick to happen. Mm. the whole sports entertainment yeah. thing because I don't care what AEW say they are just as much sports entertainment as WWE are maybe slightly yeah. less less nonsense but they are still oh yeah the storyline driven there's not, not there's nothing that, wrong with not that not that much of a difference no there's not still all wrestling mm. yeah I'd say this oh no hang on well I was going to say when when it was the Wednesday Night Wars the NXT 1.0 NXT was less sports entertaining than ah, I don't know actually yeah it was do you reckon yeah, it was just straight up matches wasn't it apart from you like Champer and Gargano feuds and stuff yeah. but mainly AEW was more sports entertainment than NXT and it was boring now, oh hey what oh, NXT back oh, then oh hey just wrestling oh yeah. hey guys need more on your plate I, just I agree. having meat yeah, and you... not only was it just wrestling it was the same type of wrestling Call served me over and over again silly boy you're a silly boy. You're a silly boy. Okay. <laughs> I there was a match where me and Matthew fell out on Twitter, and it was like Kushida and Gargano or something like that. They oh, a, God. They, had a, they, had a, they had an amazing match. And I flashbacks. Said, I was like, "Wow, guys, great match!" Just you know, getting the likes in and stuff. And I got targeted by a bigger boy on Twitter, and it was in. A bigger fish came along. What did I say? Jack, should I be silly boy? <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I hope I did. Yeah, that was one of the many Gargano NXT specials where he would do. 16 different things in the match and none of them yeah. result in the finish. You seem to think that Gargano's not very good and he's very good. He's had good matches. Oh, he has. It's just those those last few years of NXT, I'm like, I don't enjoy watching this. Fair enough. This is just moves to take a move, submissions to take a missions, and then someone else will be the finish. 
It was well, like watching... Well, he's a little guy, so he's got to hit them lots of times. <laughs> he's a little guy. He's got to hit them loads of times hey, for him to stay down. Guy. Yeah, I'm a little guy. Hey. <laughs> God, God, it's an Italian name. Hey, it should have hey, been yeah. that. should have been the next Tony D'Angelo. Wardlow takes on Scorpio Sky for the TNT title. Sean Spears distracts Wardlow on the ramp, allowing MGF to push him headfirst into the ring post. Sky wins the roll-up, and Wardlow is beaten down by American top team. He fights them off and tries to powerbomb MJF, but Spears takes him down with chair shots. MJF hits him with dynamite diamond ring. CM Punk, CM hmm. Oh, no, he didn't know. CM Punk's selfish. He didn't save yeah, Cheers, Wardlow. pal. Only helped yeah. you beat him. Turned his back on the fans again. <laughs> be an MJF 2.0 sat at home watching that, saying, where's CM Punk? He didn't mm. come back. Mm. Um, I thought, that obviously, the ending was a bit predictable, but sometimes the predictable thing is the right thing to do. Exactly, yeah. And this was it, because it wasn't time for Scorpio Sky to lose his title. True. MJF and Wardlow is a feud that needs to happen. I guess that'll happen at Dublin often. A big bluff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was fine. I was happy with this, but it does mind you with some people really get vested into it, like you and um, Rick Boogs and his leg. When people go, I can't believe Wardlow mm. lost. I'm like, oh, bless you. <laughs> I can't believe it. Like, <laughs> you can... You can tell that you can tell that Paige Van Zandt's husband's a legit badass because he he went for elbows with an open hat. He went he did that, and I was yeah. like, oh, "That's a martial arts thing to do." Scary man. It is, but and scary lady, scary couple. Yeah, but I still don't know why American Top Team's bringing up all these like MMA people around. Uh, like, yeah, at first few times, you're like, "Oh wow, yeah, it's all these people." But now they're hanging around. Richard, what's what's his what's her husband? Sorry, called. Um, I don't remember. I don't well, like think Mr. he's a, Mr. Van Sant. I, I don't was think he's a, you know? I don't think he's a like not definitely not a prominent MMA fighter if he is. I thought puro expert Richard Tubb would know. <laughs> yeah. Same yeah. He's got all the pride events. He's got Shuto. Oh, I'm actually elbow the table, bloody hell. Oh, Daddy Magic, Matt Menard. <laughs> um yeah, I did, I thought he was actually annoyed, but maybe he was just doing good acting. But he seemed to actually cross Austin with Wardlow. Okay. Austin Vanderford. Well, not, mm-hmm. Very Dutch surnames Evil going on name, here. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Evil like Dutch it. mastermind. Yeah. I like any. Austin. <laughs> I will see you at the WrestleMania. Austin right. Van der Ford. <laughs> I haven't got the bingo card for the accent. Join, <laughs> join the House of Black if you dare. <laughs> it's definitely Swedish, isn't it? It's not. I can't do Dutch. I really can't. Oh, God. Oh, yes. The Hardys make their AW tag team debut. It's all gone! Feeding <laughs> <laughs> private party. The rest of the AFO surround the ring afterwards, but Darby and Sting arrived to even the odds. Dennis Burkamp! Dennis Burkamp! Dennis Burkamp! Next time Malachi Black boots somebody, they should yeah. go <laughs> and And the bad guys leave, yeah. Yeah. You know what? Great seeing the Hardys tag team again, but doing it simple as having uh, Matt big take all the views. for the spots. Yeah. Oh, that's the greatest hits tour, isn't mm. it? Exactly. This was Abba Gold in a wrestling yes. match. This was Robbie at Nebworth. <laughs> they nice. did Angels and all the all the others. She's the one. Yep. Swanton Bomb. Dolly Park. <laughs> Glastonbury. 2000 yes. and whatever year it was. Ooh. She started the Legends trend, didn't she, by being class? Kylie Minogue, him. <laughs> the year after. Lionel. Lionel was there. <clears throat> Who will it be this year? Is it on? I, I don't know. Lionel Richie. Glass Still not recording from Spin Up with Paris Hill. <laughs> <laughs> and then the main event. Finally. The Rock. Brit oh. Baker defends the women's championship against hometown girl Thunder Rose in a cage match. And after blood, chairs, thumbtacks, referee bumps, JR, cricket Excalibur, 
Rosa wins to become the AW Women's Champion. Hooray! Before we get into the good bits, go on. Do we need to scrap special entrances during big championship matches for one person? Because they're becoming a telltale sign as a title change afoot. Lucha oh. Bros, Thunder Rosa. I'm sure there's more, but I can't remember. Yeah, well, maybe give them both wait, one. Yeah. Cole, Cole dressed up in his attire. No, I mean like you know people out there doing sing songs and playing instruments and woo. All right. Um, no. Interesting. I like a special entrance. I like him. I think everyone knew she was going to win anyway. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong with that. Predictability is good. It's like, yeah. come see this person lose. And mm. She did. But when I saw yeah. it, I was just like, ah, oh, she is winning. And then I'm like, oh, I'm always mm. thinking about she's winning in the back I think we all knew that anyway. I mean, that's, oh, why they, yeah. that's why they held it off. But I thought that was too far. A step too far for Ross. That, that was the bit that was a step too far, the entrances. What do you think about the violence in this match? Ross, Ross? hates mariachi. I don't know. <laughs> Who on earth is mariachi? The band or mariachi band. Oh. <laughs> Who's mariachi? <laughs> Oh, bless That's you. Like your He's Munro's a friend of jazz. Like your, of a Pavarotti, man. It's like your Monroe Sky version uh, <laughs> a moment. Of, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> he thought Monroe Sky was a band? So, yeah. well, shortly after the Miz's kid was born, we were doing a reactions video and someone uh, went like, oh, Monroe Sky, I mentioned Monroe Sky. And I went, is that who does the Miz's theme? <laughs> 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 yeah. Sounds like, like an emo sort of band. Be, yeah. yeah. I thought they were in a weird spot, these two. Because obviously what happened last year was never ever going to hit those heights because right. that, I don't want to say that match came out of nowhere, but it certainly blew your bloody socks off because it was it went above any and all expectation. And those expectation dictates, it's a double-edged sword. It's mm. a tough thing. And that's maybe what was the downfall in your opinion for this match, I'm getting the sense. My opinion? Yeah. Because you went, what did you think of the violence in this match? Oh, I know that we have a very different opinion when it comes to the blood and guts and all the negative things to be said that AW went, <coughs> we'll take that as a compliment, cheers. Uh, whereas I can't get enough of it. Uh, I enjoyed it. Love the great stuff they did with the chairs, the chair pyramid, where she went bonk and then fell over. That was I, horrible, that. It was great. I thought she'd landed rather fortunately, considering yeah. all the angles that were sticking out of the chair, but yeah. Yeah, a little bit of ultra violence. The mm. big ass cage, last seen, uh, Co- oh no, not Cody Wardlow, bloody uh, Lucha Bros, Brothers. Yeah. Um, I think they've Young changed box. it slightly, though, because on the far side from the hard cam, it was tight on the ring like a, a standard cage match. But on the near side, it was more like Hell in the Cell because it had a bit of a gap on the floor. Mm. Mm. thought that was interessant. Mm. A nice design because it opens up spots from a cage match, but also spots from a Hell in a Cell. Oh, yeah. wee wee. Clever, if it was intentional. Yeah. Maybe just the thing was a bit skewed. Yeah, I like the violence in this one because it was a feud that necessitated it. Mm-hmm. Right. And I liked how innovative it was. Like, mm. it wasn't flashy, but, like, they shouldn't be in that sort of situation. Like, her just, Thunder Rosa getting Britt Baker's hand just going, ha, into some thumbtacks. Mm. Good. Yep. I didn't like it very much. <gasps> ah, there we go. I knew, I knew you needed a little, yeah, that little face you make. Is it the expectation? No, it was, I don't think it was even maybe their fault, but it felt so rushed for me towards the end. Like, they were walking from one big spot to the next, and you when, I, when you were talking about Logan Paul not selling, and I was like, well, Britt Baker didn't sell. Yeah. But it was like they were rushing because mm. they were getting towards the end of the show. Yeah. And they had, and I'm sure at the end, like, Aubrey checks on one of them and goes, like, go home now. It was like that sort of thing, but I'm just speculating. But, I I mean, the, the spots were fun. I just, as a cohesive match, it wasn't my favourite. I preferred their old one. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, I'm not yeah. going to say but, it was better than that, but go on. But it was still a good moment, and I'm glad Thunder Rosa won. So, yeah. Yeah, to me, it ticked all the boxes. I mean, it wasn't bad. All the violence. Yes, there's no selling. Uh, all the wrestling... Specifically, AW has that now as a major yeah, true, problem anyway. True, Even true. if Logan Paul is no selling, <laughs> then obviously the pros, 450s the floor, etc., then absolutely fair enough. Fair enough, But yeah. it ticked all the boxes. 
I got what I wanted out of it. And yeah, thank God if the, the title offer because it's just been Britt Baker beating people for I hope that, a year and a half, it feels like. I hope that people don't look back on her reign as... I hope people remember the first half of the reign more than oh, the yeah, second yeah. half of the reign because it was she was a really good champion for the most part. It's not her. It's the fact that AEW did such a poor job of building up anyone. They ran out of really, charges. And it yeah. just became like, on this month's pay-per-view, yeah. this is happening because mm. they've given everyone else the lion's share of the... TV time. So I'm not giving it anything against Britt Baker. No. Happy have Thunder Rosa win. I think she's mint. But yeah, it's just AEW did them dirty. Those two did what they needed to do. Yes. It wasn't the build. It was it was the building up, not the not building up of people, but it was also the repetitive nature nature of what Britt was doing. Right. Not just in her matches, but on Dynamite every week. It just felt like she was doing the same backstage promo. Then she would sign it off. Yours truly, Doctor Britt Baker. A backstage interview attack. But it wouldn't happen during. Wait, it would sometimes, but. Comparatively to others, not very much. Yeah. It just it felt it all went a bit stale towards uh, the end. Didn't it? Uh, yeah, her title reign ideally would have ended like six months ago, and if mm. they build up someone in time, we'd be looking back on Brit like what a reign. Right. It's still I still think she's the best women's champion they've had so far. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, she had the yeah, best yeah. reign oh, of absolutely. all women's champions. And yeah. They've all done a great job. Mm. Those two and uh, Jimmy and everybody else Riho, involved in it. Oh, sorry, I was thinking of the champions. Oh like, yeah. Oh, sorry. Rio, no, Nyla, yeah, yeah. Shida. Yeah, they've done all a great job of what they've been given to do and able to succeed in the He-Man Woman Haters Club known as AEW. <laughs> <laughs> Any other thoughts? No. We'll leave Good. it there. We'll leave, leave it there. Leave it there. <laughs> the for the hate women. And next segment. Let's have a rummage in our mail bags. <laughs> ah, let's have a little look in the mailbag. Number one. Hi, guys. I'm the same guy who did the Richard Tubman quiz a while ago. I know you haven't done Poet Lariat in a while, but I needed to express my feelings for this amazing human being. Did you hear that, Richard? Amazing now, human. this amazing human being. Guest appearance by the guy Come who's on, on every down. week. Come on down. Yay. Here he is, this amazing human being. All right. Hello. <clears throat> it was millennia ago when I saw this beautiful man, along with his friend Gary, and his white van. He may now be off camera, but I know for sure he's got a face that we can all adore. Whether he's Dick Tubbs or Ricky Van Yam, we can all agree. Yam? We can all agree Richard is a sexy, sexy man. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sometimes he edits for Ross's WTF, but rest assured he's never touched meth. <laughs> <laughs> he does tweets that Stone Cold admires. He's definitely one of Cultaholic's hottest hires. He stands in the shadows as the podcast rolls on. But I promise you, Richard, I will miss you when you're gone. <laughs> That's a threat. This poem comes to you from an enamored fan. This one goes out to Richard, the tub man. <laughs> Only love Jack Coyle, the first ever guest oh, star wow. in the history of the classic SmackDown review. I remember you, Jack. You seemed normal at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Jack. What do you think of that, Tubman? Because this would be one thing, right? But, like, combined with the other quiz where he went deep into my socials, I'm kind of half appreciative, <laughs> half a bit worried. But, you know, it's very nice of him. Just I don't walk it. home alone, Richard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just I'm make gonna... sure you've always got an adult with you. Is he Is he in the UK? Is he? Is he put where he is? Soon, it says here. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, it's very nice of him. Hope home about me. I feel very honoured. <laughs> there we go. Well, there that go. was Richard Tubman. Thank you very much. Give him a round of applause. Yay! All right, that's enough. 
dear Richard, I wrote you, but you still ain't calling. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> number two. Good day, lads. Or as they say in France, uh, bonjour, homme de Didlian. <laughs> A few times I have heard you talk about the Brother Love pop and the other specific pops named after someone. But every time one of you recalls that there was one more named pop that you've all forgotten. Oh, yeah. As luck would have it, I remember. It was the Connor pop after Connor of the Ascension <laughs> beat either Chad Gable or Bobby Roode on Raw somewhere in the fall of 2018. After Connor, the big underdog in this match, surprisingly pinned his much more talented opponent in a few minutes, the big reaction this upset was resounding. Oh, okay, the match is over, which was named the Connor Pop by you lads. <laughs> With all of that in mind, here's my question. What is your favorite Connor moment? <laughs> I personally do not have one that you connoisseurs most likely do. Connoisseurs. Hope you, hope you have a good one. Bram from the Netherlands. Thank you. Thank oh, you, no, Bram. I'm so sorry about the accent. Now, we're doing it to answer this question. I just thought it was interesting that someone's actually remembered where the other pop comes from. Yeah. We always say, don't we? Yeah. Brother Love Pop, Bobby yeah. Lashley Pop. Yeah. The Connor Pop? No. Um, <laughs> yeah. Mystery solved. Uh, the Tyler Rex entrance at uh, Bragging Rights. I think he was picked for that. Okay. And Tyler came out to... Uh, no, no, nothing. Just, uh, okay. Was that another pop you enjoy? That, that was, I thought it was like examples of the Connor pop. Oh, oh right. So, oh, right. Oh, is that what he meant? I mean, actual no, no, Connor, Connor moments. moments uh, yeah. Actual Connor moments, yeah. Oh, because Connor's in uh, Connor quotes. Oh. Um... Connor of the Ascension. Oh, if you have a Connor of the Ascension <laughs> moment or a Connor pop then, fair enough. Go Dan Ham. Uh, I have Do you have either? <laughs> What's your favourite Ascension well, moment? Well, probably Jake Hager, five-star wrestling promo, was, I guess is a Connor pop. Mm. When he talked about his French cries. and his, So good. Wham burgers? Wham burgers, yeah. Wham burgers. Nobody got a thing, what you saying? Nothing. It was no. fantastic. Connor. WWE oh, moments. My favourite one was when any... Backstage, he was like, why did I do that? I don't know if he'd appreciate me. The local hero, Joe Hendry, um, saved me from like a beatdown once at a show. Yeah. And we'd been on the What Culture videos doing like playing PlayStation together and stuff. He was trying yeah, to teach yeah, me yeah. how to be like him right, and right. be all prestigious. And then he was like, Jack the Jobber, I've saved you. Now get to the back and play your PlayStation. Silence in the crowd. No one had watched the video. And backstage, me and him were like, Oh, we thought it was going to work. Oh. But, I mean, but imagine in your head, you go to like, they'll watch the videos, they'll get the references, and then you go on there, like, no one watch the videos. But oh, to be no. fair, it was a one-off He's because... a big bastard, isn't he? Yeah. It's a one-off because generally I should say that Joe Henry was one of the most over people consistently in yeah. WCPW, of course. You thought so. people would have laughed like, haha, Chad plays paste it on one of them, but like, yeah. oh well. Uh, the Connor and the Ascension had that little bit where they were part of the fashion files where they showed up in disguise. But they still had, like, the makeup on, like, the Doom mm. style thing, whatever they had yeah. on. But he still oh. had, like, the fake moustache. Mine's, um, mine is Southport Regional Wrestling where they were the surf dudes with attitudes. Oh, That's yeah. right. <laughs> that first season of Southport Regional Pro was amazing. Yep. And then all the non, not as funny lads got involved as well. And just didn't get uh, it. Looking at you, Jericho. Oh, no. Oh, he was on the first season. Yeah, the first one was good, but then... Cena just, was amazing. Yeah. From in, in my old job in Utica. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Fandango was class in it as well. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the Gallows. 
Yes. <laughs> you better took my one eye, but I'll get you in the next week. You better take both my eyes. I'm you like... may have hired Abdullah the Bush. I'm going to hire Greg Valentine to break my legs. <laughs> oh, it was so good. Uh, uh, any, have you got anything, Ross? Uh, no. Anything for the Ascension? No. Well, this pose here, because his body looks weird. Not weird, but his physique, his physique looks... Um, <laughs> His physique looks incredible. Mm. Like, like a human Popeye. Oh, bloody hell. There you go. There's my favorite Connor moment, if you wouldn't mind punching in there, Richard, on the edit. Lovely. Fair look enough. at the size of that ham. <laughs> I shouldn't have said weird. It's not weird. It just looks cartoony, but a mm. human. Mm. Who's that in the middle? So that's Rick Victor on the left, who has shaved his head. Oh, who is that? He looks familiar, but I can't tell. I mm, don't know. Next Damn, he's probably getting, getting that photo with him. Bloody hell. Looks small. Looks like me in that bloody rumble. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hello, gentlemen. One of the fantasy booking scenarios I revisit often is the ending of WrestleMania 33. After Taker takes off his hat and coat and gloves and leaves him in the ring to feel the benefit, I envision the camera lingering on them. After a minute or so, a shrouded figure reaches out and takes the items before retreating into the dark. And commentary wonders aloud, what does someone want with the Undertaker's things? At the time, I imagined Luke Harper being repackaged as an updated Undertaker for a more modern age. In my head, this new incarn incarnation was called The Collector. In a possibly related story, I also smoke plants. <laughs> but passing along wrestling gimmicks slash characters doesn't seem to work all that well in wrestling. I'm curious about why. I've seen multiple actors play superheroes in films, and I've been able to appreciate what you eat what each actor brings to the role, and how they make it their own. So why isn't it the same true in wrestling? I'm thinking about Scott Hall this week, of course, and how no one else could be Razor Ramon after his run. Well, that's not true. They could they get one guy in. Uh, and this has to be because Scott Hall himself was a charismatic and original person. I think the same is also true of Randy Savage. We could never get we could never pass along the Macho Man gimmick, could we? But on the other hand, Cameron Grimes did a good, a good updated version of the Million Dollar Man gimmick complete with Ted DiBiase stepping in to help pass the torch and give the ankle his blessing. So is there a way to pass on wrestling gimmicks? Can a new performer successfully in inhabit an established character that audiences have grown to know and love? And if so, which former characters do you think could make it in the modern era? Thanks for all the content and smiles. May you all continue to be as cool as the bad guy. Much love, David from Quincy. Well, David, Thank you, David. none of us are ever no, going to be as cool as the bad guy. <laughs> but we appreciate the sentiment nonetheless. Yes. I think it works when it's original but has like echoes of a previous like Cameron Grimes's was different enough to be different and stand out on its own merit I think that's the key Aye. but in terms of uh, an updated one well is this true you'll know this more than I do because I wasn't really watching around the time but wasn't there talk of Christopher Daniels being the like power. a new Undertaker oh he was the high oh, right, yeah. Okay. well not the Undertaker but yeah which I still can't believe no. Bruce was like, bro, here's this indie guy that no one's ever seen or heard of. He should be the next biggest thing in wrestling. Yeah. It's like, I love Christopher Daniels, but absolutely not. <laughs> Imagine how wrestling would have changed if that had happened. Yeah. Ugh, just but... starts dancing. <laughs> like a little dance, didn't he? Christopher he Daniels. Yeah, yeah. That's it. It's, it's me. me. <laughs> 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 what? Who? But in terms of like doing gimmicks with other people, it seems to be the core thing is not necessarily the gimmick gets over but the rest are doing it right because uh mostly these rare things like when la parker left uh triple a and obviously they gave the the parker gimmick to somebody else he became la parker la parker changed his name to la park the other la parker became his own became 
just a star in his own right. Yeah. You know, yeah, we know it's someone different, but this could be still a cool thing, but that's more a Lucha thing. You end up just going, no, that the guy doing this was great. Um, what are the examples of someone trying to do another gimmick? Well, there was rumours that Elias was going to have a Macho Man-inspired uh, yeah. thing, but that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, there's been, like, gimmicks where, like, impressions of, like, Jay Lethal doing Macho right, Man. Right, or uh, Damien Sandow. Yeah. Because Axel doing that god-awful thing. Oh, yeah, that wasn't very good, no. So, I don't know, really. It's, they end up, when he does it, they end up going, hey, look how great the original was. Yeah. And the original thing ends up getting big more, more over. Or if they try to pass the torch, like Bob Backlund, Darren Young. Oh, Backlund got over. Yeah. And Darren Young went, I'm leaving. <laughs> That's the big difference, isn't it? Finding the right person for the right game. Yeah. I think you're right, yeah. So I can't I think, think of any examples. Know, Bray Wyatt is maybe the bet where the newer gimmick superseded the gimmick before it. Because surely Bray Wyatt, when he was the Wyatt family leader... Far went past anything Will and Mercy ever did. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taking what works in original gimmicks and make them just adding yeah. a bit of spice. Do you like to say? Spice. I think so yeah. as well. No, that's, that's a perfect example. Thank you. I was Thank for you. some example, but yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. So we can move on. Find the right person. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Greetings, lads, and tippy top rad lad, a.k.a. Jack. Uh-oh. My <laughs> wife and I whoa, were whoa, able whoa, to go... Whoa, whoa. Wait, Okay. Tippy top rad lad. You're is this trademark. because people go lads and Jack and he's done a nice version of that? I think so. Okay, I'll take that. If I wish it. I was a tippy top rad lad. <laughs> yeah, you, you are every week. You two can never be tippy top rad lads like me. Oh, yeah, actually. Got <laughs> My wife and I were able to go to a movie theater to watch AW Revolution. $50 to watch it at home or 25 each to watch it on a huge screen with other cheering wrestling fans. Okay. Seems like a no-brainer. We even did it before with All Out 2021, and it was pretty fun. We arrived at the theater at 7 p.m. to watch the buy-in. I greeted with the theater screen showing a Richard. giant direct TV error message. We have pictures. They tried to connect. Oh, there it is. Oh, no. They tried to connect. Uh, Get your to feet down, man. Satellite signal again and again. <laughs> is that not you there at the front? Me? <laughs> oh, yeah, you're on. <laughs> Need a hat on when you're watching someone at cinema. Yeah. Um, no avail. A guy a few rows ahead of us pulled out his phone, started watching the buy-in on YouTube, prompting many others to do the same, including <laughs> us. Photo attached along with a piece of lettuce. I found in the urinal when I went to the bathroom. The theater did not sell any concessions with lettuce in it. Oh, and there it is. Richard, can we have a zoom in, please? The lettuce is oh, very clear. There oh, we are. Wet lettuce. Oh. <laughs> While this was, this was not exactly a live wrestling show, it did bring the question to mind. What has been the biggest technical difficulty you've seen or experienced at a wrestling event, whether in the crowd or behind the scenes with WCPW? You uh, just said that he said that the none of the food sold in the cinema included lettuce. Yeah. Where did... You must have brought it with him. Where did the lettuce, come, lettuce from? come from? Where did the lettuce come from? Thanks for all the stupendous content and curse you for bringing us Greg's sausage rolls so often that when I live in the US, I can't get them. Ah. Uh. Cheers, boys. Gus from Indiana. Gus, the Greg sausage rolls are inconsistent, in my opinion. Get a nice warm one. Oh! Nice warm one. He could have said that anywhere else in the world, <laughs> no one would have batted an eyelid. But the <laughs> biggest I fan... I didn't say bad. You've called them inconsistent. I did say inconsistent. Richard Tubman is the biggest fan of sausage rolls I've ever met in my life. What do you think, Richard? You mean, like, temperature of how you get them? Yeah. Oh, that's inconsistent. Because then, because the then, if you if you get a cold one, you've just got to eat it cold. Because if you warm it up, it's never the same. Yeah, when it's fresh out the oven, that is the best. Yes. Version. All right. You know what you do. That's though. not an inconsistent 
I guess you're right. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. you know just those, when they cook them, yeah. You know those towel hangers you get? You put on radiators. Yeah. Buy one of them, but use it for Greg's bags and like paper. Sorry, <laughs> okay. clip your Greg's bag for that. <laughs> put the heating on. That's the similar. Because in the micro while it's not the same sort of heat, is it? So it never tastes the same. No, yeah. they, they come out wet. Whereas that gradual sort of just mm, from the slow radiator. Yeah. Yeah. Um, low temperature oven. Oh, oven uh, works as well. But that oh. takes longer, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, but the price of gas. Imagine sticking it on like a rotisserie, just slowly turning it over a fire. That'd be great. Rich has done that before. <laughs> to preserve the integrity just of the Just get a lighter. Yeah. Mm. So question. Best, I guess, worst, uh, biggest technical difficulty you've seen or experienced at a wrestling event? Well, Ross mentioned earlier us being blinded at WrestleMania 33. That was oh. horrible. Yeah. And it, wasn't, it was deliberate as well. It wasn't even an error. A deliberate. Well, they saw you. I they were like, Get them, boys. You might wonder if you've never been to a WWE pay-per-view before, how they make the crowd look so lovely in the distance. They shine really bright lights at them, yeah. right at your eyes. So if you're unfortunate to be where the light is pointing at, you can barely see what's happening in the ring below the lights. And that's what we had at WrestleMania 33 throughout the first half of the show, I reckon. I reckon, well, once the sun had gone down and the lights went on. Because yeah. the pre-show was, pre -show was daylight, oh, yes. and we were burning in the heat, and we saw... Pack versus Austin Aries, clear as day when Austin Aries lost and did that weird oh, smile on the outside. Yeah. Strange. Um, but then it got to that women's four-way match and we couldn't see the show. And people started chanting, turn the lights off. The following year, Randy Orton thought the same thing all the yeah. year after. And did 35. His, did his whole like, oh, yeah, yeah, maybe 35, yeah. When it so. comes to dub CP dub though, the one I think of when I hear that is the first ever pay-per-view. Oh no! What was it called? Oh. Built to destroy, built or was it refused to lose? Not built that. to destroy was the first. Whatever one, the first yeah. pay was at Northumbria Students Union. Um, just it didn't go out. Oh, the... refused to lose. Then sorry, yeah. that was refused to lose. Because I remember going. I was attending there as a fan. Uh, I can't remember the matches or anything. So they all blend together. Which ones was which? Uh, but... I think that might be when Adam Pachitti turned heel. Ah, Everyone threw okay, glow yeah. sticks on. There we go. Was that, Kurt was that the pay versus Joe Endry. That was it. Was it that one? It might have been. Maybe after check. But anyway, it was a good show in my world was, and it looked great. Sounded great. Alex Shane had the toilet sign pointed right at him. <laughs> <for some reason. laughs> and yeah, it was like wonderful. So I'm gonna go to uh, Trillions afterwards, and I'm like, oh. And everyone was like by the phones going, hmm, hmm. I didn't realize anything happened. So I went, oh, guys, should be really happy with this. What a great night. Awesome. No, no pop, no noise, no reactions. I'm like, okay. And then just one of them piped up and went, mm. yeah, it didn't work as a pig view. Yeah. We had a truck outside and everything. Clearly didn't work. I it's guess like, if you've got to, you got to. Well, a van. Actually, you know, I have no idea how to I don't do know either. and why I'm talking. But mm -hmm. yeah, this, this, it was really disheartening seeing you guys so disappointed after what was I've, a great night for a I've fan. I ruined Sam's day because he'd spent the whole thing live directing. He was the Kevin Dunn. Yeah. And he'd never really done it before for a full show. And he nailed right. it. He's really good at it. And then I came up afterwards buzzing, and I was he was like, yes, we did it. And I was like, uh, <sighs> sorry, Sam. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. A, a, a funny one, which didn't really harm the show, but was funny to watch, was a, a, a couple of years ago at a Northumbria Students Union show that I went to. And the, the main event was uh, Drake and... I can't quite remember, but they were against the Land of Gentry. Oh, it was Drake and... Um, what was he called, man? He was part of the crew. It's um, oh. a sketch, wasn't it? Johnny oh. Smith. No, yeah, Johnny Smith. <laughs> Satch. You mean Satch. Johnny Smith. Satch. Satch. Oh, Satch. Satch. Yeah, yeah. Satch. Uh, lovely man. Uh, they were the face team against the Landed Gentry, and it was like a half hour 
Ironman tag team match. Yeah. But the stopwatch kept freezing. <laughs> I, I, so they had the stopwatch on like the tro- like the projector screen. But either the screen kept going off or the timer kept freezing. They had to do a lot of like, it was like a Scooby-Doo montage where they're chasing each other in and out of doors. Like they were going backstage and then back through and running around and everything. So funny. And I went to say hi to Drake afterwards. And I was like, oh, you're all right, man. How are you doing? And he was like, because <gasps> <Yeah. laughs> he was, Drake's a, Great condition. He was exhausted. It's like a 45 minute, 30 minute Ironman match. It was amazing. Absolutely class. I've heard about it. I didn't see it. It was so funny. Well, I tried to heckle Benji. Yeah. And he went, You look like Tommy Robinson. And I just absolutely did me. <laughs> oh, I forgot that yeah, period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also got pictures of like you that getting angry. Like I saved on my, you know, I've got, you know, have these, these folders on their computer, just has daft images that you've saved and sometimes go through them and goes, I remember that. It's just, yeah. Not only did I look like Tommy Robinson, I looked like Tommy Robinson after he yeah, spent a stretch in jail. It's <laughs> <laughs> just awful. Just an awful thing. But yeah, that was his retort. And I'd, I'd learn never to heckle a wrestler again because he absolutely did me in. Yeah. yeah. The rumour, because I wasn't near for that, was when uh, WrestleMania 29, I want to say, 2013, I want to say, yeah. After that or 2014, because I worked at Sky at the time, Shark Bar was showing WrestleMania, an annual thing. I'm not sure if they still do it or not. But they made the mistake of doing what you should never do if you're on something via Sky box office, which is get it sorted out on the day. Yeah. So allegedly, I forget who told me the story, so I'm not sure if it's uh, Cod's Wallop or not, but that they ordered it, like, I don't know, five minutes before it was about to go on. It doesn't always go on, especially if a lot of people order it, so you need to do it as soon as possible. And... I had a lot of people there ordering those crappy little uh, chicken bits that I love. What? They're Sorry, good, I, they're I zoned good. out there. Good. I heard you're right. No, no, bars, chicken bits. Sharp bars wings, good. Sharp bars wings no, are amazing. Yeah, but you have to. Yeah, you know they are. The Jack Daniels ones. I'm trying to. I'm goodness. trying to tell myself no, they're not great. They're yeah, not great. Because they are salty as hell. But yeah. Uh, anyway, so, yeah. So minimum spending not all salty as you. Room for I know. Room full of people, and it just wouldn't work. Yeah. So allegedly, perhaps, they may have found another way of watching it so they have to give out massive refunds. <laughs> apologies. And if that story wasn't good enough, the Misfits were in town to do a gig, as in the band, or what's left of them. So Jerry Only, a.k.a. I used to wrestle for WCW, Jerry Only, superstar was there, already like, yay! And he couldn't see it. Oh. <laughs> I think a couple of phrases, pals went to that and got, like, refunded for their meal. So it did happen then. I've oh, heard allegedly, but I don't know. Do you know what year it was? Or? No, I don't know, but I, I, know, I know that either that year or the one before, yeah. they got the Rise lads in to do the pre-show party, like to be oh, DJs right, right. for the pre... And Ash and the lads from Rise all turned up, professional, with all their gear yeah. and stuff that they needed, and Shark Bar, I think it was Shark Bar, I don't want to slander anybody. Whichever venue it was, was not equipped at all to like... Yeah, I'm trying to figure out where they'd even do that. Like, I don't know. It might not have been Shark Bar. I don't want to get sued, so I'll, not, I'll say... There's not Castle that many places in Fairness to you that would show WrestleMania. Aspers probably Newcastle. do. But Aspers would have set up. Mm. Got 900 rooms. Just look at the news here, everybody. Breaking while we're doing the podcast, and WWE have announced their latest performance center class. Okay. Oh, the, the Friday curse continues. The hiring people. We have oh. Teresa Shuluza, who debuted on NXT as Fallon Henley. What? Oh, why is she in there? There she is there. She's already in. She's on NXT already. Oh. We have Kayla Inlay. That's yeah. an NXT. Yeah, she's an NXT level up. Uh, six foot two, 305 pound force. Joseph Skullthorpe. <laughs> uh, NCAA All-Conference offensive lineman at NC State before signing with... Uh, we have oh. Maddie Kinsley, 
Um, six-time state champion in vault. Ooh, how has she been? Uh, having trained in competitive gymnastics for 11 years, also competed in independent wrestling as Nikita Knight. She's been in the Indies and she's 18. She's won the night. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have Calix, I guess that's pronounced. Hampton, 22-year-old former athlete. Oregon school's acrobatics and tumbling team is a theme wow. happening. Everyone's a gymnast. Guy looks rough. Um, NC- <laughs> rough. No, it NC- doesn't. NC- oh, he was on the as the mother lover. <laughs> We have Michael Lavalli has made a name for himself in the independent circuit as Monica Mother Jake Tucker. Mother Lover Jake Tucker. The Mother Lover. Okay. Trained by likes of Hall of Famer Kane, Natalia Tyson Kidd and Dr. Tom. Uh, Lavalli won the 2014 WWE Show Us Your Superstar contest mm-hmm. when he was 19, making a series of videos at the Performance Center for appearing on the, on the oh. SummerSlam pre-show panel. One below. World champion. Bianca Carelli is the daughter of WWE Superstar Santino Morella. Mm-hmm. Uh, jiu-jitsu, judo, and boxing. Then we have Cole McKinney, uh, forging uh, multiple uh, DI, D1 universities, professional wrestling. Oh, he's, he's a wrestler. Cole wrestler. Carter on the independence, apparently. Another his wrestler name was. below him. Um, David Bostain, uh, 16... Folk, folk style wrestler for 16 years while simultaneously training to be a powerlifter. Then we have six foot four Gabe Y. Uh, W-A-I Here's why <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Rugby oh, They're all sports people aren't they Oh my god Then we have Carla Gonzalez um, Edwin Grande Amelia Her, And Jack I'll let you have a go at that name Because I will butcher it I'm going to say Namdi Oguayo Oguayo Yeah Right. Six foot three, 245 pounds Played for four years on the defensive line Of the Washington State University mm. Oh, Roxy has been officially announced. There you go. Okay. Carla Gonzalez okay. of Pasadena, Texas, from Booker T's Reality of Wrestling School. Cool. I mean, that's very nice there and everything. Uh, it's weird because there used to be a time where like, oh, this hot indie person, this hot indie person. Don't know any of them. Happy for them. They can be molded into superstars. You know Roxy? Oh, I'm sorry. The people that aren't already on. Ring of Honor? Mm. I've even the name on everybody's no. lips is going to be Roxy. It's one for all the Chicago fans out there. The musical? Oh, Never seen oh, it. oh, oh, oh. Never seen it. I have. You had it coming. So. <laughs> the gun, the gun, the gun. <laughs> so that was a bunch of mailbag questions and thoughts. Thanks, it? everyone. It was. Got distracted a bit there in the end. But thank you very much for sending those in. If you have any thoughts, queries, or dodgy poems, you can, of course, send them <laughs> to mailbag at coldholic.com. <laughs> Pieces. Yeah. That's the end of the Reese's Pieces song. We're falling to pieces. We're going through changes. Yeah, but we're falling to pieces. Okay. Because we're all old men. Could have done Fall to Pieces by Velvet Revolver. Remember them? Mm. Slashes are the band. Or Razor Light. Oh, before I fall to pieces. Before I fall to pieces. Mm. Yes. Should I go? Yes, Uh, I'll go. Oh, baby, I'll go. I know the Reese's Pieces fit. By a tool? I don't know. Oh, God. I'll have heard it on Spotify. Yes. Reese's Pieces of Me by Ashley Simpson. All the pieces, pieces of me. (laughs) Yes, I think that's every song that has all the pieces in it. (laughs) Afternoon, gents. Hope you're all well. I know you guys must get loads of emails telling you how great the podcast is. Yeah. However, for me, it's always been a bit meh. 
<laughs> yes, get it. Oh, only joking, of course. Oh, uh, miniature what are you Jess. like? Yeah. yeah. It is one of the highlights of my weekend to have you on for company on the long dog walk on Sunday morning with pay-per-view weeks stretching into Sunday morning walk too. Oh, thank oh. you very much. I don't believe you. Show us a picture of your dog. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, B&M's Twitter, I can see this account, jumped on the AW Danhausen train and christened themselves B&M Housen. My recent piece of you guys is which wrestler would make the best brand ambassadors for the following supermarkets okay. and high street chains? Bloody hell. All right, cool. By the way, if B&M are watching, hello. That's right, your friend. They tweeted, they tweeted me saying they've seen a few of our podcasts. Hmm. Which I don't know if it was just would, like the Google Cultaholic Wrestling scene podcast pop up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> Must be hard being one of those uh, people running a, yeah. uh, a Twitter account for them. What was that other place that said tweeted you? Was it Aldi? A little. It was little. That's why I went and bought <laughs> from eBay. Whoa! <laughs> We've got the worst table in the world in here. Oh god! Any 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 way to play to the side and it goes flip upside down from little. There you go. That was exciting. We've got the nerf it on. Yeah, twenty quid from eBay. <laughs> I get my exact size. Dripping in sauce. So clearly, clearly selling out. Only a mere seven pounds fifty above RRP. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> He broke my foot. Anyway, yeah, little. Um, great. What's it going with this? Marks. Oh, sorry. Fastest thought first. Yeah. Jack Ross, myself. Marks and Spencers. We'd be the best ambassador in wrestling for them. M and S. Oh, there's no options. It's just. Or going through them all. The name of supermarket or chain or um, thing. Or the next Wade one. Barrett. I can see him doing that. Yeah. Who's a wrestler who has a disdain for the Marks? The opposite to William Regal. The opposite to William Regal, <laughs> oh, who hates um, the word Marks. Nick Aldis. Nick Aldis. Yeah. He's Marks and Spencer. Uh-huh. Oh, 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 yeah. Iceland. You didn't come you up didn't with that. I said Nick Aldis. You've just stolen that. Oh, right. I thought you were... Oh, t- oh. oh all right. <laughs> I asked uh, you a question and you uh-huh. replied. <laughs> uh, Does Nick no, Aldis no. always just, like slam the Marks? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you answer me question. <laughs> you trick me, damn it! Uh, Joe Hendry, mm-hmm. I can say that. That's good. Marks Joe Hendry, Marks yeah. and Spencers. Yeah, works. <laughs> uh, Iceland, um, <sighs> Iceland, Butch Glacier. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> Butch, Butch, I. Well, you I see him hanging around the. Back. I was going to mention <laughs> another British or Irish tag team, but I, I'm not up to date on who's who's. Still in wrestling and who hasn't been chucked uh, out. I'm going to say Grayson Waller because uh, he's very cool to me. Got you. Nice. Holland and Barrett. Holland and Barrett. Tony Nice. Simon Dean. Oh, Daniel. oh yes. Ah, Simon Tristan. Uh, Daniel Bryan. Simon Dean, you're, you're like guilty pleasure oh, wrestler. Me. Yeah. yeah. And I got fat when I'm older. I need the Simon system. <laughs> what is this? There's a little brush on the floor. What is this? Oh, don't be mine. Don't be mine. How did that fall out? Oh, because I kicked my legs up. It's a little little brush. Oh, it's your little brush? It is, yeah. Make sure I don't look like, you know, Wurzel Gummidge when I come. (laughs) I'm good. That's been seen on camera now. It's like seeing a wrestler blade on camera. Uh, Aldi. Aldi. Gunter. Yeah, German. Mick Aldis. <laughs> <laughs> Mick Aldi. <laughs> I'm going to say Das Wunderkind himself because it's always the mm. Alex right choice. Ah. They go to Aldi or Little. Uh, Primark. <sighs> oh. Oh, Pack. Hmm. 
prime time. Helix Skipper. <laughs> <laughs> For Primark. Oh, oh. <laughs> doing hurricane oh. runners off the top level down the oh. escalator. Get the big special ones with multiple levels mm. and just dive straight down the middle. Yeah. For a £3.50 shirt. Mm. <laughs> uh, mm. God, what was I going to say then? I had one and you pushed <laughs> out my head. Johnny Saint. <laughs> Argos. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Um, I'll go for. Oh man! Oh, oh, IRS, because he's always collecting. He can collect things from. Oh, damn it! Mm. I want to, my first thought was Kevin Dunn, because when you go into Ar- Argos, you never see who gives you from the conveyor belt. Mm. You never see who puts it on the conveyor belt, so we never see Kevin Dunn. It just magically arrives. It just magically comes down the conveyor belt. Yeah. What a wonderful place Argos is. It is. Yeah. yeah. I'll say in that case, Shaq, because he also has the ability to make himself and objects from the back <laughs> appear without explanation. Ikea. Ikea. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of like someone technical, like putting things together. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I'll go for Tyson Kidd because he puts matches together. I was going to go Pat Patterson for okay. Putting together matches and that. Oh, okay, yeah. One of the greatest wrestling minds of all time or something. Oh, in that case then, good old Scott Hall. <laughs> okay, man, putting things together. Uh, he goes, hey, great table. Can't wait to kick out of it. <laughs> uh, Poundland. <laughs> Poundland. Um, oh, God. <sighs> Who do it? Oh, Grado. He's a man oh, of the people. Oh, okay. He could, yeah, have been, yeah. he could have been Iceland as well. Yeah. Yeah, probably working class brand. So this needs to be somebody who is the, the package, when you just look at them, is not very exciting. <laughs> but when you see them do their stuff and you, you go inside and explore... They're everything you want them to be ever. Mm. So who is that professional wrestler? Dull on the outside. <laughs> Exciting. Duke Hudson. <laughs> oh, no. Mm. He's dead. Established <laughs> <laughs> this. Dead Hudson. New yeah, yeah. Poundland okay. Hudson. Ugh. I'm going to go with Prince Amin. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. It shows that cost less than a quid to get in. He's been there. He's been mint yeah. with every literal penny. Uh, p- pets at home. Mm, junkyard dog. <laughs> I just, that's lazy, yeah, isn't no. it? I'll, I'll go Ronda Rousey. She's got a nice farm. Oh, okay. Should I, gonna... I should have gone for a wrestler with a pet, not an animal-based Yeah, I was going to go for Cody's dog. Pharaoh. Pharaoh. Fair enough. Does Pharaoh I... get to stay in AEW? I don't know. Does Pharaoh have to go with I'm Cody? Assuming I don't want Pharaoh anywhere near <laughs> AEW or any other professional wrestler company getting scared by pyro. Uh, Whose idea was that? Shark in that. Almost Thomas. certainly Cody <laughs> Rhodes. <laughs> yes. Um... I'll go for... Can I change my mind to Coco Beware? Because he's got a pet rather than is an animal. Yeah. Okay. I know the junior dog wasn't literally in Kayfabe a dog. He was a man who <laughs> thought he was a dog. No. Or adopted the manners of a dog. No, it was just like... He was just a nickname, you know. He was just... What was the, I'm an actual what dog. Was the, what was the origin story of the junior <laughs> dog? Did he do it again in his opponent's heads? Or was he just an excited man? Just love I thought it was like a fearsome thing. It was like a rough and tumble dogs. mentality, yeah. I thought the junkyard dogs are like a description for something that's really dangerous because yes. they keep something safe in a junkyard needs something really I, like, he, vicious, like also, a junkyard but dog. But he also danced and like cocked Because he legs. wasn't an actual junkyard okay, dog. Okay, right, right, go, you go. <laughs> and mm. wicks. 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 The noise the guy makes on the other. Wicks. What is Wicks again? It's like when they when slot together two tiles and they go together perfectly. It's like, ooh, Wicks. Wonga. Huh. Uh, FTR. <laughs> I don't know why I took that. Oh, okay. um, I'll go for The Undertaker. 
Okay. Because it's all about like sort of woodwork and, and mm. things that look nice when put together. Therefore, his wooden coffins from back in the day. Oh. That's my he used to build them himself. You get Bearer cutting a promo and he's in the background. Like, That's right. Hammering away. He goes, because you're so fat, I'm off to make you an extra large Oh, is that coffee. Kamala? Yeah. And Yokozuna's like, Jesus oh. Christ, guys. Oh, am I? Not the heart. <laughs> One of the ones where Bera goes, Big Daddy Cool, not very cool of you. I'm like, what? <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, I'll say Heath Slater and Rhino, because they went together really well. Mm, nice. Another in impact. Uh, thanks, lads, for the incredible content, and keep up the great work. All the best. Former staff African and Leeds United defender no. Lucas Radaby. Thank you, Lucas Radaby. Luca Luca Radaby. Lucas Radaby. Lucas Radaby. Thank you, Lucas Radaby. Did he? Yeah. That only played for Leeds. He's going to give you any, and you're going to make two quid off it. <laughs> I wish I was making stuff off Tiny Rebel, who <laughs> I provided a couple of sales for you last week. Give me money. Just soon. Tell you what, I prefer a nice, refreshing glass of Iron Brew. Ah. Oh. <laughs> to me, it tastes not. <laughs> Anyway, thank you very much for fantastic little Reese's Pieces there. And if you have any of your own to send us, doesn't matter if it's supermarkets or whatever, uh, we'll still read them out and do our best. Please send them to mail back at cultaholic.com. It's Cultaholics. The question. Ah, what a lovely podcast. Mm. And time for just a little bit more. But before we get to... The big, 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 big question. The shout-outs to our wonderful producers, GTA John, Reno2200, Noah Anderson, Anderson, uh, Akajua, I met him today, very nice, oh. and Nick Harby. Thank you very much for being a super Patreon supporter. We Thank love you, everyone. You. you are better than the Connor Pop. Yes. And our big, big, big question this week can only be favourite Scott Hall memory. Ah. Oh. So can I get the ball rolling? Of course you can. Thank you. I'd like to choose, and obviously it's been mentioned before, but can I choose the WrestleMania ladder match with Shawn Michaels? Yeah. I think it kind of, I know that people say like Brett had a less heralded one just before that, but you, I mean, Scott and, well, Razor and Shawn's match is really, really, both, they had a rematch as well, but I think the first one I yep. prefer, um, and it just, watching it back, Obviously, they don't do as crazy stuff as modern ladder matches do, but they, but they tell a good story and everything makes sense, and I like that a lot. Yeah. You know, the funny thing is... And the image of... of the course, iconic yeah, yeah. image, of course, yeah. The funny thing about that match is it wasn't... Like, when it was announced and stuff like that, there wasn't this universal, oh, yeah, this is going to be so good, this is going to redefine wrestling. It was like, there was a lot of, what? You have to go up a ladder? How stupid is this match going to be? Like the shark cage match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. Like, oh, get a ladder. And there's a... I've got a fan cam recording of doing like a, you know, one of these got their practice matches, I guess, in the house show loop before mm. they go to WrestleMania. And the guy watching is going, look at this, like three stooges stuff. Whoop, 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 go up the ladder, you know, and all this, and just this ripping <laughs> I guess it. it going, is silly when you think about this. it. Yeah, on Before paper, it's happened, yeah. Can I remember seeing a picture of it in the magazine and going, you have to climb a ladder? Yeah. What? Like, so you associate ladders with, you know, putting up wallpaper or something. Yeah. So. But so then obviously that came out and I was like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. what a match. Uh, oh, do you remember it at the time? Not at the time, no. But, okay. Uh, yeah. Obviously, watching back as, an, as a fan getting watched WrestleMania ah, 10 yeah. and going, yeah. Oh, yeah. Quality. Um, so that's probably my favorite. It's my favorite Scott Hall or Razor Ramon match. But I'm, I mean, there's loads of moments as well. So 
Mine is one that no one else will speak about because it happened on Super Bowl 2000. Scott Hall is one of the first professional wrestlers I was aware of because he was in the main event of that pay-per-view against Jeff Jarrett, the World Heavyweight Champion. Sorry, no, Jeff Jarrett, who had the Harris brothers in his corner, and Sid Vicious, who was the World Heavyweight Champion. And there was an interview with Scott Hall and Mean Gene backstage. Obviously, I had no idea about Mean Gene and what he was like. But I remember that the promo finished with Scott Hall going, I'm going to win the championship, and I'm going to put it right where? And Gene goes, where? Right here. And he does the crotch chop with uh, just pointing yeah, towards yeah. his dick and Mean Gene's like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so there's my first memory of Scott Hall. During the match, he was fantastic as well. But then for that same birthday, I got the Superstars of Wrestling. Uh, was that what, uh, Superstar? Whatever the hell it was called. Green VHS, Goldberg and Sting. Oh, like a Korean yeah. portrait thing. Um, and part of that one, I've got the match here. I keep forgetting the pay-per-view. Uncensored 1998. There's a point in the match where Scott... Sting's just battering Scott Hall with his right hands. And he's selling, but he's doing that sell he did more in WCW than he did before with yeah. the bandy legs where he's like going backwards and forwards. Yeah. And I remember saying to me, Grant, look at him. He looks so stupid. <laughs> but it's looking back now and he grew up a bit. It's fantastic, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So there's my two Scott Hall memories just from childhood because he was one of the first, just because of those two VHSs, he was one of the first like big time wrestlers I was properly aware of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But then you've got all the big obvious ones, haven't you? But there's my two under-the-radar ones. That's right. good. His selling. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Doing all that stuff. Uh, just some random Nitro I'm watching, not that familiar with WCW, or Scott Hall, because I knew him as Razor back right. then. But then he's like, oh, okay, Scott Hall as himself, as his real name. Well, that's weird. Like, real wrestlers are called Diesel or yeah. things like that. <laughs> not real names. And him just getting on the microphone and all these tens of thousands of people just going like, yeah. And whenever Scott would just go like, Hold the microphone there, and he's like, holding it, holding it, holding it, holding it a bit longer. Hey yo, like, <laughs> and he even did that when he came out. Then we out two thousand and two. Yeah, you know, just just say the line. Yeah, he just <laughs> oh, just hold them like that. Crowd like, oh, got it. Mm. Like you're waiting for a fish to grab your hook. Yeah, and then he just he would do the same thing nearly every week, but it would just work so well because we're like. How about a public survey? You know, in public, kind of. And we're like, who's there to see? WCW. <laughs> it was that southern drawl as well. Crowd, boo. And who's there to see? The crowd. NWO. Looks like another win for the good guy. Yay! And oh, just seeing the crowd in the palm of his hand like that. Yeah. Like, because you'd always see, like, you read, like, retro reviews, people going, Oh, and then interview did the same old thing, and then Hall's not very good. He's not like Raymond Stewart Jr. Blah, 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 and all the stuff. And you go, all right, but that may be true in terms of work rate, but that man just had all the crowd saying everything he was doing at the same time. Yeah. So, and he was good in the ring as well. Yeah. It's easy to forget. Oh, yeah. Because he was so charismatic. Yeah. You, you forget that he was actually really good. Yeah. Um, he renamed the Follow Slam. Uh, he renamed the, the Sack of Poo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he didn't yell like a WWE wrestler, like, <laughs> suck of poo. <laughs> I remember Triple H saying something like about how, because he like he was a big fan of Scott Hall, or he like really admired him when he was round him mm. anyway. And he said that he'd like, he described him backstage as like, he was larger than life in front of an audience, but backstage he just seemed like a normal guy, like, oh, there's Scott and stuff. And then I think he described him as like, he'd unfurl like a spider and suddenly he'd be so long and tall and he'd head out and look like mm. how he did. I think he's probably got one of the best looks in wrestling history, maybe. Mm. Like, hmm. looks like a wrestler, like a star. Right. Yeah, I think so. He got me one of the worst talents off of my life at school. <laughs> all right. Back to Super Bowl 2000, we go yeah, again. Yeah. Seeing his entrance for the first time, he's coming out, he's doing yeah, yeah, yeah. to pick down the camera. 
September, obviously, start of the new school year, where I would have started year three, mm. I think, in 2000, September 2000. Um, and yeah, doing that with pencils at the teachers. <laughs> I got A whole pencil? Just... <laughs> <laughs> got the biggest rollicking of my life at Pegswood First School. And how old were you? How old were you in year three? Eight? Seven? Yeah. Oh, right. Right. Doing that. Well, we're like 60s. But... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure everyone's been there. You're not being there doing the old Scott or the pencil. <laughs> not the whole pencil, no. Not the teacher. I've got a lot of effort for eight-year-old me. I remember I got put outside the classroom and the head teacher walked down the, the corridor and she's like, Ross, your mother would be so disappointed. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> Chico. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she's but she's down there. Down where? Down here. <laughs> <laughs> right where? Where? Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, well. yeah. ah, thanks for the And thank you very much for listening and watching and enduring another lovely long trail into podcast film with your lovely lads here. Jack, what have you got for us until next week's podcast? Um, uh, Nothing out of the ordinary, really. There's going to be a weirdest episode going up, but I don't know when it's currently being edited. So, But it's been shot. Yo, 3 1. Teenage paper. No. Oh, yeah, that one is out now. Thank yeah. you. That one is out now. The next one is Raw Homecoming. Um, that's right. The yeah. first three-hour Raw on the USA Network. Um, so, yeah, that, that's that's what I've got, Ross. Absolutely nothing. I've been on hold of this week, so I've got nothing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you deserve it. <laughs> you got the call like wrestling uh, rumble 20... Oh, I can never see things. Sorry. Well, 2K22, Chico. That's on the channel now. Go and watch that to see who wins and who turns heel on who and vice versa. Mm. All the all the, all the bells and whistles. I genuinely laughed a lot watching it. It was really funny. <laughs> I don't know how much that's because we know the people, but yeah, yeah, yeah. there's enough of viewers who don't know them as yeah, well. Fans yeah, fans are good. Enjoy yeah, yeah. it. And me and Tom do another lovely episode. We call it Classic Smackdown Review uh, with a guest star one of those magnificent producers on the Patreon. And you too can be part of that. And if you don't want to be part of that, it's not a problem, but you can be part of Patreon, the Hall of Fame on a Patreon.com forward slash cultaholic. And also, taking in your lovely thoughts, Reese's Pieces, or dodgy stalker poems. <laughs> Mailbag at cultaholic.com. These have been Cultaholic. That's been Dick Tubman. You've been lovely. We're now going to point at this screen and say goodbye to you all. I count to three. We're going to see that famous expression. One, two, three. Dead Hudson. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, yeah, I'll do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on three. One, two, three. Dead Join Hudson. Join us. Join us. Oh, bastards. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 